Hey everybody, this is the uh, Shell Shock Nation live stream of Election Night 2020. Um, we had a little te technical difficulties, but we are um, on the air. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. A couple things we want to get you guys going. I'm Brent Sanders. I'm here with uh, Matt Kearns. Hello. And uh, Jeff Scruggs will be joining us in just a minute. Um, we're a little bit, uh, running a little bit late. A few things have happened already. Uh, Trump has uh, already picked up some electoral votes, Kentucky and Indiana. Uh, not very surprising. The corn monkey vote was going to go for him this year. Um, Biden, however, is a couple of networks are calling Virginia and Vermont for him, uh, for Biden. So we're right about where we thought we'd be at this time. So, just so we can kind of uh, get you acclimated to what's going on here, if you're expecting uh, objective analysis, we'll give it to you. But if you're expecting us to be uh, objective in uh, what we hope happens, you're going to be in for a, uh, a huge disappointment. Uh, all of us uh, really have a desire to see the, uh, that orange motherfucker uh, flame straight into the ground. Yeah, I, I agree. We're, none of us are hoping for a close one. Yeah, and, and we hope he takes most of the uh, Republican Party with him as well. Uh, we are still working out a few technical uh, technical issues, guys. <clears throat> Until then, we've had polls close in several different uh, uh, places. Um, most notably, uh, this closed in, in Georgia, most of the East Coast states. Florida, you know, has a dual uh, dual closing time because you have all those in on the uh, in the Central Time Zone. That's going to be a key component to look at. Some places are closing at 7.30. Um, Jeff has just joined us. <clears throat> Greetings. You uh, surprised that Kentucky and Indiana went to uh, El Trumpo? Not in the least. <laughs> and I don't think anybody else will be either. Uh, the first ones we're going to get, it's going to be a real, <clears throat> a big no-brainer. There's not going to be a whole lot of surprises. It doesn't look like. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina are still too early to call. Again, some states are already calling Vermont and Virginia, or I'm sorry, some networks are calling Vermont and Virginia for uh, Biden, um, but that's not official yet. <clears throat> uh, Matt, everything going okay over there? Yeah, uh, everything seems to be going well. Stream-wise, we're good. I checked. We have audio, which is, which is nice since we're not doing video. Um, so we're, this is kind of an exciting... Uh, not for everybody. It's a culmination of uh, four years of uh, sheer chaos, and it's uh, going to be coming up <clears throat> to a head here. Uh, there are various um, predictions on what we'll be finding out tonight. Uh, a lot of it's going to depend on a couple of key states, Georgia, Ohio, Florida, maybe even Texas. Um, if we can get some numbers out of them, uh, we'll be going uh, to bed early. Otherwise, um, <clears throat> we might be here for a while. Now, we're not going to stay on for weeks here. Uh, we would get kicked out of our palatial studios at some point. Thank you. But uh, we will be here as long as we can. So this isn't going to have a set time to end. A um, couple of things we're looking at tonight are the presidential race in key states. Let's talk about Florida. Uh, Florida is still neck and neck. Last number I saw was early this morning, and it had Trump with a, a slight edge. But um, an interesting statistic I saw a couple of weeks ago, in the last seven presidential elections, uh, Florida 
has had a total of 64 million votes. And the difference between Democrat and Republican votes over all those races and all those votes is less than 28,000 votes. So that, that state in and of itself is going to be an adventure to kind of maneuver through tonight. It's yes. a state that you don't feel like. The thing that gets me about Florida, you you hear a lot of talk. Georgia turning, you know, you're seeing these blue, these these shifts towards a, a more blue constituency in both Georgia and Texas, but you don't see that in Florida. Florida seems to maintain its balance right there between, and has for years. It's it's an enormous bone that the political dogs have fought over for decades. And, you know, and it, it it always a lot of times boils down. We we've mentioned this uh, several times. Uh, Broward and Dade County, um, how they go uh, will generally kind of push the state. If you remember two thousand, that's where all the fun was going on uh, with the recounts. And that's now that's the thing about Florida that could be interesting. And in all the states we're looking at, if they are close, and they may be, uh, some of them will have a, a automatic recount trigger. So. <clears throat> we may not have some of the states we're thinking we're going to get um, as quickly as as we would like to. So, rather quickly, Minnesota turned loose some uh, pretty comprehensive exit polling just a little while ago. Of course, they want to ask specifically about uh, you know, Biden or Trump, but what they do ask is uh, you know the importance of certain issues. And the last number I got on their exit polling the voters in Minnesota. And if you remember, this is one that Republicans felt like they might have a shot in. Uh, they were asked whether it's economy or the pandemic being the biggest issue, and it was polling towards 77% on the pandemic, which might not bode well for President Trump tonight. I don't see how it could. Um, we talked about how uh, COVID was the MVP of this year's race. Uh, Matt, this is the quietest I've ever known. I'm you. voting against COVID. Are you really? Yeah. I, I don't think... Uh, I think it's bad. I'm against it. <laughs> By the way, it was uh, 2% in uh, the, the race in Florida between Ossoff and Purdue is is uh, uh, still going to be pretty tight. I think that one's going to go to the very end. Um, yeah, I think these this 2%, I like how they're uh, how they vote, though. Yeah, this first two percent needs to get the rest I of like the two percent. And speaking of that, I like the Warnock two two uh, percent in. Um, I didn't see that graphic. Is Warnock uh, was ahead? Yeah, by a but, large percentage. But where where was Warnock? It did not. It was oh, like fifty eight percent. Okay, of the two percent. Okay, well, okay. See, that's the state where you got to have fifty percent, or it goes to the runoff. Yeah, which most everybody is expecting. Um, now with the early. Reporting we're seeing in 1%, uh, Lindsey Graham is beating Jamie Harrison. I don't think it's going to stay that close. Um, and, of course, we all hope that uh, Lindsey gets uh, shown the exit door. Yeah. Um, the back door, as it were. He might enjoy being run out on a rail. I wondered how many puns we were going to make on that particular topic. You don't get this stuff on NBC, yeah, folks, okay? That, that wolf blitzer is not uh, man enough to question no. Lindsey Graham's sexuality no. publicly. 
we're not shackled by professionalism like <laughs> yeah. some people are. They, they have, uh, you know, there we go. ethics. and Yeah, I, I don't get that. Vermont is gone for Biden. That means all eight votes are in, and uh, that's taken care of. <laughs> the uh, the yeah. new heart vote is in. Um, then we talked about uh, this this morning. We looked uh, looked like old Dixville Notch. All five votes cast for Biden. But New Hampshire is going for Trump. Oh, well. Uh, by a lot. And if you look at Vermont and New Hampshire, they... they they that sit side by side and they are almost the exact opposite every time. Um, one of New Hampshire a few years ago where uh, they tried to make an actual um, libertarian state out of it. They tried right. to relocate a bunch of libertarians in there, which must have been a, a hysterical endeavor. Uh, wow, Miami Dade, eighty four percent in already in Miami Dade. And we got 54.2%. You have to wonder if that's going to slow down with some of the uh, early voting ballots, if that's been counted yet. Well, yeah, because Florida does start counting them early. But still, 84% is a lot. Yeah, that's um, a high percentage. I'm and I, that's what I'm trying to find out, is that 84% of the the today's vote, have they added the other ones in yeah, yet? So that's 36% total for Florida, Florida. Uh, with uh, Biden having a, a percent point one. Uh, only 47,000 votes separate him right now. Right. Um, That's Florida for you. I, I'm telling you guys, I, it would not surprise me to see Florida uh, kick in their automatic recount. Uh, th- that That's such a tight state. It's been the source of this kind of contention before. Cobb County in, uh, in Georgia, Atlanta, um, as would expect, Biden is looking pretty good there so far with 27% in. It's a well-gentrified community. Uh, you know, th- th- people are, are now saying that they think Flor- uh, Georgia is more likely to even go blue than uh, Florida is. Uh, I heard that earlier today. Uh, that's interesting. And the Biden campaign just spoke a little while ago that they feel pretty good about Georgia at the moment. But, now, but seriously, take what, what else are they going to say? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, but they did not well. But they did not say that uh, <laughs> the place where they didn't was Florida. That one, evidently, that one was nervous. There's been a palpable... Uh, We're up to 3% in Georgia. 3%. Ossoff still leading Purdue by uh, 13,000 votes. That race is going to be interesting most of the night, I think. Uh, you have to wonder how much Purdue's uh, debate performance, a lot like uh, Jimmy Ernst, how much that's going to have an effect. Because these two got royally creamed. Uh, they did. The and, and Purdue's... Um, Reputation as a raging asshole is becoming more and more known now. It, 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 he was, it was always kind of a secret. Um, he he and, and Ernst. I don't think it'll hurt Ernst as much as it will hurt uh, <clears throat> it will hurt Purdue, and especially coming when it did. And you know what, Purdue, I think is going to get hurt more by jumping out of that last debate. Yeah. I mean, it, it made him look like a coward, which uh, he it, most it, assuredly it, is. <clears throat> but. There's no real, you know, no real underpinning to his support. He doesn't have an ideological uh, support. He doesn't have a large coalition he, he can kind of draw on. He, he's just kind of adrift, and, and I think... Well, he's a drum. This guy's an apparatchik. Well, you, you're yeah. really not getting any vision or anything else there. And he's nothing for Georgia to get excited about, except the rural counties that'll vote for him just by rote because it's Trump Republican. He sailed on that particular ship long ago. And speaking for Falcons fan the nation over, 
Um, we'd like to see something good come out of Georgia this this month if it's possible. Um, <clears throat> Since we're not going to win, uh, we'll play just well enough to lose that first round draft. Yes, that we wanted, so. that's why we can't say if it says ninety eight percent reporting. I ain't calling it for no. any. No, it looks like uh, there was a report earlier from uh, Georgia that a there was a water pipe that burst at the stadium because it's the stadium. That's where they're counting. The early vote, so they were delayed at, at four Mercedes hours Mears at the at the big stadium or another one. Uh, whichever stadium they were counting votes at, but that right. according to this, that is a delay of four hours in the vote counting, specifically from Atlanta. Really? Was, so, was this at? Yeah, that's the thing. Was it at Mercedes? Is it at Megatron's butthole, or is it at you know somewhere? I think else? it was Megatron's butthole uh, at State Farm Arena. Okay. Oh no, okay. that is that's, not. That's so that's, not this says uh, we won't have a further count expected tonight in Fulton County. And a tenth of all, which represents Atlanta, and a tenth of all Georgians, absentee by mail processing at State Farm Arena was delayed four hours because of water pipe bursts. Officials say no ballots were damaged. But a four-hour delay in counting uh, votes in Atlanta is definitely going to skew Georgia results. It, it really will. It really will. And, of course, four hours in uh Atlanta with the traffic is about eight hours. So well, and we're looking he tried to bring his there. lawyers into play on this. You know that we, we that gives us a chance while there's a little break in the action. Trump has made a lot of uh, <clears throat> you know put out a lot of wind saying that he's going to challenge already without yeah. having any idea. But have you guys noticed? Is it just me, or is all of a sudden it seems like Trump's talking and nobody's really paying attention? Is that no one outside the base? I I, I don't think yeah the base is eating it up, but the base is all idiots anyway. So you know I don't see. Uh, even the, the 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 lackeys he's had in the party over the past four years, um, they're just kind of letting him run off like you know crazy uncle at, at Thanksgiving and and not really paying attention. And my understanding, and I haven't heard what all networks are doing, but uh, most of the networks say that if he um, decides he's going to make his you know victory grab and say I've won this election. They're just going to give him a cursory uh, video and just kind of go on from there. I mean, at this point, the man is not taken seriously at all. Well, you have to kind of wonder. The, the thing that's, that I'm curious about on this is he spent a lot of time trying to strike out the pitcher. I mean, he's he, most of his appeals have been to his base. He's had to shore up some areas where you know he hadn't planned to. And we everybody's had report after report after report of how poor that campaign, the cash flow is just not there anymore. Well, it's, not, but, it's just not the cash flow. It's not a it's not a professional campaign. No. He's it, got no real pros working for him. Well, that no. was the whole idea with them getting rid of Parscale, supposedly, of bringing in Stepien. And, you know, because this guy's been around campaign. He's run a few of them. But the whole thing I get out of, uh, out of Trump, like I said, he spent a lot of time appealing to his own base and not trying to expand any of that. Yeah, well, that, that's uh, and that's, and that's just kind of the thing right there. I think we're, you know, he's kind of cut his own throat. So I think, what, you know, earlier we were looking at Miami-Dade results, which were strongly for Biden. But I think uh, I was looking at it. It looks like Hillary won by 30 points in Miami-Dade. So Biden is below where Hillary was, which to me kind of fits some uh, pre-election polling where Biden does really, really well amongst white voters, not as well amongst Latino voters. Um, it looks like as Duval County comes in, that's Jacksonville, 
Uh, he's currently leading by uh, nine points with three quarters of the votes reporting. Trump won that county by a point last election. So, you know, what, what's hurting him a little bit, I think, in Miami-Dade may be helping him elsewhere in the state. We won't know until a little bit later. Does that factor in the total vote count in Miami-Dade? Yes. Broward County area, too. Um, Another thing so. will be uh, that we're going to look, uh, and we will try to keep everybody up to date on, are, and, and this is one that hasn't drawn as much attention, but... Uh, you know, you'd heard a lot of talk that Republicans felt like they could make a dent in the House races. If anything, it looks like Democrats are going to expand that. Uh, there are races in mid-Texas and in the Rust Belt. Uh, right now, the Cook Report's calling for 20 more seats to be flipped, possibly to Democrat control. Wow, that's a, it's a huge number. That is. That is a, a pretty solid number. Uh, but it just kind of shows how the, 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 the country as a whole is voting right now. It's yeah. trying to go. Um, we got polls closing in uh, North Carolina, Ohio, and uh, West Virginia at seven. Who cares about West Virginia? Um, I don't think they do. I, they they don't. It's a it's a horrible little state. We should secede from them. Uh, they're closing though, and, and I don't know if we're going to get that many votes out of Ohio. I mean, out of North Carolina yet. Ohio has also kind of got it down to a science. They've done very well in uh, getting their votes in. Um, and reported pretty quickly. They've got a good infrastructure for that sort of thing, too. And DeWine, as far as Republicans go, seems like a no-nonsense guy. <laughs> he might be among the most, the least offensive of that particular lot. So. I, you know, Ohio is a very uh, centrist place. I mean, just it, What's it's years? like that. Um, but uh, I, they've always, well, if, they could, if we could, if Ohio it gives us any indicator tonight. If it closes early, it's going to give us a huge indicator as the way the rest of the race is going to go. Matt, you look like you're anticipating uh, something. No, you know, it's, it, this is one of those where you, you kind of just watch the numbers and you don't really know what they mean until they mean something. Um, ABC News is projecting Republicans in Indiana 6, Kentucky 1, um, 7.5 million votes in so far. Um Let's see, what does it say here? Yeah, everything so far seems pretty, you know, patchy at this point anyway. Yeah, we're getting, I mean, this, we're looking at the uh, the early dawnings of a beard here. It's it's not really a a full uh, a full picture, but what we've seen so far. Was that another? Uh, no, it wasn't. Graham, I, I thought about that the minute right. I said it. 58% in, Biden's uh, 49.6, Trump's 49.5, very close. We're at 58% in, in statewide in Florida. Um which is proving to be exactly what everybody would expect yeah, in Florida. Yeah, uh, and and again, Florida's one of those states that does have that automatic recount right. under a certain percentage. I think it's under a uh, like a it's half point. Isn't it? I think it is a half a half percentage point. I think it's point five percentage point. Two um, percent of Virginia and Trump is up. That will not last. Biden's going to take Virginia. I would uh, be glad to put some money on that. <clears throat> That does seem likely. Um, Virginia is, uh, um, you know, one of those states that, uh, you know, it used to be kind of a, uh, a battleground. It is less so, I think, right now. Huge uh, influx of, uh, of people there that uh, were coming to work there. There's a Like the people that live closest to where Trump works from tend he, to vote Democrat. They do. And there's a very strong... Uh, um, <clears throat> 
research and uh, development uh, line there. Um, oh, let's see. One percent of Pennsylvania and Biden's up. That's forty-four votes to thirty-three votes at this point. Yeah. So, so. The, how can West Virginia be too early to call? How can West Virginia? You know, I mean, it's the thing you see in Vermont. I mean, it just means nobody's called yet. There's, yeah, it's. I don't even know if they have phone lines in West Virginia. Um, in uh, Osceola County in Florida, eighty-three uh, percent reporting Biden's up fifty-eight point seven to to Trump's forty. Um, but again, if we go back to uh, uh, twenty sixteen, Clinton won that by twenty-five points. So eighteen points is not. Uh, is, trying to is remember less where Osceola County is in relation to that state. Is that a mid-state county? Um, Osceola. Around. Osceola was down towards like the uh, uh, on, on the west. Coast. Kissimmee, um, oh, okay. Saint Cloud. Yeah, that's kind Minnesota. of west yeah. of uh, west, west of Melbourne and east of Winter Haven. Yeah, that's uh, you, you, a lot of those properties. Uh, I think you, you see a lot of it on uh, television. The villages. There are a lot of those properties in that area. I, I just so want to say something. Heavily. Um, I just saw a graphic for West Virginia. Uh, Paula Jean Swearingen is the Democratic uh, nominee for Senate there, and um, she she is not probably not going to win, obviously, but uh, she's got there is in West Virginia right now there is a real undercurrent of, and I don't even say progressive because it's hard to call anything in that area progressive, but there seems to be a real undercurrent of. Of a change happening in there, that resistance to, to new energy plans, the coal right, is is kind of slowly as we knew it was going to, but it's starting to crack some. Listen, I'd go just based on the fact she's Paula Jean and she's a Democrat. I mean, uh, I like that. There, there's Good there's Southern double name, and we need more of those. Yes, we we do. need more of those. We don't have enough Billy Joe Jim Bobs. And, Not enough. Uh, Lost our Bubba. The, the Bubba boat is starting to filter out. Yeah, used to be a lot more Norma Jeans and Sally Rays, and now all we've got is you know Heather's and Jenna's and Bambi. <laughs> Where are you? You know, Bambi, you know Bambi was a guy, right? Yeah. That, that's one of those things that cracks me. Bambi was a dude, okay? Yeah. Um, I just assumed Bambi was a dancer, you know, no. down here past the Palomino Bambi the Club. Deer was what a, do I know? Bambi was a male with serious mommy issues, which I guess you'll have if you watch her get shot. That would tend to do the it trick. It would tend to do it, wouldn't it? It has an effect. Um, so where are we looking now? Again, in 65 Florida. In, in Florida. That's a high number. They really are turning it loose there. Where at? Florida. Florida's good at this. I mean, they were so embarrassed. Sixty-five uh, percent in Biden's lead has, lead has uh, widened to uh, just under half, two points. Yeah, one point. Uh, what is that? Three. We're looking at hundred, about one hundred thirty thousand votes at this point. Does that say sixty-five percent in? Sixty-five percent in. But that, you know, the, the look at all the Panhandle counties. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to be careful. That the the Panhandle is they're essentially South Alabama. Yes, they are. They really are. Anyone who spent any time there wrestling alligators or anything else knows what. Of course, there are fewer people there than there are in 
you know, Tampa, Jacksonville. Which is really odd because there's a lot of cousin bumping going on in that oh, yeah. world. And, and you'd think they would be just pawning them like crazy. But it's a... Florida Panhandle is a weird place, man. It's, it's... I've always felt that way. I, I, it's, it's a place to be avoided, if you ask me. Although Pensacola has really had its charms. Well, well, and the thing is, some parts of southern Alabama are not nearly as as traditionally Alabama as you would you would expect. Uh, Alabama tends to be uh, that part. They're still redneck, but you got the beach rednecks. Down yeah, you there, do. You know, and they're a little bit more easygoing. Um, and you're a little further away from the cousin fucking. A little bit. I'm sure it still goes on. Yeah, I no doubt uh, about that. <clears throat> But then again, we're right here on the Tennessee Georgia yeah, line, what can we close say? by Alabama. So let you know, he without sin, I guess. Um, if if we're looking at uh, Pennsylvania now, um, we know it's not probably going to be get any kind of clarification tonight. No, I think uh, it'll be tomorrow. I, I think it'll be at least tomorrow. So the Biden campaign obviously wants to wipe out that as a factor and get as much as they can. Of course, I guess you want to do that anytime. It's just common sense. Um, 66% in in Florida. We've gotten that extra percent, and that seems to be maintaining. All right, so what do we got? That looks like what's coming up next. Yep. And we've got polls closing. We haven't heard anything from North Carolina. Well, at this point. they closed at seven thirty, and North Carolina is—they've dealt with this stuff before, and they should be a little bit more prepared to handle it. But that's another one of those states to me that I think North Carolina has an automatic recount uh, statute as well. I don't know. That. Um, Looks like Ossoff is still running pretty good, and okay, those yeah, are starting only to balance got, were worn Warnock's off. Warnock's only got thirty-seven percent of the vote. Yeah, that's it. That is probably going to be a runoff. Yeah, that um, that really is dependent on what the four percent that's reported. Yeah, that's a jungle yeah, primary anyway. But so. you know, that's interesting. Suppose Leffler holds out over Collins, and uh, Collins is essentially a, a, a Trump weasel. So, but they've both been trying to play that so. If Leffler stays in there, and then it will be just the two of them, is there enough Collins voters to go over to completely put them over the top? I would, I would think there would be, but that's that's the race. I'm not sure. Um, there's a whole. If, if that was a split Senate, and I didn't think it would be, but if it is a split Senate uh, result there, I think it's more likely that it would be Leffler and Ossoff rather than the other way around. Right. Yeah, uh, right now it looks like ABC and ABC News is doing a lot of projecting apparently, um, but they're projecting a Republican win in Indiana's eighth district and a Democratic win in North Carolina's twelfth district. What is North Carolina's twelfth? I do not know. See right off what the North, Let me check. The fighting twelfth. The f- <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That's not the coast, is it? The twelfth. Um, the twelfth district. Is Charlotte. Mecklenburg County, that area? Yeah. Uh, the city of Charlotte surrounding areas in Mecklenburg County, that is correct. Okay. <clears throat> That's the home of the Carolina Panthers. 
who I would like to add lost last week. Mm. Yes. To the Atlanta Falcons in here, what, here. maybe their last win of the year. Yes, that was not the Atlanta Falcons winning the game, but it the was, Panthers did indeed lose. They looked pretty sad. They really did. Although I had a lot of joy watching Cam Newton look equally sad for New England last week. He indeed looked um, pretty pretty pitiful. It was it was <clears throat> and we promised not to drift too far into sports, but some things are important. So uh, Some years more so than others, it seems like. At least to the, the ownership of the teams I wind up with. I'm going to tell you something, guys. I don't think the McConnell-McGrath race is going to be close. I, I really don't. I don't think it's even going to have a... She hasn't made much noise. No. No, she really hasn't. Uh, Florida and Pennsylvania are next to close. Um, again, Pennsylvania, we don't expect much, but that Florida closing could bring us a, a pretty heady, heavy influx of uh, interesting... Uh, information to use. Yeah, that would definitely um, give us a little bit of uh, something to talk about other than, hey, there's lots of numbers and we're waiting on them to mean yeah, something. Yeah, other than what the 12th district of, of North Carolina's... Fighting 12th. Well, yes, it's, it's going to do. <laughs> Jeff is, is furiously going through his phone. I'm guessing he has something he's, he's got I'm to I'm looking right now because uh, I'd, I'd like to see more than one... Uh, Girl, report on this. As soon as I have, believe me, I'll let you know. Just make sure you got the mute on if you're at Pornhub, okay? Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. There's no moaning and groaning on this one. Well, not now. It is early though, and at some point our attention will wait. We might moan and or groan. Yes. Okay. The AP just projected that Joe Biden would win Virginia, which is not exactly a huge surprise, but that has been called according to the AP. Uh, and no, no surprise. We kind of knew that's where he was, where it was going to. But um, any information on how he's running against what Clinton did there a few years ago? You know, if you remember, well, in, I keep getting this mushroom agenda in Oregon and DC. By the way, in in 2016, though, uh, if you remember, one of the things that I realized. I, was, I remember watching returns and thinking, we're in some sort of weird situation because Virginia was taking forever to call. Uh, th- that was one of the, you know, it was one that we thought all was going to go uh, uh, Clinton, and of course Kane was a running mate who was the senator there, but it was kind of one that we just sort of marked into that, and it took a long time for them to call that. In fact, I think they called Florida before they called uh, Virginia. And uh, that was one of the keys to me when that started, that we, we were in kind of weird waters with that particular election. Yeah. Um, does Trump have a legitimate pathway if he loses Georgia or Florida? You know, that's, that's hard to say. I mean, I, I, yes, there are ways he can win without winning. Reasonable, though. I mean... Um, I don't know that they're so reasonable. I mean, I guess it depends on, you know, you've got a couple out west that, you know, you'd think Colorado is going to be Democrat, but, you know, that isn't the... The, the presidential race in Arizona has tightened up right. a lot. Um, it, it's tightened up considerably, and I'm not... Uh, of course, it's not unusual for them to tighten up toward the end. I, I still think it's more likely it will go blue than not, but... It has really narrowed there uh, to, to, a, to a point that I, I, I still think the 
senatorial race is going to turn out for uh, Kelly. Right. But uh, I, I don't see the presidential races have. I see it as being fairly tight. Yeah. And obviously, we, you know, we still don't know what's what's going to be the end tally in Florida. But I, I want to say that I think one of the reasons you're seeing it, like I said before, tighter in uh, Miami-Dade and in some specific uh, Cuban-heavy areas of Florida is because, <laughs> you know, Trump has hammered home that these these are socialists. Boy, uh, that may be the only thing he's done well. And I don't think that that message resonates with Latin voters elsewhere. I think that Latin voters in Texas and California and Arizona and New Mexico, they are not worried about socialism. But Cuban voters in Florida absolutely are. Well, and it, we've, you know, it's kind of accepted wisdom that the Latino vote is not a, a solid block. It's very diverse. And, and in Miami, I spent some time down in South Florida, um, the the hatred they have for not not well Castro in particular but socialism and communism is is pretty palpable and uh, it, it's been this way though the whole time I, Hillary Clinton did not do well with the Hispanic vote in that area did she um, I think she did well across well, the board. But see, here's what, what what I noticed was that Hillary did okay with with the Latin vote. Uh, obviously, you know, okay, there's a lot more but, going on in, in Miami Dade, for instance, than right. just the Latin vote. But what what I noticed was that in 2018, the Democrats had real problems uh, in in areas that Clinton had won fairly big in. Um, and and I, and I will say, I think a lot of that is Trump's. Anti-socialism message. It's it's it, it resonates there it in is. a different way than it does elsewhere. It, it does. Right. Nate Cohen has. He's um, New York. Wait, Times. Nate Cohen? Yeah. Motherfucker owes me twenty bucks. Can you believe that? Maybe you can get him to change this particular <laughs> prediction right now. He is stating that Joe Biden has underperformed in the Miami-Dade County area, and according to. Him at this point, he's looking and pegging Trump's chance of winning the state at ninety-one percent. That's pretty strong. Yeah, Um, but it's just been, according to him, it is an underperformance in the Miami-Dade County area. And he said that if Democrats want to take any consolation to this, you will not see this anywhere else in the country. This has just been specific to the Cuban vote down there. Well, yeah. that, we were just we were just talking about yeah, that. And that's, that's going to lead to some questions of whether the polling appropriately captured Cuban voters at all. Well, I've been talking about it for quite some time. It's been this kind of, yeah, not. it's been a focal point since uh, our, our, one of our other uh, writers and commentators on Skin Julep, uh, Jeff and uh, Jim Sells, Jeff and Jim and I got into this discussion a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, that 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 particular, it, it's almost an outlier as far as... Uh, among Latino voters. Well, yeah. not just among Latino voters, in, in, in terms of how states vote. I mean, it's just yeah. such a, a different area um, that, it, that it, it's going to cause some issues. Um, and who was it said that? Nate? Nate Cohen, Nate Cohen, New York Times. Yeah, the Times has a projection. Let's see. If we He's the correspondent for the Upshot that deals in uh, well, most of the demographics there. Uh, I think he also does uh, kind of part-time works in their uh, circulation department, throwing papers. That's he's, possible as well. He's got, he's got a second gig with the paper. Well, he is 32. 
Do they still use copy boys at that level? I, I kind of doubt. I don't, I don't think they do. Yeah, that's He's 32? 32. What a punk. He didn't know shit. No, Give me a real rider, okay? Give me some gravelly voice guy with a wet cigar in his mouth. That's the guy I'll listen Where's to. Where's Studs Turkle when you need him? He's dead. I know. He, he won't be making a call this year. But wait, that's not true. He's in Chicago. So he could still vote. Anything could happen there, man. <laughs> this, is the, this is the city that Daly built. I love it. South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, Ohio, and West Virginia, too. How the hell is hey, West Virginia? I think Wyoming's too early to call. I don't, do I'm, I'm not prepared to call Alaska yet, except for that it will absolutely be Republican. That one's been stuck at 1% for quite some time. And North Carolina? So going, no, the uh, Tillis race. Down that, that's North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't move, so definitely they're waiting. Uh-oh, wait a second. We see a jump in Purdue over uh, 5%. 5% of the vote, which that looks like an enormous amount of ballots will be cast. But remember, we've got that delay in the Atlanta. And we're looking at Georgia right now. Difference of 16,500 votes. Uh, Trump up. North Carolina is... With 600 votes in. Here's Claire McCaskill telling us how she would have done it after she lost the race in her home state. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the, the McGrath... <laughs> we, we've got Claire McCaskill on one of our feeds here, so... Yeah, she's... We were all stunned by her beauty and couldn't... We can't. We can't speak in her presence. Now you'll notice here's something of that, that apparently is a thing today. She, you'll notice Claire McCaskill here is wearing a string of pearls. Is that the RBG? Apparently so. Apparently my my wife wore uh, pearls out out to vote in honor. Well, I I didn't vote today, but I too wore pearls. But that's only because they went with the uh, skirt I was wearing. <laughs> no one had no one had pulled the string. Exactly. I wore modest heels, so I had nothing of any kind of jewelry. Well, you've had a pearl necklace or two, from what I understand. I'm but that's sure you know. That, a man does what he must. And sometimes what he mustn't. Yeah, there is that. Um, I've not seen any information on any of the uh, Senate races except the Georgia. Well, no, we, they had the South Carolina race was was mentioned. Well, the Tillis race. We got some, we got some numbers in Ohio. Uh, 18% in, no less. Well, that's good. Cleveland and Columbus, you would expect well, numbers. Ky- yeah, Cuyahoga County, you just you block in blue. Yep. You don't have to worry about that's that. That's not going to go anywhere else. Um, and right now, Biden's outperforming Clinton in that area. By a huge number. Yeah, it really is. That's kind of surprising. About 9%. But you know what? There's There, there was a, um, a, 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 a... There's a podcast I listen to that has uh, David Axelrod, who is Obama one of his campaign directors. And he said that um, there was a lot of internal data he was hearing about in Ohio that basically just caused the Trump campaign to throw their hands up and say, we can't, we can't do it. That it was just, mm-hmm. it was, and it was, and part of it, it wasn't just that it was horrible numbers. It was just so scattered. There was nothing they could really hang their hat on there to, uh, to, to try to grab a, home, a hold of. So I, I believe I, the Trump campaign still owes Cleveland money. If I'm not mistaken, I, well, over uh, who, two is there events. anyone that Trump doesn't owe money? That's kind of what I was getting at here. Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's probably why Cohen hadn't paid me that twenty bucks. He floated alone to Donald to build a, a casino in South Queens. 
Is this still Ohio? Ohio is Delaware County is uh, the one thing we're looking at. Uh, the North Carolina is they're they okay, seem to be really much. dribbling in. I, I have not seen. You're right. I haven't seen any uh, solid numbers out of there that are anything worth. Saying. Okay, but well, these are mostly rural counties and. Uh, Ohio? Ohio, we're looking at right now. Yeah, yeah. this is. Uh, and there are the the. Ohio's a, an interesting place too. It, it's. It, it's got a. Is that Biden is ahead in West Virginia with four percent in? <laughs> Undoubtedly, right around Morgantown. I, I was going to say that toward the the university. I would not expect that to hold up. No. Uh, before this night's over, I'll tell you the story about my grandfather in West Virginia. Um, the, those uh, four-hour delay they had in those, were those uh, daily votes or were those like absentee or early voting? I, I think it same? was mostly early voting. Okay. okay. Uh, that was what it looked like. Okay. And I have no idea in most of these states, and I imagine it's different, some of the, the uh, later votes or the the, the votes that are filtering in early, some of them are absentee, some of them are not. Have they counted all of them? Uh, that, to me, is where you're going to have your real uh, your real weirdness over the next uh, next few hours. Well, Jeff, I'm trying what to get news on is the Ohio 1st District, another one of those House races, where you've got a long-time Republican and a Democratic, basically, Brand shiny new, only one owner, and they are running neck and neck there, and I was hoping to get some numbers on that. Uh, the rep there, uh, Steve uh, Chabot, I believe it's announced, mm-hmm. he is a 12-term congressman, and he is in serious danger in that county, or in that district of losing his seat. That's interesting. Absolutely. Is that the old... Uh that's not the old uh, traffic camp district, is it? Is that James' old district? Let's find out. What's that tour? Is that, he, he was in Youngstown in that area. I, I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he had his problems. Yeah, uh, and the challenger there is Kate Schroeder. And Center for Politics has that leaning Democrat, and Cook has it listed as a toss-up, and that's one of just several house races to be interested in. Uh, tonight, as we are currently waiting for a lot of the eight o'clock polls to close, to close, to give us a little bit more to go on. But as I repeat, they've got Trump has won Indiana and Kentucky, and they have Vermont and Virginia to Biden at this point. And that's about all we've. Got. It's been pretty steady at that for the last half hour. There hasn't been much new. No, Ohio now has 20% of the vote in. And they've got, with about a 330,000 point or vote uh, advantage at the moment. Who was the last Republican to win an election without carrying Ohio? Last you guys Republican. got the quicker Google finger there, because I'm not sure. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm going to take a guess. A Republican that did not win Ohio. Did not win. Well, probably won the presidency without winning Ohio. Yeah. I I, I can't imagine. I, 
I'm on that one, I, my guess would probably be you'd have to almost go back to something like Eisenhower for something. Oh, like I think it'd be past that, don't you? Maybe possible. I really do. I think Eisenhower carried Hoover then because that I was, was basically it until then. I, I was thinking uh, Hoover in his, when he won, or it may even be back before that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I'm I, I'm sitting here going. Was it somebody like uh, someone we we uh, think of in reverent terms here? Uh, Benjamin Harrison won in '88 <laughs> and lost to, <laughs> lost to Grover Cleveland. Well, that's been a couple years. Yeah, was it Rutherford B. Hayes? Tell me it was Rutherford B. Hayes. We've revisited Rutherford. Rutherford B. won Ohio. And, oh, okay. Uh, well, he was from Ohio, so I guess that makes Tilden. sense. That makes sense. Um, Grover Cleveland, you know, won it, or so James G. Blaine lost it and lost the race. So that doesn't doesn't really answer our question. It, it, it I, I'm going back in time, and I basically just gave us a chance to revisit the uh, Hayes Tilden race one more time. Yeah, it is important that we or, constantly refer back to. We spent we spent twenty minutes on our podcast uh, a couple of nights ago discussing. Uh, Horse Greeley and, and uh, Ulysses S. Grant. So, did you find out? Is that... I, I don't see any Republican who has lost Ohio and won the presidency. I, I'm, I don't know that there has been one. I really don't. No. Oh. I, I just... It just... It just uh, Let's see. We're all we're all I fiercely trying to find the answer to this question. Yeah, I don't I don't see. Uh, Guys, I just thought I'd let you know. Uh, Carl Rove is on Fox News. I got Fox News on one of our feeds here. Uh, Carl's grown another chin over the last couple of weeks. Oh. That's impressive. Why he could surrender one to Mitch McConnell, as far as I'm concerned. Man. Speaking of, of Carl Rove, and that kind of ties into what we're talking about. Remember a few years ago when he insisted that. We had to wait for the Ohio numbers before they could declare Obama the winner in 2012. It's like Rove was just stunned that it didn't go that way. Right. Poll closings in Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Missouri, and New Hampshire at 8 o'clock. New Jersey, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Tennessee. Um, I think all of us can tell you how Tennessee is going to go. Uh, it'll be so close. There's a lot closing at eight o'clock. Um, <clears throat> none of those. Well, the main the main uh, senatorial race I'd be interested in. And is it Maine and Nebraska that don't have the winner take all of the electoral? Nebraska votes? does not. Um, and Maine, of course, has the ranked ranked voting. Ranked system. voting, which uh, may be costly for Susan Collins. I think it'll cost her that seat. I really do. I think that will cost her that seat. All right. Um, still nothing on that one. Let's see. Kentucky. Once again, they're not letting us forget the Kentucky. None of the networks have called anything but those four states right now. Is that unusual for you guys? Usually they kind of come out of the gate with a couple more. But yeah, I guess The New York Times is calling uh, that Donald Trump won South Carolina. Uh, we, that, that was expected. Huge. Shocked to everyone. That that was expected. I mean, you know, his girlfriend's there. 
We can't be no. too surprised about that. Nope. Not not in the least. In other news, the Postal Service did disregard the court order and conducted sweeps of 12 postal districts after more than 300,000 ballots couldn't be traced. So the Postal Service is going to try to do what they should do. You got it. Um, this this may turn out to be a key component in this uh in this sure election. Was that in one particular area or across the board? Give me just a moment on that. Because 300,000 out of any state, even Texas, could be a huge thing. Across the board, it can be spread out a little more and not as much. All right, we've got polls closing in one minute. And if it tells you how these early projections are not indicative or the early numbers we're getting, right now uh, the popular vote has Trump 50.4 to 48.5 for Biden. That's not going to stay that way. It's not even going to come close to that. And uh, so, you know, we're we're looking at these early returns, um, and especially given how we everybody kind of got caught on their heels in 2016, I'm not saying it's time you can relax and not worry about it, but uh, I wouldn't uh, press, the, press the panic button just yet. These were facilities serving 15 different states. This was national. Does it say um, region they were serving? The or? judge's order came after the agency disclosed that more than 300,000 ballots nationwide could not be traced. Uh, the agency did caution that the number were likely high, that number, and clerks were hand-culling ballots at those facilities to expedite delivery. Question, what does traced mean? I, that, that could be a lot um, because, you know, they have to have certain things matched with them before they can count. I'd, I'd like to find out exactly what... It's the, 8 p.m., so polls should be closing. Across uh, the board, there's about... Uh, a bunch t- of states. Like 20 states that are going to be closing. Florida's still too close to... Call. Boy, that is tight. Guys, I'm telling you, we, may be, 10, 000, we may be looking at another 2,000 in, in Florida. Pennsylvania is uh, too early. We don't think we're going to get that tonight any, any, anyway. Biden has been projected to win in New Jersey. Not a shock. In Massachusetts, not a shock. Or in my youth, as it was called, the Soviet Socialist Republic. So, yes. Yeah. Maryland. Maryland. Oklahoma goes Trump. That's not too surprising. And in a piece of news that just come up, Nevada, the Nevada GOP is seeking a court order to extend voting for one hour at some polls in Clark County, which oh. is a very, very large Republican area. Yep. Illinois. Too close to call. How is Tennessee too early to call? That's what I don't get. Missouri's probably going to go Trump. We don't see that uh, any other way. Alabama, where they have more voters than teeth. And Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, some of these things, you're going to start seeing some stuff roll up here soon, though. Uh, that main election is fascinating to me. It, it just got, there's so many components to it that I think could. And that archaic voting and balloting system. Well, that, that too. I mean, that's one of the components I'm talking about. And 
Georgia is tight right now. If Georgia maintains that tight, tight uh, race there, Matt, and that, that uh, those uh, four four hour delays that we're talking about, that right. that that may be a little late night getting them called. Yeah, but that could, matter. but that could pull uh, pull the, the the weight for it. Um, Doug Jones and Tommy Tuberville in Alabama. Boy, there's a there's a brain trust. Um, looking at some of the senatorial races, Maine. None of them are, are have any kind of real. And and as as we go on the night, we're going to kind of be keeping account of the Senate. Um, you know, right now it's thirty thirty five. I think it is uh, Democrats, but there's a lot of Republicans up, and there's a lot of them who stand a chance of of losing the race races that they're in. If there's a real uh, difference maker in the Senate, I think it could come down to that main. Yeah, place. and, and right really now do. the um, the you know at the eight p.m. closing, five thirty eight forecast projects. Uh, that that in Maine the Democrats' chances of winning, and this is uh, for the in presidential, and of course Maine has a first and second. You know they, they've got they the ranked split. voting, yes. Um, but they're saying Maine's first ninety seven point three percent chance of being Democrat, and second fifty seven point three. Wow. Um, so if that if that works down ballot, then Collins will be concerned about something other than the Senate. Uh, maybe she can go to something she really cares about. Eighty-three percent in Florida with Biden maintaining just a point two percent. Wow, to, God! And that one's going back and forth every time it comes up. It, it, looks it like. is, and I'm telling you, I think that one is going to be going uh, going back for a recount. Yeah, it's certainly certainly looking looking that way. Biden has just picked up a bunch of uh, electoral votes: um, Maryland, Massachusetts, some of those votes. None of them are surprising. None of them are anything we thought would uh, would be anything else. Uh, just maintaining what we thought was going on, but uh, I mean, he's got to have those states to 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 mount any kind of challenge to the presidency, and uh, he's he's done them. Uh, from what I've seen on the numbers, he's done them a little stronger uh, than they were done last. So um, it's forty-two thirty-four. I'm sorry, it's what the balance of power in the Senate was. If <clears throat> I thought they called New Hampshire. I, um, New I Hampshire they was, was uh, last I saw, was leaning Biden, but it, not it called was. yet. Thirty-one percent in in Ohio with uh, Biden maintaining a pretty solid lead. Rural counties not haven't been counted yet. I, I think we may know that Ohio vote tonight. Yeah, and I think that would be a big a big one. Uh, there you go. That Trump uh, Biden vote has just flipped again. Right. Uh, forty nine point six to forty nine point four. Yeah. So flipped two uh, percent or point four percent in the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that Miami Dade though eighty six percent in Biden a lead over Trump, but uh, you know that's less than ten points. Well, that's the one that Cohen said he was underperforming and, and gave him the uh, the ballast to to make that call. So so. Of course, you know, you know, and this is the kind of thing that only time will tell. We'll, we'll know tomorrow whether or not Biden didn't do enough in Florida, but maybe did enough in a place like Texas. 
uh, appe- I, appealing to Hispanic voters that weren't necessarily Cuban. I, I agree. I've I, I've long said that Florida was less likely to turn than Georgia or Ohio or or North Carolina. Um, and now I think you could even say Texas. I, I think Texas. I'm I'm anxious to see some of the numbers when Texas closes. Chris Coons is going back to the Delaware Center. That's no surprise. What do you got for us, Jeff? With 10% of the vote in, at this point, Joe Biden leads Georgia by 512 votes. Yeah. So in Ohio, it looks like a lot of what's being reported so far are absentee votes, um, which we all expected to go Biden's way. Um, And the counties that the New York Times are saying have fully reported uh, are looking pretty good Biden's way, but nothing's more than 84% in in Ohio county-wise. So. That's interesting. Gene Shaheen is going back to the Senate. Cory Booker, no surprise there, is going back to the Senate. Cory Booker, uh, is he still dating Rosario Dawson? Does anybody know? That bastard. I don't know. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. That makes me like him less. It does. We hate you, Corey. And Corey was a tight end for Stanford, as I recall. Do you know that? Mm, actually, I did not. Is that, uh, is that statewide? Uh, looks like it is. Okay, okay. What's tight? That's tight. That is what she said. I guess that was an inevitability. Haggerty up in Senate in Tennessee. No surprise there. Tennesseans love their dipshits to go into the office. They sure do. And they keep elected. They've got a perfectly wonderful candidate, Marquita Bradshaw. And, uh, of course, this is the state that did put Marsha Blackburn in a in a Senate seat. And I think we all agree Marsha Blackburn should be beheaded. I feel dumber every time I read one of her tweets. She's a moron. Hell is full of people like Marshall Blackman. Okay, we're going to, we got a couple of technical things we've got to take care of. We're going to take a break for just a few minutes. Um, we should be back in about three to five minutes. And um, you got that okay? Maybe. And we'll be back just as um, we should be getting some more numbers coming in. Tell me when. We're on there? Yep. All right, guys, we're back. While we were going, we had a shocking development. Uh, Tennessee was called for President Trump. Yeah, it's oh, over. What was it, 76 right, to 24%? percent go home. <laughs> As Tennessee goes, so goes, so goes the rest of the part of the nation that doesn't go. I tell you what, I, I, I'd like to say on behalf of my uh, 
two fellow Tennesseans here. What the hell are we thinking in this state? What's going on? With I always this like to look at the map of the Tennessee electorate, where you know Memphis is glowing blue. And Memphis Nash- in that little blue corner up in the, yeah. the northeast. There's a I mean, little the ring of, uh, yeah. of blue around Nashville. There's a, a, a half blue county down here at Hamilton, and Knox County, you know, tries its best. Ten- Tennessee is basically Memphis, Nashville, and Barsheba Springs. Okay, and. All you need to know is this state keeps putting Scott Desjardins back. Year after year, and he, boy, I tell you what. Well, and it's a state that chose not to vote for uh, its, uh, one of its most successful sons as president and Al Gore. I mean, we have a history. Now, our our, uh, representative here in this area is a guy named Chuck Fleischman, Fleischman. who is a sawed-off little camel-toed motherfucker. He is not related to those yeast people. No, he is not. Um, no. Kiss my ass, Chuck. Don't like you now, never will. Yeah, you're you're a great successor to Zach Womp. <laughs> At least Who is Zach, actually more tolerable. Yeah, I was going to say, how bad do you have to be to make Zach Womp look good? <laughs> okay? Chuck Flashman makes Zach Womp look good. Uh, wow. Now, are these the, some of the this reports we're getting in Texas are those early voting? That we're, okay, that that's we're, right. It's being reported already. You know, but it's we're not going to know. We're not going to. Well, I think Texas we could have a little bit more uh, clarity by the end of the evening, but uh, I don't know that it will be that solid. You know, right? And you know, I think normally. Like right now, all the results that we're seeing, you know, the Midwest, for example, looks pretty good for Biden. But I don't know if that's, you know, what is what is early voting skew? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's, you know, it it it, it may boil down again to those uh those three or four battleground states. Right. So what are we looking at? So right now they're saying 44, you know, projected electoral votes to Biden, 37 to Trump. Uh, new projection coming in right now as we speak that Mitch McConnell will return to the Senate to uh, reside in his shell as Yertle, king of the fucking Senate. And, and, when he, and when McConnell does die, he will also come back as a banana slug. Um, but, uh, we, we talked about this the other night. Right. Is there a poor senatorial candidate that the Democrats could have come up with than Amy McGrath? She was horrible. Wasn't her primary candidate like a former, uh, you know, Navy SEAL, Marine, fighter pilot? Uh, she was a she was a fighter pilot, I believe. Um, I don't know the uh, exact ins and outs of 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 uh, her military career, but I mean, she has that kind of resume that. Uh, um, you know, her uh, her husband is a military uh, man, and he's a he's. A, there was a lot made of the fact that he was a Republican. Um, but I mean, if you remember, she was the one who said she would have considered voting for uh, Kavanaugh, for Brett Kavanaugh, for right. the Supreme Court. Um, I don't think she did herself any favors with that. Um, what she basically did was present herself as a sort of an imitation Mitch McConnell, a female Mitch McConnell, um, which is a pretty hideous thing to think about, if you, if you, you know? Not I mean, an attractive. Mitch McConnell in drag is not something I really want to consider for too long. 
Because he's a real man's man, that Mitch McConnell. Oh, he's man, those bruised hands. Yeah. That's right. We're making fun of Mitch McConnell. And we're going to do more of this as the night goes on because, well, he deserves it. Yeah. Mitch has uh, earned every bad word that could be said against him. I have said for years, if the Founding Fathers knew Mitch McConnell, they would drag him down the steps of the Capitol building and beat the living hell out of him. Yeah. I mean, he is, I mean, he is even, that kind of a even person. Even guys who are you know, pretty unlikable, like uh, Andrew Jackson, would have probably punched Mitch McConnell yes. right square in the face. Of course, to be fair, Mitch McConnell would have punched a lot of people in the face. Oh, yeah. Andy Jackson? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Or or challenge them to a duel over his lovely wife. Visit at the Hermitage if you come to Tennessee. See where Andy Jackson thought about beating up people all the time. Have you ever been to the Hermitage? I have been to the Hermitage. They took us there in elementary school (laughs) as a field trip. (laughs) <laughs> and they took us to the Parthenon. That was a confusing. Oh, wait, we, we also you also got to go up to the museum there and, and on the hill. Right. Um, we, we went on that same trip. They probably take it to everybody. It's part of our indoctrination into the. It was the Tennessee history volunteer ethos, um, and uh, it it was. Uh, I remember going to the Hermitage and thinking, um, "Wow, this guy was living large on everybody else." Right, yeah, he uh, he definitely uh, succeeded on the the proverbial backs of um, mostly Indians. Yeah, well, you know, he 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 made sure that they got booted out of uh, the parts of Tennessee he liked. He speculated on the land uh, through a, a series of nephews and uh, and you know neighbors, uh, and then he made an awful lot of money. Uh, you know, Davy Crockett hated the guy. Yes, he did. If and you respect Davy Crockett, you don't like Wild Andrew Frontier. No, you don't. No, he uh, don't. he was not a fan of Andy Jackson. Um, of course, Andrew Jackson also hated the idea of a centralized bank. And so to celebrate that, we put him on the $20 bill. <laughs> Fuck you, Andy. That's, that's the kind of thing that we we do in this country. Uh, that is. We, we kind of take our guys and sort of... Flip them around on each other. It's it's like the it's like the ultimate gaslighting, isn't it? it is. I mean, it's it's we. It... But you know, I, I was thinking Nashville's a strange place because it's got two things that they they take you to see when you're a kid: the Hermitage, mm-hmm. which is not the Hermitage uh, in St. Petersburg, yeah, and uh, the Parthenon, which is not the Parthenon. Parthenon. Yes. And then I found out well, later when I was adult, I took my kids to the the Parthenon because I thought that's a thing you, you do. Uh, and and I read they built the Parthenon to four fifths scale. Yeah, and I thought, why the hell didn't well, you just go all the way? Another fifth, and let's face it, Tennesseans have no problems getting another fifth in their system. <laughs> so I, I don't understand that either. I, I my uh, um, father-in-law lived in Nashville for, for quite a while, and um, Nashville's a weird place, man. But they're really proud of the Parthenon. They really are. They really are, man. They've got some sort of weird pride in this, you know, replica of a building. Um, and uh, oh, and just while we're on the subject, I think we should mention that the Titans suck too. You know, the I still think they're the Oilers. So I still yes, they are the Oilers. Um, like I, there was a, an era there where Eddie George was their running back, Steve McNair was their quarterback. That I thought, man, you know what? These guys are likable despite being the Oilers. And then once those two guys were gone, I was like, I ah, were the, the Oilers, Oilers again. Yeah. I don't care anymore. 
Uh, right now, uh, Biden's up 10% in New Hampshire. It looks like New Hampshire counts early and absentee votes at the same time. So you would not expect... On the day of the election? Right. Okay. So you would not expect a shift, red or blue, based on at which votes are counted. So 10%. Um, yeah, 10% uh, there. Um, I just looked at the Fox News feed, which uh, is showing Tucker Carlson... Carlson talking some smack. I don't know what he's saying. Um, and they are still trumpeting the fact that President Trump wins Indiana. Yeah. Uh, you Take know, your victories where you can. Yeah, I, I guess so. I'm sure Mike Pence is all excited about this. I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm surprised that they're not railing on how, how the gap has narrowed in the Hispanic portions of Florida. That, to me, is the big news right now. They may be. I mean, we, I've been looking from Fox to... We even looked at BBC earlier... Uh, so we're not listening at looking at the uh, the actual or listening to them at all. They may be, um, although you know what, I, some of this stuff is already kind of cooked into the situ, uh, into the books, and they know if they make a, a bonehead call, it's going to get repeated over and over again. The difference is they don't seem to care. You know, it's like there is no right. No shame. Well, you know, if 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 you don't uh, do the test, the COVID numbers aren't that high. Exactly. You just extrapolate that to elections, and that's the Republican way, man. That is the Republican way. Yeah, if you don't know it, it's not true. I should probably switch over to Peacock because Joe Scarborough is on. And I'm sure he's just losing his mess right now. So, if we look at uh, Texas's Harris County. Uh, right now, what they're reporting, Biden has about 81,000 more votes than Clinton had in 2016. That's Trump has about 55,000 more votes than he had in 2016. So obviously, in terms of just total numbers, we're seeing a, a, a pretty big increase. We are, across the board. Um, does that mean we have the risk of running a... Uh, um, a, a even... A higher popular vote win and electoral loss. I think I that's what we got to sweat it out, you know. Uh, they did finally call West Virginia. I see. Ah, uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. North North Carolina currently sixty percent in, with Biden leading by about ten percent, uh, some four hundred thousand almost votes. Hmm. Uh, which is, you know, it's still too early to call. And, and North Carolina is one of those states that uh, the further west you go, and some of those other areas, you, you kind of get a little different picture. Um, we're looking at the map of North Carolina now, and there's Asheville right in the middle of it, the one little blue spot over there. That is that is Asheville. Great town. If, if it means anything and it doesn't, um, so far, Tennessee has shown the biggest discrepancy to go for Trump than anything we've seen. Haven't, I haven't seen a bigger plurality at all. It's yeah, because Alabama's not in yet. Um, I predict Tennessee will have more discrepancy than Alabama will. No, I think that might be might be accurate. I, I think I, I do. certainly if you looked at uh, our COVID response, it has been um, mm-hmm. you know exceedingly poor, even compared to other states you would expect to be as poor. Here's some of the latest projections, by the way. Al- Al- by the way, Alabama also has Huntsville, yeah. which is a huge part. Also true. <clears throat> uh, Projection for Marjorie Taylor Greene wins house seat in Georgia, and Lazarus come forth. This is about as big a miracle. 
I'd like to say hi to all our folks in Fort Oglethorpe and Lakeview for mm-hmm. putting that batshit crazy individual into the uh, House of Representatives. I hope you're proud of yourself. Senator James Inhofe has won re-election. Mm-hmm. Chris Coons has won his seat. Ed Markey, also not a surprise. Mm-hmm. And right now, that is where we're at on the ones they're calling. and that's about did, it. did Ed Markey single-handedly just snifle the Kennedy dynasty? It seems like yeah. it. I think he did. I, th- I don't know that we will I mean, the Kennedys it. helped, but... But, but he, I mean, he, he, you know, he beat... Uh, uh, junior, Junior? Yeah. Exactly. Well, the younger Sprout kind of jumped the shark, I think. On he did. He was a really run. bonehead move on his part. But the problem is, Kennedy's been making those bonehead moves for years, and it's worked out for him. Um, and uh, But I, I think he not only lost that election, I think he garnered enough goodwill to maybe seriously hamper his political career in the future. I don't know. The Kennedy name still carries clout with some people in Massachusetts. You have to wonder how much machinery is left there. Exactly. Um, it, it, it's it's not what it used to be. No. Um, so so I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I think Ed Markey in beating him pretty much pretty much stopped the Kennedy, Kennedy dynasty at least for right now. North Carolina looks like it's going to be interesting for a while. Um, it's not as if some of the uh, more rural counties aren't in. And Biden's running strong in quite a few of the urban areas, even better than Clinton did at that time. Not directly related to the election, but it looks like on election day, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Minnesota all set records for the most new coronavirus cases they've reported in a single day. It's going to have a bearing. It really is. And I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, more coronavirus cases, coronavirus cases because people went to go vote. Right. I fully expect there to be some sort of... Uh, will we top 120,000, 125,000 yeah. cases a day? We, we probably will. Guys, we're, this is kind of a veering off from the election, but uh, I, I sense we're going to have another... We're not going to have a federal shutdown, but I think we're going to have a lot of states shutting down in the next... They might make it through Christmas. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Has anybody seen a uh, any of your feeds we've got here? Has anybody seen a uh, 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 any numbers on the, the North Carolina senatorial race? I, I checked I two places yet. and couldn't find it. I can check that um, real quick. Because the North Carolina vote there is says sixty percent in in the presidential vote, but I'm not seeing uh, anything. I have not seen anything yet, and I just may be you know missing it, hitting, hitting it the wrong time. He is currently leading fifty four to forty one percent. I'm looking for how much of that votes in. Who, who is he? Tom Tillis. Okay. Oh. Well, that can't possibly be right with the number of the vote count because that's 12% of the vote, it said, and we're still talking about 700,000. I suppose it could be. Hmm. That one still has a ways to go. The senator, which you're still talking about the senatorial race. Yes, right? I okay. am. Okay, I'm, I'm reading as I go here. Um, Tillis is wildly unpopular in, in his own home state. It's um, a lot like David Perdue. Uh, I think he's probably less popular than Perdue. Uh, Perdue is less popular across the board, but in his own state, I think Tillis is, is 
is not very well liked. Uh, right now, uh, with 26% in, um, this is coming from CNN. They're saying Cunningham 50.4, Tillis uh, 45 and a half. Really? That's an update then. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's... Uh, they're also saying 9% in in South Carolina, Harrison leading Graham 51.9 to 47.1. Now, they have already called Trump in South Carolina, correct? Right. But we thought that there was a possibility that could be a split uh, a split ticket, right? That that could go um, to, uh, to to Trump and still lose. Eight, only 8.30 poll closing is in Arkansas. Um, as we've mentioned several times, Arkansas is just adorable. They think they're in the South. Um, uh, Tom Cotton is from Arkansas, is he not? Yeah, they, oh, haven't, been, they haven't been Democrats since Bill Clinton moved out. Yeah. No, they haven't at all. They haven't. And, and it's funny because they had a pretty rich Democratic tradition there. Um, but... Uh, we're looking at the uh, total right now. It's sitting at 51 electoral votes for Biden, 42 for Trump. Um, and, guys, is it, does anybody follow Donald Trump's Twitter feed? Ever so often, yes. I meant to check and see if the man has, uh, and I use that term loosely when referring to Donald Trump. If he has, has in fact, tweeted yet. I, I, he would, he's the kind of guy who would, like, try to make that point. Oh, let's see here what we got there. Um, that's nah, not really indicative of anything. In, in yeah, Alabama. So that total is over, just over thirty-five hundred votes. Yeah, thirty-two more people of the, you know, three thousand people who have uh, voted so far. Christopher Coons projected a winner of his Senate race in Delaware, as expected. This was not a. Uh, yeah, if Joe couldn't deliver that one. I think we. We're in a lot of trouble here. No, the last thing from uh, the Grifter was an all-caps post of, we are looking really good, good all, all over, over the country. country. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Team Trump, uh, which I don't know how they're related to. The I official Twitter account for the Trump campaign has tweeted, President Trump wins Florida. Well, that's the blaze is also saying the same thing. Uh, Lots of places you can't trust. Students for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Students for Trump. That's just rock with irony, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's looking like Florida's probably going to go Trump, and that's something that the last few days is not a huge surprise, right? Uh, But the idea that Team Trump is is tweeting that is we pretty much know where he got those orders from, correct? One one assumes. <clears throat> okay, guys, what do you got, Jeff? Well, they have called for Mitch McConnell. Yes, you you were you were temporarily indisposed and away from us when when that happened. Uh, we we, uh, we had a whole few minutes discussing Mitch's uh, legacy. Well, I was going to say, that's, uh, I said news is kind of slowly poking in. I'm trying to check some of these House races uh, in Senate that are of interest right now. We're still early enough in the evening where this stuff trickles in. And most of the uh, 
the expected switchover house races are, are further west, are they not? Right there, most of them are in the Midwest, yeah. We're getting a lot of that. Rust Belt and Texas are going to be... ABC News is projecting Republican wins in Georgia's three, North Carolina's third, North Carolina's fifth, and tenth, and a Democratic win in Georgia's 13th. They've also called the sixth, but that's Fulton County, so I wouldn't expect much there to change. Um, it, it looks like from what we're seeing coming in from Texas that, you know, even in areas where, where Trump is maintaining a lead, uh, well, let's say this way, in areas where Trump is maintaining a lead in Texas counties, that lead is significantly smaller than it was uh, in the oh, last election. Yes, And in is. areas where Biden is leading, his lead is significantly larger percentage-wise than it was in uh, 2016 uh, for Hillary. Could, could, could this be the year that it finally happens, that we see Texas move back into a, uh, at least a purple. You know, look, if, if I don't, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll listen to your, I'll love it. I'll wear your Stetson hat. I'll, uh, you know, uh, I'll eat your beef uh, barbecue if Texas wins. Texas does not. Okay, at the risk of insulting Texans, which, you know, I really don't have a problem with, there's no such thing as Texas barbecue. Yes, okay, it's now. There's no, chili, no, though. There's chili. Take it. There's chili. <laughs> One cannot deny brisket its place in barbecue because I am a brisket fan. The barbecue sauce in Texas is like nothing but sweet shit. Yeah. That's what I see. That's what I I I see. They do their meat well, their sauce not so much. Yeah. See, I see it just the opposite. They use pit sauces down there, which is more spice. And here we use too much molasses. Uh, you're not get, a big fan. Of. You're getting that East Tennessee barbecue. Well, yeah, we don't we don't go for that uh, that uh, mayonnaise based stuff they do in your North Alabama. Uh, your mustard based. By the way, let's go ahead and say That's this North for the record: the mustard, by the way, cornbread does not have sugar in it. No, no it does not. Okay. You know what's interesting? And your about grits it? don't have sugar in it. Hell no! Don't put sugar on your grits. I would put a slice of uh, American cheese in my cheese. In my grits, cheese but. you can get away with because it's still got that savory flavor. Putting sugar on grits just means you're too much of a puss to eat it the right way. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a I'm a no sugar in my grits, no sugar in my uh, in my cornbread kind of a kind of a guy. Uh, but that's that's the difference between actual Southerners. And people that like cornbread that, that aren't Southerners. That, yeah, it's that's a muffin uh, if you put sugar in it. 48% in now Texas, uh, Biden up 50.1 to 48.6 Trump. Still early going. Which looks there. like it's less than 100. Uh, no, it's 187. No, that's Harris County. Okay. But, yeah, we don't have a lot of the vote in. A lot of Texas is still Okay, Harris, Harris County is, is a Houston area. Yes, it is. Um, Bex, uh, Bexar is, what, San Antonio? I think so, yeah. Um, Dan Crenshaw won his... Race who we were talking about just last night. You mean future presidential candidate Dan Crenshaw? The very same. Central casting couldn't have come up with that one. Okay. Okay, we do have some numbers at this point on John Cornyn's race against uh, Mary Hager, and that one is John Cornyn at the moment has forty nine point nine percent of the vote. Mary Hager has forty seven point eight. Libertarian candidate there, Kerry McKinnon, is running 1.7%. And that is... Jeff, libertarians don't really exist. Okay, I, we don't. So if we're looking at North Carolina... Abused um, only children. It looks like a lot of the bigger metropolitan areas have reported, uh, which probably explains why Biden's got a lead in North Carolina right at the moment. 
Uh, Clinton also had a, a pretty large margin in some of those areas, but it does look like Biden is doing better there than he Clinton is. did. He is. Uh, it looks like Wake County, which Raleigh-Durham, uh, 82% has uh, reported there. Biden leads by 33%. Clinton won that county by 20, 20 points. Well, it's so, showing right here. Well, yeah, I was going to say, has a lead. Rob, uh, that area is, is real heavy blue. 66% in Cunningham up uh, 5.8 uh, points. It's 230,000 votes, too. Uh, still, and, still guys, uh, on, on our main screen here, we get to see Claire McCaskill again, so we're all just real excited right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Claire. She's missed her opportunity as a Republican, if you ask me. Um, oh. ABC News projecting Republican win in Arkansas is first and a Democratic win in Pennsylvania second. Wait a second. Pennsylvania second. second. Where is that? Let us look and see where the fighting second is. Well, that's an interesting number right there. 23% Warnock with 29% and Leffler. That, that, that's weird. That's Northeast really Philadelphia, parts of North Philadelphia, east of Broad Street. Okay, uh, Pennsylvania okay. Second, okay. So. And look I see like Amy McGrath went down in flames as expected. You know, not the way a fire pilot should go. But you know. I will wonder. I, I will. I will say, I didn't think that she was likely to win. But man, there was a lot of money spent on her. There was way too much money spent. Um, it was. Uh, I think that was just all because she had run against. Eighty uh, percent reporting in in Johnson County, Kansas. Wow. No, which is a suburban county west of Kansas City. Clinton lost that county by three points. Biden's up seventeen right now. Um, again, that you know, twenty percent left uh, to report there, but that seems significant. Eighty-nine um, percent in now in uh, Florida, pretty close. But New York Times is saying it's very likely to go Trump. That was the uh, uh, but pretty Nate close. Cohen. That was Nate Cohen vote count as well still. Yes, Shelley Moore Capito is the uh, winning the Senate race in West Virginia. I know you're all holding on to your hats trying to get the yeah uh, we just knew on that that battleground of West Virginia. Sixty six percent in Cunningham still maintaining a more than five point lead over uh, Tillis. That's uh, an interesting number there. That that that's that's a big gap. Um. They're calling it 39 Democrats right now, Senate 34 Republicans. I've got 40 and 35. Well, if we stop right now. Are you quoting, are you quoting, are you quoting Ellen Foley on the bat out of hell? <clears throat> Governor Phil Scott, Republican, will probably win his uh, re-election bid in Vermont. Boy, Vermont's a weird place, isn't it? It is a strange... Uh, doesn't Vermont only have one representative in the House? Um, because I know Bernie was, uh, Bern, we call him Bernie. Um, he was the representative before he uh, won that that Senate seat. Yeah, I, there are a couple places that, you know where they've got the two senators and, the and one. one. Yeah, Wyoming uh, works that way. Uh, you know, the sm your smaller population. 
Um, Alaska only has the one. I was going to say, I think Alaska and uh, there's another New England state, wasn't it? Was it? Um, I think, I know Delaware um, only has one. Let's see, what else we got? Montana has the one. North Dakota has one. South Dakota has one. Vermont with its with its loan. Wyoming with one. That's Montana should probably only have half of one, don't you think? I mean, depends on whether sheep can vote. Is there some? Oh, kind of you can one, vote with them too. One eighth <laughs> compromise. <laughs> Is there a compromise for sheep or just a compromising position? Oh, there's a lot of compromised sheep in Montana, buddy. Don't you? you get cold. It's cold night out there. Okay. Good goat will do that. Still holding at one percent of the vote in in Alabama. Uh, it does appear that Indiana District Five is outperforming for Democrats by about sixteen percent over the last election. That seat is currently held by Republicans, and it may. At least it's looking promising for Democrats right now. Here's one thing that we got to keep in mind, though, y'all, is uh, the Florida race. If that goes Trump, that makes Arizona real important. Um, no one wants Arizona to be important. Well, no, we don't, but I'm afraid it's made itself that way. Arizona is, at this point, uh, he's, it's part of that Sunbelt strategy that the... the uh, the Trump campaign has been touting, but if if Florida goes uh, Republican, as it looks like it's going to, from I mean I'm not a statistician, but just looking at the numbers here and and, and reading some of what the uh, the numbers guys are saying, um, it's going to make Arkansas if if he pulls off Florida and Arkansas, he's he's still in this. I mean he's he's got a real solid chance at that point. Um, and Arkansas closes in the next hour. Arkansas closed eight thirty. Okay. ABC Con- News projecting Democratic wins North Carolina's fourth, Pennsylvania's third, Rhode Island's first. Pennsylvania's third um, looks to be West Philadelphia, most of Center City. Tom Cotton uh, has won re-election in uh, Arkansas. Uh, Senator Dickhead. Um, that is going to retain his spot. I, you know, he's another guy that's going to be a, can, a presidential candidate uh, probably in, in four years, no matter who wins this election tonight. I, I would very much expect him. I, I, I know. He, he's, he, you can just tell he wants to be president. Um, yeah, it's looking like uh, the, the, the early horses in that one may wind up being Crenshaw, Cotton, and Nikki Haley. Yeah, that's a pretty strong group. All of them have distinct strengths, and all of them have very large weaknesses. I don't think any of them. I think Haley is the one who has the most chance to have a, uh, a national following that could put her over. At this point, um, I don't see uh, Crenshaw or Cotton. It's amusing to watch Kornacki argue with himself as he's filling in his board. The BBC News, I just switched on to that earlier, and uh, they are, of course, I have, their, their demeanor is a little bit different. They're still looking at it in terms of a complete 
toss-up across the board right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, with with Florida likely being for Trump, um, you know, if Biden can basically replicate what what Hillary did in 2016, we're leaving Texas out of this mix, but win Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, he still wins. He does. He still wins that. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it, at the very least, it has the potential to stretch this out longer than sure. you'd like it to. Well, I think that, you know, Florida, obviously, if, if Florida had gone uh, Biden, it would have been, we would have been looking more at Biden landslide. We would be firing up those cigars right now. Right. Um, and uh, that does not appear to happen unless there's some sort of, uh, you know, magical mystery. Is that a pen in Kornacki's mouth, or is he smoking a cigarette on the set? That would that would make me. Even I happy. would say he's run out of hands and going with a pen. And and what may be his only lead of the night, with one percent of the reporting in, Doug Jones does in fact lead in Alabama. Congratulations That's on winning. I don't think there's anything else we can offer the guy at this point. Uh, you know, if he pulls it off, we will all be ecstatic and more than a little stunned. Nine o'clock. Arizona will be closing. Colorado, Kansas, Louisiana, uh, Michigan, and Minnesota, North Dakota, Nebraska, New Mexico, Texas, New York, and South Dakota. I don't see Nevada on that list, so I wonder if they got their uh, appeal to uh, hold the polls into the house. They may have, because I would think they would be closing at nine p.m. Eastern time. I should say. See here in that's interesting. I wonder how much of an impact that's going to have on Nevada right now. With 28% of the vote reporting, Kate Schroeder does have a large lead over Steve Chabot in that Ohio District 1 race. Relative to that, she is up 53% to 43%. Steve Chabot of the Cincinnati Chabots, evidently the 12 term congressman. His father was a guitar player with the Chabot's. If he were wearing a hat, it would be a Chabot. Chabot. A natty Chabot. A natty Chabot. Natty Bumpo Chabot. Blind Lemon Chabot was one of those unknown blues guys. I like that. Yeah, you have to go to the Library of Congress's deep archives to get that. Yeah. Outside Shabo Blues. They're, they're on, on Victorola cylinders, the only way to listen to them. Um, As we've run far afield here on this one. We, we got a few more hours of this shit, y'all, so hang in there. Has anyone um, seen an update on the North Carolina Senatorial? That's I was just looking. That's the one that's really got me kind of... Uh, North Carolina is really fascinating me. Like I said, there's 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 interesting things going on there. With 69% okay. of the reporting in, North Carolina. Cal Cunningham currently is holding right around 200,000 vote lead. He's up 54.4% to 45.6. And that is with 69% of the vote in. That's a huge bump right there for Trump in Georgia right now, 558 But they're calling it too close, so that means there's a lot of... Uh, Un, uh, unreported districts that they think are going to go. Again, keep reminding us, as, as Matt mentioned, there's a, a four-hour delay in getting what we think are uh, early ballots. Correct? Yeah, there was So a, that's, that's, that could be huge. That could be a, a big difference. 
Um, right now in, in Maine, 1% in. Collins, 54. Uh, and her opponent at 40. That's only 1% in. Which is the same amount of brain yeah. Susan Collins used. North Carolina with 69% in. Cunningham, 50.2. Tillis, 45.8. Wow. Really? That is what it's saying. That's 50.4 to 45.6, yes. And folks on the uh, the the great uh, who's going to Trump going to Trump win more by uh, Mississippi has given Tennessee a run for their money. Um, there was a huge gap between Trump and Biden. I guess we could have expected that. Why yeah, I, I think of Mississippi though, and you know, you think of Mississippi as being solidly. Uh, Republican, uh, and it is. But, I mean, there were as many voters for Trump in Los Angeles County in the last election as there were in Mississippi. So it's all relative. It, it is all relative. Um, the difference is, outside of Los Angeles County, there was still, right. you know, it, it's and there is no outside. There's more balance. There's no outside places in Mississippi. Senate right now, we, oh, we Raphael Warnock with twenty seven percent reporting still hold he holds a one point seven percent lead over Kelly. Looks like Arkansas is going for Trump, but he's being projected as well. They've got the there's uh, doesn't say hey, only six percent in. They're already projecting Arkansas over uh, Biden uh, or our, Trump in Arkansas over Biden. I don't think a uh, Arkansas's gone for a Democrat since the Clintons. I don't think Arkansas's gone for a bath since the Clintons. It's possible. So yeah, the the interest on this jungle primary you've got right here. <laughs> okay, this let's. I want to see. There's this Georgia race is still being listed as too close to call, even though there's a twelve point difference. Uh, with Trump up, and so there's something. Well, you got fifteen percent in Fulton. That could, if that maintains its, it, 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 it does. And and again, that that those and two candidates around Columbus are not even in. So and and those uh, those those ballots we were talking about. So right. that's why they're calling it too close. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, that's a lot closer than I would have liked to have seen it uh, at this point. We knew it was going to be a close one there, though. It, it was never. Uh, boy, he's outperforming Clinton though. Uh, in Gwinnett, no less. By quite a bit in uh, in some of the bigger counties. So that could be enough to pull Georgia into the 21st century. On that uh, on that Georgia Senate race, Warnock with 29, Kelly Loeffler has 28.6%, and Doug Collins is bowling right now at 23.5. That one may be headed towards... Oh, it's going to be a runoff. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Warnock's only got 29% of the vote... 29% to Luffler's 28 and Collins 23. And that's that's strange. Deborah Jackson, Democratic Party, is pulling 5.7%, and Matt Lieberman, which I have had plenty to say there, is pulling 2.4% at the moment. Everything else is pretty much negligible. Well, wouldn't you expect Warnock to be pulling closer to f- at least 45%? I mean, again, we don't know what we don't know what. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what's in, but this is for twenty-eight percent reporting. Uh oh, uh oh, guys, this is not uh, a good thing to see. Um, Purdue up uh, over Ossoff, 
With 28% of the vote in, though. Uh, up by uh, 14 point, uh, no, about 14%, 15% exactly. And uh, here's the deal. That's not, it is early on, but that, taken with that vote right there, with the uh, the other, the jungle uh, senatorial race with Warnock and Leffler and Collins, it tells me that that Democratic turnout is either splitting or wasn't quite what they thought it was going to be. And again, that's only 28% in, so that can change. But boy, that's that's kind of a hole to dig out of if your Democratic candidate is only is polling less than 30%. Cunningham is maintaining, although he's gone down a bit um, in terms of the uh, the total percentage of the vote. But the the gap seems to be about the same, doesn't it? Well, it's seventy uh, hundred sixty six thousand. Yeah, it's 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 veered anywhere from one hundred fifty to one hundred seventy five thousand since it's since we got this, and that's going to narrow too as as tonight goes on. Right. Tonight is a night when uh, graphics designers all over the country are showing their best work on all of your major networks, where they superimpose red, white, and blue flags. Uh, they make uh, uh, Al Sharpton look like he's still alive. It's an amazing thing that happens this time of year. Al, I know he lost the weight for his health, but I don't know that it's ever looked worse to lose weight on anybody. Yeah, I think yeah. as you as you get to a certain age, see now Roker lately. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, it's it's. Let's see. Yep, Mississippi right now. It's only 1%. 71.4 to 27.4 Trump over Biden. Well, that's 12 votes. We're going to have to wait a while on that one. All right, let's see. Um, new updates in the Senate. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. The Georgia, the Georgia numbers we're getting are not encouraging. And it's not just because, and you can say, well, there's other votes to, to be had. But the fact that that, that jungle runoff race is, is so low for Warnock, and Purdue is winning so much tells me there may be kind of a, a red upsurge in Georgia that was that is unexpected. Um, and again, who knows? I hope I'm wrong. I have been wrong many times in the past. And now with 73% of the vote reporting in North Carolina, Cal Cunningham is running. He remains at about 160,000 vote lead. Uh, early results from Pennsylvania, you know, not not really anything you can go by. But uh, Democrats right now are encouraged because it looks like over one million uh, more early votes were cast by registered Democrats than Republicans. And they should be counted sometime for June. It might take that long. The day after the swearing-in. Oklahoma, again, just as backwards as they've always been. Stay classy, Oklahoma. Oh, they will. Uh, three and a half minutes until the next poll closing. <clears throat> and that's quite a bit. Which, obviously, Texas uh, is the will be the big story. Well, that's only part of Texas, right? I mean, yeah. the other part's already closed. They're split, Texas, yeah. right. uh, 64% in in Texas, uh, with Biden uh, maintaining a lead of about 1.2%. And they're estimating over 4 million votes remain. In Texas? Yes. 
Um, ABC News projecting a Republican win in Arkansas's fourth and a Democratic win in Georgia's fourth. For the fourth is not like let's let's go ahead and uh, remind ourselves that we live in an area that elected Marjorie Green to the House of Representatives. That is true. The further you get away from Atlanta, oh, you go to Atlanta, it's like the Jetsons, and you go, you know, twenty miles in the other direction, Mayberry. Yeah, you're in a whole different world. But that area where uh, Marjorie Green is from is, I mean, they they are. They are they are prime QAnon people. I mean, they buy into that stuff, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, they want an explanation because the truth doesn't work for them. Yeah, they they've got to find something. All right. Star County in Texas, where is that? Oh, Star County. I'm not familiar with Star County. Star County is, um, uh, the county seat is Rio Grande City. Okay, all right. Old Rio Grande City. It's uh, basically the very, very, if you went all the way down to the bottom south tip of Texas and then went west, two counties. You know, Webb County currently 20% uh, in the favor of Biden, again, in Texas. Uh, um, it's, it's interesting, too, because as the, the map is going west, we're seeing kind of a fleshing out of everything, you know, uh, going more towards what we were leaning at. And we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, right, because if, if you're looking, again, in te- around Dallas, Collin County in 2016 was 39% for Clinton. Right now it's at 47% for Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tarrant County was 43% for Clinton. It's 49 for Biden. Denton, 37 to Clinton, 45 for Biden. Dallas County was 61% for Clinton. It's now 66 for Biden. That's Those are big numbers. Yeah, I, I think that those are significant. Obviously, you know, I think it's hard to tell because early results could be indicative of early voting, which... Some logic holds helps Democrats more than than Republicans because it has traditionally. But do we really know? Okay, we got. I think I think we just throw all that out the window. I I, I agree. I'm Five not, seconds till nine uh, when the next set of polls will be closed. Right now we're sitting at Joe Biden with fifty one electoral votes and, and Donald Trump forty eight. And there's a bunch of closings. Let's see here. Uh, uh, New York. York's going Biden. No surprise there. That's hefty. 29. Once, once again, I'd like to remind everybody that uh, uh, Donald Trump lost his home state. Again. The people of New York are not fans. They know what he's like. Uh, too early to call Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, I don't think we expected to see any results from Arizona yet. No. Uh, Colorado, uh, hopefully. Colorado's got a pretty uh, pretty strong operation. Louisiana, too early to call, except for that I'm calling it for Trump. I, I would uh, I would take that bet absolutely. I I, I think he's going to carry. Biden leading in Kansas right now. Uh, Nebraska, too early to call. Oh. 
North the, Dakota, all seven people in North Dakota have voted. The Dakotas. Um, the New York Times is uh, calling Florida for Donald, or no, Indiana rather, for Donald Trump. Well, the two states are very similar. Right. Um, They've got an A and an N. <laughs> um, so right now we're sitting from, from the projections that have been made by NBC News, 80 to 48 electoral votes for, uh, from Biden to Trump. Early in-person tallies coming from uh, Fulton County uh, look good for Biden. Um, uh, it looks like Biden is uh, in those early in-person tallies for Fulton County is 10 points ahead of where uh, Hillary Clinton was. Really? In Fulton County? And you know, it's funny, Fulton County was kind of considered, um, when uh, when Hillary Clinton was initially running, um, for well, not initially running, but running in 2016, that was kind of considered one of her uh, stronger areas. Uh-oh, they are projecting John Cornyn to win in Texas. I don't think we're real surprised at that. No, I think that's, uh, you know, we, we, we would have liked to see that as a uh, as a more of a battleground, but Cornyn did win his last election by twenty seven point two percent. So Cornyn's very popular in Texas, and he's not like Ted Cruz. He's not an idiot. Um, ABC News projecting Republicans to win. Um, Oklahoma's fourth, South Carolina's seventh, Texas is eleventh, thirteenth, nineteenth, and thirty sixth. Democratic wins projected in Florida's tenth and fourteenth. Ohio is shaping up to be a pretty good battleground, too. That's with 53% of the vote in, too, mm-hmm. which is... Current projections for the states that just closed, these are projections, not actual tallies, uh, are Arizona at uh, 68% likelihood of going Democrat, Colorado 96.8%, Michigan 94 Minnesota 958 Um all of which is uh, Wisconsin, 94.4. Obviously, again, I think we said this earlier, if, if Wisconsin and Michigan uh, both go Democrat, then really all it takes is a Pennsylvania. Yeah, it does. Uh, Jeff just pointed out Cuyahoga has got a huge, Cuyahoga County in, in Ohio had a huge gap, and only, what was it, 65%? No, 42% of the 42% vote. 42% of the vote, and it's already huge. That that could be the, the ballast that... Uh, Biden could use to carry Ohio if he does. My my wife has just uh, sent us a message on the Facebook that said that she's she really appreciates the information, but hearing me talk is making her sleepy. Uh, so good night, darling. I love you. Your husband sleeps with me tonight, so in the mighty jungle with the lions, and they don't do it here. Except they're debauchers somewhere else. Let's see. Well, Franklin County, what is that, Columbia, that area? I don't know. Oh, Lordy, is he outperforming that in Lucas County? I'm telling you what, guys, Ohio is looking strong right now for Biden. It does. Yeah, and and the the challenge with Ohio right now is we don't know how much of this is is early voting and how much is not. Um, Well, that's true. But even then... Ohio was was viewed as a toss-up, and those are strong numbers. You, you'd rather be in that position than the other one. 
you know? Right. And, did. and it looks like in Texas that Cornyn is running about two percentage points ahead of Trump for whatever that is worth. In what, where? In Texas. In te- yeah, Corning. It, do, it does. It, Corning, out, Corning outperforming Trump. Trump. Well, again, yeah, Cornyn is a, you know, he's tried to distance himself from Trump in the last few weeks. He is a much more uh, a traditional establishment Republican. He's not like a Cruz. He's not somebody who is disliked by the vast majority of, of his peers. Um, so that's that's not entirely surprising, and that's kind of what we were hoping. West Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, Clinton got fifty three percent of the vote with forty nine percent in. Biden is sixty nine point three. So obviously a big. And as they were going through some of the red counties in Ohio. Biden's margin was better than Hillary's there, too. That, that's just it, guys. Ohio may be the, the bulwark of this entire election, and it's too early to say, but there's a lot of votes coming in, and, and they do it quick. A couple of quick updates. Colorado, with 22% reporting, has John Hickenlooper out in front of Cory Gardner by... 210,000 votes, 63% to 34%. Yeah. It might not be called yet, but this sounds well, about like what that's That's a big hole to dig out of. Gardner yes, only won his his uh, last election by uh, less than 2%. Yes, and and he's never been popular in his own state. No, and they pulled money out of there fast. And Hickenlooper was a uh, governor, was he? Yeah. And yeah, so, as a matter I mean, of fact, this guy's uh, the Montana Senate race where Bullock is going up against, he's a former governor. Mm-hmm. And former governors do not always do as well in senatorial races as you would think they do. Um, Alexander did well, but uh, uh, Bredesen got his ass kicked. Um, so they're reporting, uh, Nate Silver is now saying that Biden's leading by 18 points amongst absentee voters in Ohio and by two points amongst in-person votes. But we don't know how much of what's being reported is early in-person and how much is... In person, it's actual in person. So, okay, uh, I say all that to say we don't know anything. We don't, but the numbers are looking good. And again, if you get below him, the fact that he's outperforming uh, says that this. And again, he's not going to win by eight. If he wins Ohio, he's not going to do it by eight percent. Right. But which is what he's up now. But it's a very strong position to be in to finish out on top in the end. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. No, that's no problem. Uh. At the moment, in the North Carolina race, Cal Cunningham was 78% reporting is maintaining a 103,000 vote lead. He is up 49.1 to 46.8. That's a little bit of a gap, but that's what you'd expect since we're getting some of those outside uh, outlying counties Mm -hmm. coming in. I'm looking at the Pennsylvania map, and there are an awful lot of, um, of counties in Pennsylvania that will not count uh, any of the mail-in ballots until tomorrow. after tonight. Yeah, tomorrow they will count them. And I have no idea how long that process will take. Uh, this says that uh, white suburban men and white suburban uh, women are voting less for Trump than they did last time. Uh, still not enough, you white suburbanites. Uh, you know, they've got uh, things You've got to your do. suburbans and Tahoes. Other vehicles, you should put better bumper stickers on them. That's all I'm saying. I, uh, I, I am uh, trying to get Congress to submit a uh, a bill that would uh, make a Whole Foods a polling place. 
That oh. way we could get those kind of folks in, you know? Yeah. South Dakota, well, they went for Trump. South Dakota. South Dakota, the best of the Dakotas. And you know what? They both have their, their place, but you're right. I think South Dakota is the better Dakota. Uh, if for no other reason, then it's not quite as butt-chilling cold. With 15% of the voting in, in Michigan, John James is currently leading 58% to 39% over Gary Peters, which that's a seat the Democrats desperately want to hold on to. Yeah. Um, and in New York, although they've already called it for, um, for Biden, obviously, uh, only in-person votes will be released tonight. Uh, Mail-in uh, ballots will still take time. So in terms of popular vote, you're not going to really know what New York looked like. It, it, it won't change the outcome of the New York no, race, but it will change no. the total number. It won't. It, it, it might, you know, give a little more fire to, to some of Trump's bullshit, but... I'll, despite being Democrat, if anybody knows Trump, it's New York. We're looking, I'm looking at this electoral map here, and there are very few places filled in uh, that should be filled in, I think, by now. That's, there's, there's some it's bound places. to be a lot of the uh, early voting. Yeah, well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, let's look back at uh, North Carolina and see if they've uh, reported anything more than they had. Um, still nothing for Iowa, Montana. Arizona's polls will close at 9, but it probably won't be another hour. Uh, you know, they, it will probably another, I guess now, 50 minutes or so before we really start seeing any reports from them. Um, uh, currently in North Carolina, Cunningham at 49.1, Tillis at 46.8 with 76% in. What's the, what's the margin of difference between the two of them? Uh, that's four and some change. That one, Matt, that one's running a little bit behind mine still. Okay. Which, So yours is more up to date? Yeah. Well, if your numbers are better, I'll take them. <laughs> it's the same way I feel about either one of them. Uh, yeah, because I've got 78%. And at this point, Cunningham is maintaining a 106,000 vote lead. Lehigh County, 80.5% uh, Biden, 18.7% Trump. Numbers. But Clinton was at 51%. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so Biden has significantly... That, we're, only, we're only talking 30% about... 30% is significant. We're, we've got a small percentage in, uh, but that eastern Pennsylvania block has a lot more people than uh, the western, yes, it does. The western and, portion of the state. And like I said, in terms of performance, he's outperforming. Yeah, and that seems to be, you know, I, I, I can't tell if we're seeing that because of when we're looking at this and seeing early and absentee votes counted early. That's, um, I mean, there's no real way to tell. Um, and, and even then, it varies state to state. And I'm going to say both things so that tomorrow you can say, man, he was right about whatever it was that I said that was correct. Just pick the report that the boss likes best and carry that one in. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see here on the latest in... ABC News projecting that Republican Mike Rounds will win the Senate race in South Dakota. I don't think that was uh, was a mystery. A surprise to anyone. All right, while we're here, I'm going to give a shout-out to Jim Sales, who uh, just just chimed in with a couple of things. Um, Jim will be joining us at some point on the podcast 
uh, in the weeks to come. Um, he uh, he, he uh, wants us to know he loves us deeply, first of all. But um, <clears throat> he he is one that he and I talked a bit about the uh, uh, the Texas race, and that was one of the few spots Jim was kind of a little bit more uh, open on, and Jim's very skeptical of a lot of uh, the so-called Democratic gains. But that was one he had said that one has potential. I, we talked about it about Lord about two months ago, um, and the numbers right there are kind of bearing that out right now. That it's uh, it's it is a a close a closer race than we would have expected even two weeks ago. As of two minutes ago, and this is only one outlet, but Fox News is reporting that Democrat John Hickenlooper has defeated Cory Gardner in Colorado Senate race. That would be the first flip of the night. Again, that's just one uh, outlet reporting it, but it is Fox News. Wow, that's big. Fox News is reporting it. I mean, but that, uh, you know, that was kind of a foregone conclusion. Yeah, he's up 62% of the vote, right? Yeah, it, it, it's... ABC News projecting Democratic wins in a couple house races. Illinois is 11th, New Jersey's 10th. Uh, New York, 7, 8, 10th, 12th, 13th, 14th and the 20th and 35th in Texas. Republicans picking up seven House races, Georgia's 8th, Missouri's 4th, Pennsylvania's 13th, the 1st, 2nd, 4th, and 8th in Texas. Uh, Maine's uh, reporting is taking uh, longer than expected. That is, uh, a lot of uh, people thought that we would have some numbers from from Maine, but only 2% of the vote is in, uh, so no no news yet whether Susan Collins has and lived, lived to worry another day. Raphael Warnock is currently leading by six votes over Kelly Loeffler. Six votes? Six votes. Congratulations, you six people. Yes. Hope you uh, are predictive. Um, I've, I've got a vote here. It's not being called, but I have the assurance from one Morgan Kearns. That Ohio is going to go blue. Morgan knows his stuff, so, so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm that. Holding you to it, Morgan. I'm gonna bank that. Okay. Um, the uh, director of the Milwaukee County Board of Elections just announced at the county courthouse that the final results from the presidential election will not be done earlier than 5 a.m. Wednesday. So, if we were worried about Minnesota um, and specifically Milwaukee County, we won't know anything until tomorrow morning. I'm just glad they destroyed the Hubert H. Humphrey Dome. Cal Cunningham, with 80% reporting, currently leads Tom Tillis by 96,000 votes. Okay, that, that, that's narrowing just a bit, but that's still a pretty uh, solid uh, indicator right Once there. Once you get to 80% of the vote, yes, that's, that, that, that's, and that's that would, to be overcome. That would be your second flip right there, would it not? Yeah, yeah I believe so. So if, if Trump wins Florida, Georgia, North Carolina... Uh, his chances of winning the Electoral College jumped about 50%. But if subsequent to that, Biden wins Ohio, Trump's chances go to a dazzling 1%. Really? That much of a drop? That is what Ohio means. I, I mean, we, it's, it's kind of been that, you know, important state years and years, but that's a huge drop for one state. It really is.
4% of the main vote is in. That does not include uh, the Metropolitan Salem's Lot area. <laughs> that's that crucial Stephen King demographic. <laughs> that, 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 you know, that's, that's a big, big demographic for, for the Democrats out there, okay? All those dead votes. <laughs> we have, you know, the Democrats have by and large won the deceased vote. For years. For years. As Lyndon Johnson can easily attest they could. When I die, I hope my family keeps voting in my stead <laughs> for Democrats. I was going to say, you know, somebody's going to say we're meeting expectations with this given our party affiliations or <sighs> ideological. Uh, Colorado, Colorado going bad. 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 I don't think that was too Not much of a jump, but uh, yeah. it was, uh, it was not state. a slam dunk. That state keeps trending. Well, it's got both uh, Denver and Boulder. Yes. Uh, and weed. And I mean, weed. let's not, let's yeah, not let's overlook not the uh, importance of weed in, and that's in the, the election. The benefit to people that live in Colorado is that no matter what happens tonight, tomorrow you can smoke weed. So they don't really care who wins. No, it uh, matters. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm not going to say it matters less to them, but they have uh, much more comfort for the pain either way. Well, and... One, two things you can depend on in Colorado is uh, the sales of uh, Twinkies and Pink Floyd albums. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the day that they, uh, that they legalized marijuana in Colorado was the day that Hostess said they were going to cease making the Twinkies. <laughs> and I thought, when that happened, I thought, this is like being that guy in that Twilight Zone episode <laughs> that now has all the time to read the and books, but he steps on his glasses. <laughs> You know, I can get as stoned as I want, but I can't buy a Twinkie. Interesting you say that, though. There are also six six referendums. I cannot remember the states they are. um, And not being able to remember kind of keeps with it of uh, uh, recreational uh, marijuana use. I believe that in Minnesota there is not one, but two different candidates that's uh, party affiliation is something like legalized marijuana or the legalized marijuana Democrats. Uh, two different Senate candidates, none of whom will win, uh, but, you know, did get placed the, on the ballot. The Democrats for weed. When asked for a statement, the head of Democrats for weed said, what? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> so, uh, at this point in the, the broadcast, I'd like to say, there's a couple people I wish were still alive. Um, one of whom... I'd like. I wish Mitch Hedberg was alive. Mitch Hedberg and Bill Hicks both. So I could. They could tweet during this election yes, and make me yes. feel better. Anyone else? Um, no, just. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go for my hero. I wish Hunter was alive today. Uh, I would, Hunter S. Thompson would be having a ball with this one. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson would have had a ball with Trump anyway. You know. I think he wouldn't have gotten off easy. I'll put it. That it way. might have confirmed to him a lot of. Fears he already had about I, I, who we Nixon, were. I can Nixon redux. I can see it. You know, he's he's. What about you, Jeff? Any dead person could be here to see this. Yeah, Mark Twain would not be a bad guy to have around right now either. No, actually, anybody to see this? Washington, oh, Irving or Grover. George. Grover? How did we get here? 
you'd be playing the tenor sax behind this whole thing. This would be this would be the smoothest election of all time. Thing is, we put in the wrong name. We got Grover Washington Senior. <laughs> Damn it! Who does not know how to play? We've got the wrong Grover there's, Washington. There are people. If there's anybody listening, they're going, "Who in the hell are they talking?" Yeah. About? Welcome Grover back to the Grover Washington, Washington Junior Senior podcast. <laughs> Grover Washington appreciation. Fifty nine percent in uh, in Ohio. Uh, Biden leading fifty one point two to forty seven and a half for Trump. Fifty nine percent. Okay, at how much? Fifty nine percent in. That looks yes. So one hundred and thirty six thousand votes separating the two. Wow. ABC News projecting Republican wins in Georgia's twelfth, Kansas's first, Missouri's eighth. Uh, the single uh, legislator from South uh, Dakota and West Virginia's first. Democratic win in New Jersey's eighth. Nobody really knows who that representative is from South Dakota. They just say it's some guy named Bob. And, yeah. and they, oh, he's, they, he's in Washington. You know, he's, he's... North Dakota is going for Trump. Still the worst of the Dakotas. Yes, it's... it's wow. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. They're declaring him the winner with eighteen percent of the vote in. Yeah, I guess they counted the one city. Yeah, I, I guess that <laughs> Joe didn't perform well there. He's not going. Come to on, guys, are kidding? It's North Dakota. Do we have anything from Michigan yet? Uh, it was all a very early stuff. Kind of looked like a mitt. And the yuppers. That's how you can always tell. Where are you from, Michigan? Pick and Looper with a significant, a 30% in. They're saying it's too early to call. Who was it that called it, though? Was it ABC News oh, that God. called it? Uh, called it. Well, called yeah, I believe. Uh, no, it was uh, Fox News that called it. Okay. That's right, it was Fox and News. That now is at 70,000 votes, roughly. Or 68,000 now. With 81% in. Hmm. And let's see. ABC News projecting Biden wins Colorado. Hmm. So just to to kind of go back, uh, the tally of uh, slight fuck-ups coming from from, uh, the nation. Uh, In Fulton County, mail-in ballot processing was delayed and won't be completed tonight because of a burst pipe at the State Farm Arena. So it will not be... Completed tonight. Right, and that is one of the largest voting centers in Atlanta. Uh, it says there were some technical glitches at the same site early. Uh, voter sign in tablets generate a card that voters use in conjunction with a touchscreen device. Stop using that shit. Uh, oh but on the first day of early voting, the cards caused an invalid area when inserted into the touchscreens. Um, you know, so you can't, you can't know that a pipe is going to burst. But you can know that all your electronic devices, when used for voting, are going to be uh, pretty shit. But, again, we aren't going to really have a, a good result from Fulton County uh, until tomorrow. Uh, I don't know at that point whether it'll make much difference, but that's where we're at. And if I'm not mistaken, Fulton County is either number one or number two most populous county in that state. Uh, the, the Biden campaign has re- released an updated take on Florida saying, we said Florida was going to be close, and it is. We also said we didn't have to win it, and that remains true. Which means they don't expect to do so. They're, they're managing those expectations. 
with 17% of the voting in, Gary Peters in Michigan continues to trail John James by 200,000 votes. Nearly. That's a pretty... There's a pretty significant uh, gap there. How, how much the vote? Uh, it, now that one's... This just in, ABC News has projected that Donald Trump will win Alabama. There, well, there's a surprise. Proving they're ahead of their game. There's a surprise. Um, yeah. Uh, just just to, to go back to Florida because of uh, talking about total uh, voter turnout, um, so far about 10.9 million ballots have been counted, which is 93% of the expected total. That's according to ABC News. That's uh, 70% of the voting eligible population already. Uh, it was the total voting population that voted in 2016 was 64.5. So right now you're looking at a 5.5% increase, and that's before we finish counting, 7% left uh, to count. So uh, turnout, at least in Florida, was up. Hmm, that's interesting. Um. Texas continues in the presidential general to be 49.6% for Biden, 49.1% for Trump. That's going to be a difference at this point of about 45,000 votes. Uh, back in, uh, in August, Donald Trump told the New York Post that he was, quote, putting New York in play, and he said he would campaign there heavily. I would like to point out that he didn't. And he lost it. That, that, one of those ugly little secrets that everybody knows except the Trump supporters is people in New York fucking hate Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, they despise the man. I they, think you could have left out New York and just said most people. But, but I'm talking about it, it, his, his home state. With him. And, right. he, and, and, and the thing is, a lot of people who are Trump fans, I've, I've heard people say this. Well, he's a typical New Yorker. I know what they're like. Well, no, you don't, because they hate Donald Trump. No, I've, I've met a lot of New Yorkers at this point. I've spent some time in New York, and New Yorkers can be brusque. They can be self-absorbed. But the thing that they're not is, uh, is callous and cruel. They, you know, I, New Yorkers went out of their way to, you know, as much as it goes against stereotype, if I looked like I didn't know where I needed to be, they would they yeah. would stop and tell me how to get. Well, they're they happy to tell you the best. Feelings. They're happy to tell you the best place well, to get that, a slice of pizza, the the right uh, subway Jeff, route to take. Jeff made a great point. I'll tell you, they are honest. They are very honest people, and Donald Trump is not an honest no, man. And so I, I just the whole concept of, of someone being from a, an area and the people who know him the best despise him, and yet everybody else thinks he's wonderful. Um, a lot of people, that, everybody that likes Donald Trump does not know Donald Trump. That is a recurring no, thing. No, they don't. Well, they know the, they know the character, you know? They know uh, right now character. in Alabama, Senate race uh, with t- only 10% in, Tuberville's leading Jones. This is the best uh, Tuberville lead since the last time he lost to Alabama. <laughs> Kansas uh, Senate race, 39% in, slightly leaning towards uh, the Democratic candidate, uh, not so much with only 4% in. Again, Maine is being very slow to report. That Michigan race. Uh, oh, Tom Cotton. There he is. Oh, Tom Cotton. I don't like that guy. Tom Cotton. There are a few more slappable people than Tom Cotton. Cotton to that Cotton guy. to Cotton. 
Ed Marquis, uh, not as uh, well known as his cousin Biz. Biz. <laughs> Janine Shaheen, uh, which is which is a much better rap name than Ed Marquis. It is okay. It really it's, is. it's a better street name. Yeah. Mike Brown, South Dakota, maintains his seat. I've never heard of the motherfucker. Wouldn't know if he walked into the We door. project Bill Haggerty will become the next worst senator from Tennessee. Oh, God. I'm sure Marshall Blackburn's going to be setting up for his uh, initiation ceremony. Yeah, I wonder uh, how she'll do his hair for that you, one. You think Marsha's a freak in the bed? You think she's she's in, in a... You get Marsha in the side. I bet she's no fun anywhere. You think so? I, I don't know, man. She's got that... You know them Jesus chicks... You know, oh, there, you know, look, re- repression does a thing. Yeah, it does. Uh, so I, I like a repressed girl as much as the next... I, uh, I'm, I'm going on record as saying uh, that Marshall Blackburn is a wildcat in the sack. Okay? Let's... Uh, but only by herself. It's a... Right, there, <laughs> there's no one else there. She, she makes her husband wear a Trump mask the entire time. <laughs> Marsh, if you're listening, we mean every word. Oh, okay? Come sue us, baby. Come on. Give it your best. You can find us in uh, your district. We're, we're not that hard to find. Again, Colorado oh, being projected for John Hickenlooper, who will have, uh, I believe, the longest last name. In the, in Very the well may be. And Corey Gardner, who next week will be the assistant manager at Lowe's in Aurora Parkway in Colorado Springs. Come on down to Lowe's. He's more likely to work at a Home Depot. Sears sucks, Crash. That's true. Home, Home, <laughs> Home Depot is uh, is like the uh, the Republican uh, hardware store. You know, Home Depot gives a lot of money to Republican candidates. Lowe's gives a lot of money to small businesses trying to stay afloat. You know, shop at Lowe's. Lowe's is okay. Uh, difference of fifty seven thousand eight hundred seventy nine votes between Cunningham and Tillis oh, with seventy nine percent. Reporting, yeah, still still narrowing, but uh, getting closer. Susan Collins, she's uh, she's up pretty considerable. There's only five percent of voting, and keep in mind they've got that tiered voting that can make a difference. Um, Right now, it looks like uh, Biden's lead in Ohio is about three and a half percent. Trump leads in in person voting. Uh, countering Biden's absentee voting advantage. Uh, but uh, we uh, do that know that... Uh, absentee and late voting, right? right that's a combined, okay. Uh, but for Biden, uh, we know that Cleveland and Cincinnati haven't reported as much of their returns as the state has overall. So Ohio is still uh, up for grabs. I, honest to God, I, I think I'm going to make a call myself. I think Rutherford B. Hayes will carry Ohio. He will defeat Tilden. Yes, he will... Fox News is uh, calling the race for George W. Bush. On Carl Rove's insistence. He is. And uh, still has a job. Well, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Well, they, didn't they call that some time ago? I think they just keep calling South Carolina for Trump. Lindsey wants to make sure Donald <laughs> notices like, Donald, him. Donald. <laughs> make sure he notices him. I haven't seen anything from the... Uh, from the South Carolina uh, Senate. Looks like a Tennessee vote for Trump. Yeah, New York yeah. went... Uh, oh, well, there you go. go. Uh, right now, Grant, uh, with 31% in, Graham at 55.2. Harrison, 43.5-ish. Difference of 92,000 votes between them. But, uh, you know, 
we're, we've had about 780,000 votes so far. That's uh, 101,700,000 votes-ish left. Well, South Carolina can be depended on for both yeah, I don't, bad football and mediocre. I don't expect uh, them to, yeah. to flip. Uh, ABC News projecting Democratic wins in Colorado's first, Illinois's first, and second. Texas is ninth, 18th, 29th, 30th, 32nd, and 33rd districts. Those are Democrat wins? Those are Democrat wins in Texas. With uh, Republican wins in Texas's third, 12th, um, 26th, 27th, 31st, West Virginia's third, the fighting third of West Virginia. I want to... Is there a certain uh, standard a district has to uh, achieve to be considered a fighting district? Uh, I just say every district. Because I, 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 I want to remember these and keep them in mind, you know? Anytime uh, we, I name a district, I will call them the fighting whatever the hell they are. Is Trump taking an 8,000 vote lead in Texas at beer? And uh, leading by 1,000 votes in Wisconsin with only 8% in Once again, distracted by the beauty. Which one? That is Claire McCaskill. That Texas, did you say Texas is, uh, Trump is going up in Texas? Yeah, within 8,000 votes. I wonder what kicked that in. Um, I it's running forty nine point four to forty nine point two at the moment. So. Well, I mean, it, it it was tight. So, yeah. You ever been to Augusta, Georgia? Yeah, through Augusta. That's the best way to see it. It really is quickly. It's for for a town with roughly the same population as this city. Frankly, I'd pick this city nine times out of ten. Oh. I don't know what you're doing all that other time. I don't either. That's why I left it out there. Uh, in North Carolina, Madison uh, Cawthorn has uh, won her race. She is 25 years old and will be among the youngest lawmakers in modern history. She will be the first member of Congress born in the 1990s. Isn't she a guy? Um, she she says she. No, so. I had thought that was the one that... I think Madison Cawthorn would be a great name for a Southern I think he's the one that's running right over here in the West. Madison, did I... It said she, so I went with uh, what it said. What's in a name these days? No, I was... It was wrong and I was wrong. Madison is David Madison Cawthorn, Mm -hmm. uh, who is a Republican, but we will still hold that against him. Yeah, Yeah, I certainly will. He's uh, he's a new Marsha Blackburn as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think you, you run for Senate, you know, you try to get to Washington, uh, and then you get there and your prize is you get to hang out with Marsha Blackburn. It's it's horrible, you know? Yes. Someone, we need to send Marsha a copy of this. Yeah. Burn her a CD, put it on LP for her. Her husband will show up wanting to kick our ass. You know? Yeah, okay, sure, okay. Look where the remaining vote is in uh, North Carolina. Raleigh, Greensboro, Charlotte seem to be the big areas. Yeah, it looks like most of the heavier red. Of course, we don't know. Again, we, we've got that kind of, where is it? Uh, you know, where is it coming from? It's always right. not not, lo- not, not uh, 
in terms of locality, but in terms of was early it early or early vote? Yeah. Mike Rounds is the projected winner in South Dakota. Did he even have a can a, a, a an opponent? Ah, that's a good question. They usually field somebody. It's just not not somebody that has a chance. Going back to current voting, let's see. So we're sitting right now, the 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 Senate is at forty thirty seven. Biden is uh, up ten <coughs> percent in Wisconsin, Biden's up by a little bit. Uh Dane County. Biden up significantly. Does anybody really live in Eau Claire? You know, I don't know where people Isn't live. That a dessert? No, that's Eau Claire. Brown County. Get better county names, Wisconsin. Oh, it's Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, their their mascot is cheese. Exactly. Hmm. They revel in their dairy products. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're that proud of what your cows make, that's that's cool. Oh, let's not forget, Fonzie was from Wisconsin. Yes, he Fonz was. Fonz was from Wisconsin, so there's got to be something about it. Fonzie was the cool guy in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> it's what passes for cool. <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> You know, I think it honestly took Henry Winkler about 40 years to live that down, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't have to come to grips with it yet. No. ABC report uh, projecting Democratic wins in Colorado 6th and 7th, Illinois 5th, Republican wins in Illinois 15th, and Kansas is 4th. That would be fighting the fighting for 4th. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's... What you got, Jeff? I'm looking at this right now in Wisconsin. 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 You said went to high school with a guy from Wisconsin. We'd go through the drive through window at Burger King and he'd ask for a Wapa Junior. Uh, ABC News has joined Fox News in projecting Colorado's center race for John Hickenlooper. I hope the two of those networks will be very happy together. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. The, the the whole concept of these uh, reporters on the news, and I've seen even on Fox, they're wearing their masks. Um, <clears throat> it just has this sort of Orwellian overtone to it, doesn't it? Yeah, like we uh, we waited till twenty twenty to hit nineteen eighty. Yeah, exactly. In Georgia, Kelly Loeffler is now running point five percent ahead of person ahead of Robbie Warnock. And Doug Collins is trailing the bike. We might want to consider Warnock was not the best opponent to to field in Georgia if that's what he's running. At this point, that is with 46% of the vote in. Final Milwaukee results not expected to 6 a.m. Yeah, that's correct. Michigan is still stuck with John James at 19%. That, hadn't that been stuck for a while? Has that moved in it terms of, of how they've counted? All, 
and Cal Cunningham's lead is now at twenty three thousand votes. You know, the Wherever they're accounting for, uh, it, it must be absentee or something else for Tillis at this point. The closer these end up, the more chance that we get to, to have some litigation. Which is what you really want to do about oh, yeah. all of this. Oh, I don't know. I was kind of looking forward to it. Uh, you know. uh, Fox News' decision desk, which is the desk that makes decisions for Fox News, uh, reported that Would Democrats... That be the Oval Office? Uh, would report it reported that Democrats would hold on to the House and gain five seats over the 233 they currently hold. Um, nobody else is projecting that yet, um, but it does look like uh, after the court ordered redistricting in North Carolina, the Democrats will pick up those two seats. Um, I don't know where the other three that Fox is uh, predicting come from. but I don't either, unless I'm looking through the House races right now. Republicans weren't defending as many seats this time around in the House, but... Well, no, because they lost oh, more, quite know. a few. Uh, the mayor of Dayton, Ohio, says that Biden's lead right now in Montgomery County is encouraging, um, and really that's a matter of how the suburban female vote went for, uh, for Biden, how he will do up there. Let's see here. Yeah. What do you got? Looking at this in Ohio right now. Um, let's have a look again at this. Well, Ohio, this number is of uh, Donald Trump in Ohio is at 49.7% of the vote. Joe Biden is at 49%. There's Trump up by 25,000 votes. We talked earlier about uh, Johnson County, Kansas, which is uh, one of the more affluent Kansas City suburbs. Right now, 98% is reported in that county. Biden's at plus eight. Trump won that county by plus three in 2016. Uh, so if that's indicative of other uh, Midwestern suburbs, um, you know, then uh, that that we'll see something here later on. Yeah, Trump's lead has expanded in Florida. It appears. Yeah, they. I just saw that to fifty-one point three percent to forty-seven point eight. That's a difference, basically, of about three hundred and seventy thousand votes. Let's see here. Currently in Texas, Missouri is sitting strong for Trump. I, 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 I'm shocked at that with Claire McCaskill's influence. Yeah, evidently her coattails weren't as long as we'd hoped. Let's see here. What you got? Has anything in Wisconsin? Yeah, you've got uh, Trump by 52,000 votes in Wisconsin, but that's with 25% of the vote counted, and very little in Milwaukee, and incomplete totals in Madison. With 80% in, in, uh, in um, 
uh, North Carolina. That's Biden's at 50.3, Trump's at 48.6. That's 80% reporting. In North Carolina? In North Carolina. Oh. 64% in Ohio. Uh, Biden, 49.5. Trump, 49.2. That's How up to date is that? Um, that is as of uh, 944. One, so they are neck go. and neck in Ohio right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Within 50,000 votes. Um, 16% in, in Pennsylvania, not a lot. Biden, 52.9. Trump, 45.9. What's the percentage you've got on that? 16? Um, yeah, for, 52.7. Biden, 45.9. Trump. Yeah, AP's got it at 7. 16% in. 17%. And it's got Biden with a 96,000 vote lead. New Hampshire, uh, right now, uh, Biden leading 54.3 to Trump's 44.4. A difference of 19,000 some odd votes, uh, but only 22% in. So we'll know when the rest of the families that live in New Hampshire report. They both haven't reported yet? All right, so we're sitting at now. This one's got Trump or Biden 49.5 to 49.2. Um, the difference of 13,000 votes. At at 64%. That, I'm telling you, man, Ohio is going to be... We we know it's going to be close. Uh, And I think that, you know, right at this point, you know, we're we're looking at, you know, places that could have spelled an early difference, like Florida... Probably going Trump's way, and to me, what that means is that even if Joe Biden does win, it's going to be uh, really hard for the Republicans to shake Trump. Oh, I agree. I think I think I think that's an indelible mark on him. Um, now, I want to say something. You, you said that, but North Carolina has not been called yet. Right. Um, Georgia has not been called, and even though he's got a lead in Georgia right now, right. we know about the, the that that whole early voting thing could be a difference. Florida is the only one so far that's really gone that way. And they were kind of soft-soaping Florida for the past week anyway. Right. Um, it, it would have been nice if it had gone Biden. And it's still officially too close to call, is it not? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So, I mean, so, what, that may be one of those things where you have a, uh, it's so close to recount kicks. Two other non-presidential elections. Mm-hmm. Um, New Jersey uh, is is set to become, uh, it is likely at this point, the 12th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Oregon, uh, ever more progressive than New Jersey, uh, is uh, having a vote to whether to decriminalize shrooms. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I spoke about that earlier. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not going to. Endorse so if, anything. Depending like on that. how this election goes, you take a trip to Colorado, work your way up to Oregon. Well, and here's the thing: uh, in in uh, here in Tennessee, the meth lobby is is really trying to keep the screws on that. So, yeah, that would be a, a big cash crop if they just went ahead and legalized that. I, how did I miss the whole shrooms thing? Um, Chris Christie on ABC 
Chris Christie, uh, just said he thinks Trump will win Ohio by one to two points, um, which, you know, we'd, we'd obviously rather see uh, Biden win. But a one to two point loss for Biden in Ohio should still spell uh, some, some uh, gains in other Midwestern states, specifically Pennsylvania, which is more important. Well, my question is this: Who the fuck is Chris Christie to make a call like that? He's not. Well, he's Chris Christie, but he's not known as someone who has his finger on the pulse. He's, you know, he's he's a loud mouth who who likes to jump into things that he really doesn't understand. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's the wrong call that he's not going to win Ohio. I think that's a very good possibility, but uh, I, I don't see it being the kind of uh, situation that. Uh, Chris Christie thinks it's going to be. Oh, Chris Christie's wrong about most things. So. Um, ABC News projecting Democratic wins in Connecticut's third, Illinois' eighth, Massachusetts' ninth, New Jersey's sixth and ninth, and twelfth. Republican wins in uh, Michigan's tenth and Missouri's sixth. The fighting sixth. <laughs> you said sixth and ninth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with 50% of the vote in, and just 50%, in Georgia in the presidential race right now, Donald Trump, 56.1%, Joe Biden at 42%. Trump has a lead at this point of 350,000 votes. Okay. That's, we uh, do not know anything about Fulton County at this point. Uh, it's going to be, what was it, five Tomorrow. in the before they got the Fulton County votes uh, reined in. All righty, and others of interest. And keep in mind, guys, this this is one of the things that, that they have talked about for the past couple of months, the so-called, what was it, the Red Mirage, um, that it, it would look very much, very much more positive for Donald Trump than it would seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um well, here's your, uh, Texas is it, it, here's an illustration of this. Right now, in the state of Texas, with 67 percent of the vote counted, Donald Trump is up by 200. No, excuse me, 185,000 votes. But absolutely nothing west of San Antonio has been counted towards El Paso. There are no less than that's interesting. 12, 13, 14 counties unreported. And El Paso, as we well know, is that old. Uh, Ilhan Omar uh, won her re-election bid, and Minnesota's fighting fifth. <clears throat> so nothing in West Texas has been counted. Wisconsin with 30% of the vote. And 20 thousand votes between and what do we got from Michigan right now 25% of the votes counted Donald Trump leads 780,000 to 556,000 if 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 the numbers guys have not called Florida yet is that indicative there's some sort of component we're missing yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's hard to say. Uh, North Carolina, eighty-one percent uh, reporting. 
Biden leads 50.1 to 48.7. Cunningham leading 48.3 to 47.5. No, 80%? 81% reported. But once you get to that 80%, it's, it's harder. And the vote slows down, too. It, it does. It ripples it sure in at that does, point. Buddy. So it sure does. Waiting and waiting. That Michigan Senate vote has been the same number the whole time. There must be some sort of yeah, a... There's a hang-up there. Uh, yeah, there must be. That's the flip there. Um. Spotted at the White House, uh, Education Secretary Betty, Betsy DeVos, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, Robert Lighthizer, the trade representative, and acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf, the chattiest of wolves. They are having a party tonight, by the way. Uh, yeah, they are handing out sliders and uh, french fries, and uh, they have a bunch of big screens, and you'll never guess what network they're watching. Oh. Is it hamburgers as well? They're having they hamburgers? Be, they may be having the hamburgers. A little cofabulator? And uh, Betsy DeVos is continuously looks at the other cabinet uh, other cabinet leaders and goes what's this word? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ABC News projecting that Republican Ben Sass will win his Senate race in Nebraska. Stay sassy. Republicans have sued just now in the last 10 minutes in Pennsylvania to temporary block votes from people who corrected mail ballot mistakes. Yeah, good luck with that. Biden campaign sounds pessimistic note about Florida and optimistic one on Ohio. I like Ohio, Ohio better than Florida anyway. Higher, yeah. Me too. Great song too, okay? It's... How many great songs about Florida are there? None. See? Well, I don't know. Tom Petty had Crystal River. I mean, we could go with that. I don't consider that to be one of his greater songs. And I like that Mud Crutch number. I, I like Mud Crutch, but that's not one of my favorite songs. And it may be because uh, Lazy Horse played it and fell asleep during it. I yeah, we get because you, know, you got simply And I, I, I love my boys at Crazy Horse, or Lazy Horse, but that's that they they all kind of laugh whenever we start to do that. It's, it's got that Soma feel to the it, whole it does, thing. I, but that's one of the things I like about it. It's a good end-of-the-night deal, you know, for me. It's, uh, ABC News uh, projecting Republican wins in Georgia's first, Missouri's third and seventh, Mississippi's first, Tennessee's first, second, third, fourth, seventh, and eighth. Uh, ABC News projecting a Democratic win in uh, Mississippi's second. Tennessee's third. That means we have Chucky to kick around. Yes, we do. Chucky, welcome. We're glad to have you back. Chucky's in love. I met Chucky. Chucky's shorter than I am. Okay? Yeah. Chucky's shorter than Bob Corker. Yeah. Well, Corker's not a man of stature. I'm taller than Bob Corker. And I'm not a tall person. I, I met Corker uh, once, and he strutted as exactly like you expect Bob Corker to be. You know, I've had some interactions with him, and he's always been very gracious and very nice. Sure. But he just radiates slime. Okay? Yeah. He, he radiates capitalist slime. 
And he, he's he's uh, he's one of those guys I have a lot against because I feel like he's one he's one who should have been able to uh, sort of stand up to what was going on at the time, and he simply refused to. Yeah, it's just not. Although, you, not do you do you remember early on, uh, Trump wanted Corker as his running mate, and Corker took himself out of the, of the right. running for that, and. Uh, Say this, I think he is better off with Pence in terms of, you know, what he can accomplish. Well, Pence is a lot less likely to say anything uh, contrary. Well, Pence is that 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 conduit to uh, to the evangelical sure evangelical uh, uh, coalition, and I think that's been more helpful to him. Corker would have been that establishment. Republican that he would have tried to, right. to and and in retrospect that would have been the wrong course for him to take. Right. I wish he had of, but you know he yeah, did. I wish he made a lot more mistakes than he did. I did, and he just lucked into him. You know. He's, yeah. Well, it's because sometimes making tactical decisions works out strategically, uh, even though it isn't that actual strategy. I, I mean, Trump is is kind of locked in. He, he's Trump's like Forrest Gump on cocaine. Okay, he, he's kind of he's kind of lopped into this stuff. He, he's or slopped into it. He, he's not a particularly smart man. Um, he doesn't make decisions based on anything other than his own personal resonance. But they have worked out for him against the grain of what they should have. Um. So and, and you know. But we got the Texas vote now. He's starting to build a. Trump is starting to build a little more of a gap in Texas. Um, about a hundred eighty thousand vote difference, which in Texas is not huge, but he is starting to build up one. Right. And again, we don't know exactly what's going on in terms of his uh, uh, how this is going to be affected by dumping in some of the absentee ballots later. Or right. Not. Yeah, I mean all the all the battlegrounds are kind of still undecided. Yeah, there's no real there, at this point there are no surprises, no major upsets. Nothing is looking better than, you know, we thought it would. I think we all kind of had a little bit of hope for Florida, but it was a little bit that was kind of an unfounded position. And uh now we've, you know, we're, we're sitting here at this point looking at what's going to happen in those battleground states. And Ohio is a battleground state at this point. That's what's a little bit, uh, a little bit, yeah, dismantling. It's, it's, it is at this point a, a purple state. Jeff, you got something? No, still, uh, I'm actually just going over right now some of these Senate races. So we got, Polls closing in a few minutes. We got Iowa, Utah, Montana, and Nevada, where it has a total of two electoral votes between them, I believe. Now, Iowa, we're looking at the uh, um, Senate race there. Are we not? And, uh, Iowa. Um, yeah, Iowa, you know. We haven't closed yet. So Johnny Ernst and uh, Teresa Greenfield. Um, New York Times calling South Carolina for Lindsey Graham. 
and a pallor just covers the room. Yeah. He lives to jump in the lap another day. What's that? Looking to see how much of this Pennsylvania boat's in and where it's at right now. Uh, looks like we don't have many counties around Erie. Uh, we've got some open spots around Philadelphia and Allentown. And that race is within 0.2%. Literally right now, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are running within 4,000 votes of each other in Pennsylvania. That sounds about right. Let's see. Uh, lost in all this is right now Biden still has the early electoral vote lead. Actually, according to this right here, and I think that's because AP has called a number of things um, uh, to this point that others have not. They have Biden with 131 electoral votes to Donald Trump's 98. They have called Wyoming. Who is that? AP. Yes. Okay. They've called Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska. Are they counting, calling District Two there? Because mm-hmm. we do have that odd district in uh, Nebraska voting. They don't award a winner-take-all situation in Nebraska. They do. Their electoral college is not a, yeah, three. Their electoral college is, is ranked twelve. So we're at 85% in uh, North Carolina, and Biden is still 6, votes up. up by a tad. So some of these maps are going to fill in a little bit more. Minnesota, Wisconsin, currently with 36% of the vote counted. Wisconsin has Donald Trump at 51%, Joe Biden at 47.5%. A lot of areas around Claire, Madison, yet to be counted. Now, is that Madison, Wisconsin, a male or a female? You know, that's a good question right there. Maybe we should ask Mr. Cawthorn. Let's see. David Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, he sounds like an overserved frat boy if you ask me. Ohio is bouncing. Sure is. The thing is, those, those big cities are still to be heard from in in in, uh, in Ohio. Seventy seventy percent in. What am I? Uh, sorry for the radio silence, guys. We yeah. we were all kind of engrossed in in uh, crunching the numbers here. Uh, projecting Spencer Cox, a Republican, winning the governor's race in Utah. Not a huge surprise. Trump win uh, in Kansas. Not a surprise either. Uh, polls, again, just closed three minutes ago in Iowa, Montana, Nevada, Utah, and part of Idaho. We're going to take a quick break here, guys, um, just after the polls close. Give us about five minutes or so, and we'll be back.
All right, you, uh, Matt, you got some information on Arizona. Yeah, Maricopa County, seventy-seven percent uh, reporting in, uh, which is uh, just uh, north. Uh, what is that? One and a half million uh, votes right now. Biden leading fifty-four point two to forty-four point six. That's one hundred and forty-two thousand votes in Biden's favor. Maricopa. Uh, generally indicative of uh, of Arizona, Arizona and one of the biggest uh, uh, areas in terms of population there. Well, it's it's like a place where Republicans have to perform well, right? And that, that's and noticeably Biden is about eight points ahead of where Clinton was. Right. Yeah. Uh, Trump won that forty nine percent to forty six for Clinton. So obviously a big swing the other direction is is huge for the Biden camp. Again, seventy seven percent in. We don't know if those are early, uh, but uh, a good sign for for the Biden for sure. But you're still looking at a a big chunk of votes uh, that he's got in there. That's pretty huge. Yeah. You would think that the Trump camp looking at at these uh, results. This is statewide in Arizona. Sixty nine percent in. Biden leading there too. If this, okay, this is huge. If he, if, if if Trump, I'm sorry, if Biden holds on and keeps uh, Arizona, can hold on to Arizona, that is a big block to that Sun Belt strategy that that uh, that the Trump campaign had. And what does Nevada do? Nevada is leaning Democrat, but um, I think they close uh, or just closed, if I'm not mistaken. 70% in statewide for Arizona, Biden at 54.9, Trump at 43.8, a difference of almost 250,000 votes in Biden's favor. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won her uh, uh, bid for re-election in New York's fight in 14th. John Cornyn uh, won re- re-election to his Senate seat in Texas, projected by New York Times. Yeah. Uh, Alexandria's... Uh, Fighting fourteenth really is the fighting. Okay, uh, yeah, we, we all pledge our undying love to uh, to AOC. Yeah, she is uh, exactly what the party needs. Yes, she really and the country. is. Uh, she's she's, and not just because she pisses off conservatives, but that is a happy side. It's a bonus. I like that. Uh, yes. I mean, it, I enjoy it. Makes, it makes me glad when she does it. Uh, that that Arizona. Number is kind of stunning. Um, it probably bodes well for Scott Kelly as well. Oh, I think it does. Two hundred and seventy-four thousand mail ballots in Philadelphia County won't be counted until tomorrow at the earliest. <laughs> well, we, those are we, likely to be overwhelmingly in Biden's favor. And we knew that. We knew that was going to be that way. Democratic yeah. wins in Colorado second, Missouri's first. Republicans Republicans win Louisiana's first. If it's in Louisiana's first, it is Louisiana's losing first. Okay, I refuse to say anything in Louisiana wins. So, uh, going back to Arizona's Maricopa County, the 1.45 million ballots that were just reported, and again, Biden leading 54 to 44, um, is uh, the same number of of total ballots counted in 2016 when uh, Trump won by 34,000 votes. Uh, Mark Kelly, we didn't talk about it because we were talking about Biden. Mark Kelly currently leading 55 to 44, so the same ratio as Biden. That's holding up then. That that should. Um, and I'm going to tell you, in uh, Ohio right now, they're still holding on an enormous amount of votes in Cuyahoga County. Yes, so uh, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Cuyahoga County is, I mean, that's that's one of your... That's one of your more solid Democratic areas in the country. Always has been. And um, 
it's if they're holding those votes. Uh, is it, you say you're holding? Are they? I guess we have no they're way of knowing the what they are. Uh, that that could be um, the difference. And I, 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 honestly, I was a little surprised Ohio was that close. Uh, here, we're looking at the numbers now that we were just, that uh, Matt had just mentioned for Kelly versus McSally. Yeah, he's up 250,000 bucks. That's one we kind of figured was a uh, uh, not a slam dunk, but we figured it was in a favorable category. Um, McSally had pretty much alienated everybody that she was uh, she was yeah, dealing she had with. Some really horrible debate performances. She really did, and she was not a good uh, legislator. She 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 had, she, she uh, the 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 Republican uh, uh, establishment did not did not like her. Uh, let's see. Here. No, but she's been a two time loser. I, I felt yes, bad. I felt bad for uh, calling uh, Madison Cawthorn a, a girl earlier. So I looked it back up. Again, he's 25 years old. Will be the youngest uh, member of Congress when he's sworn in in January. He actually beat uh, the Trump endorsed nominee in the primary uh, in a runoff, beating uh, Linda Bennett, who Trump endorsed, and he beat her by a 32 point margin. Wow. Uh, so, uh, you know. Hopefully, even though you're a Republican, you're one of the least deplorable Republicans. Madison, good luck to you. With 90% of the vote counted in North Carolina, it is 49.7% of the vote for Donald Trump, 491 for Joe Biden. They are within 28,000 votes of each other. Wow. Wow. That's so, tight. That is very tight. We have, it looks like a couple of unrequited counties along the coast. In Carolina? Yes. And that's going to be the northeast coast close to the Virginia border. Let's see if I can find out a little bit more about that. Um, Tuberville's about to take it from Jones. I'm, yeah, I'm sort of surprised they haven't called that yet. Yeah, it's uh, not a testament to Tony or, or Tommy Tuberville that they haven't. I looked it up that. to see what Maricopa County looks like in terms of Arizona's. Maricopa County accounts for 60% of the state's total voters. Um, and again, a lot of the 71% that they are reporting, 72% now, uh, is largely going to be early voting. Uh, it won't be all early voting, but we expect early voting to favor um, uh, Democrats. But at this point, I don't, I don't think that's surmountable based on the number of votes that uh, Trump got there. Uh, that's, that's a pretty big margin. Um. Now, with 90% of the vote reporting, Tom Tillis leads by, it appears, 46,000 votes. Okay. So and basically, the Trump margin, the Trump Biden margin is thinner than the senatorial. And in um, Montana, with 17% in, Steve Bullock is leading Steve Dane, 61.4% to 38.6%. Again, that's early, but then again, Montana doesn't have a very large population. No, it, it doesn't. And, and again, you got that form of... Uh, okay, Purdue is now starting to put a whooping on Ossoff uh, with 50%. What does that say? 50 or 50? 50%. 50% of the vote. And uh, it, it's, it, it may be time for the Georgia Democrats to stop putting a whole lot of faith in, in John Ossoff, okay? Uh, he had one shining moment, and that's about it. New Mexico going for Biden. 
And with 33% of the votes in in Michigan, John James continues to lead Gary Peters by a large amount. What I would like to know is the details. What, what is that amount? It, it, or, or what is the, the actual votes there? Because I want 280,000 votes. James has got 56% to Peters, 42.1. So there's been virtually no real limiting of that. It's, it's, it's been a very large margin the whole night. ABC projecting Republican wins in Alabama's first, Arizona's fourth, Louisiana's third, Ohio's second, Democratic wins in Arizona's third, Louisiana's second, North Carolina's first, and New York's 20th. Uh, Missouri's first uh, district uh, being projected by ABC News for Cory Bush, who uh, in the 2020 Democratic primary challenged and beat the uh, incumbent who had been uh, serving there since 2001. What's all of a sudden influx of Corys into the Senate? What's up with that? I think it must be one know. of those demographic shifts where there was just a bunch of Corys born at a certain time. But 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 using that, we should be now experiencing a a, a, a plethora of Dylan's Justice and Cody's in the Senate. Well, That's the think. right age. Yeah, we had a Corey. I mean, if we're getting a Madison, do what? If we're getting a Madison in the House, we might as well. Um, the Associated Press. Uh, Projecting Tommy Tuberville has defeated Doug Jones in Alabama. Uh, ABC News, other outlets not projecting anything so far. All right. Road tag. <laughs> There's just no getting around that. You can't. Alabama, I mean, three quarters of the vote in, uh, in Maricopa County, uh, 10% uh, swing towards Biden so far. Does that say 28% of that? The measure? judge did order the one-hour extension in Clark County, which includes Las Vegas. Uh, so polls are not closed in all of Nevada yet. Okay. Well, that's kind of expected for Smith and uh, Minnesota. I'd be very surprised if anything changed there at all. That 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 is, but... Let's play uh, after after we look at a... Uh, we've had a sudden... Too early to... Let me ask you guys this. It, it's my theory. Let's, let's engage in a little alternative history. Is my theory that um, had things not gone the way they did, today we would be looking at the uh, the election between incumbent Trump and Senator Al Franken. I, I think that's accurate, and I think Franken, I think Franken would make a wonderful president. I hope that Franken can come back to public service. Uh, I don't think he will. Uh, he might. Um, he'd make a good oh, he'd Supreme make, Court justice. You know, I've heard several people say that, but he has no real. You might have heard me say that several times. I was about to say. I, did, I know. Did he I, even attend law. He has, he has a legal background. Well, of, you don't of have having, to. having been okay, a senator. Th- okay, first of all, there is no. Mm-hmm. If William Howard Taft can do it, well, that that that's exactly who I was going to bring up. You don't have to have a legal background to be on the Supreme Court. No, you don't. But, but A, there are more qualified people to do it. Sure. Okay? And, and you mentioned one of them, uh, Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. He'd, he'd be uh, my first choice. You know what? Hillary Clinton would make a fine Supreme Court justice. Um, but I, I, I've heard several people say that, and I, I don't know. And he is obviously, he's got a very astute mind that I'm sure he could apply to the legal matter. I just don't think that's where his heart lies. I don't think, no, he, would, I don't I don't think so he would enjoy that. Um, but I, but it would be fun to watch. I, I wanted to take over Saturday Night Live again and make it viable. But 
That's just get it. him and Norm McDonald and get some of the guys who really had the state course. The guys are right there on the edge. You know, Tom Davis is dead. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, and right now there are people going, "Fuck is Tom Davis?" Um, Al Franken, though, I I sincerely believe he would have been running for president. Would be the nom- would have been the nominee. I don't think Biden would have gotten in had there been a candidate like Al Franken in there. Because Al Franken was the kind of candidate it looked like could take Donald Trump. Well, um, yeah. I mean, part of it is that whole, and I hate to use the phrase, because when Al Franken became a senator, he wasn't, you know, Congressman Gopher or Sonny Bono. He really took it seriously. He, he made an, an effort to make himself a true, uh, a true legislator. And uh, I, I, he does, though, have that celebrity cash that he could have, you know, played up against Donald Trump. Right. Um, and, you know. I would have liked to have seen Brown out of Ohio do it, if nothing else, to see those rumpled suits in the Sure, Brown was my choice uh, at the first year when, when I, everything was shaking out, and I, I really... Everything could have sounded like this, and, you know, he'd show up in that... Only 15% in, in uh, Iowa, but Greenfield at 61.3, Ernst at 36.2. 15% is not yes. a lot, but that's where we're at. But what's well, so we have an, we have another update here. It's going to be oh Tommy Tuberville. Uh, several of Tuberville's former players have come out saying he was not capable of being a senator. Uh, was it T.J. Jackson? Was that his name? Uh, have all come out and said uh, basically, you know, fuck this guy. Uh, he he's not a quality guy, and. Uh, but you know what? It's Alabama, so. And let's see. We've got another update here. Four. Pennsylvania once again has moved into that. Dear Lord, it is entirely too close to call <laughs> category. That just continues. Be as tight as it can. But be. guys, it's keeping with what the expectations were. Um, for all the talk about a, you know, a landslide, uh, nobody thought this was going to be easy. That's exactly what's shaping up too. And let's see, in the Senate races right now. The latest on Mark Kelly and Martha McSally remains 55% to 44%. They're right. The way, uh, it's funny the way uh, Arizona comes in because they really do come in in huge chunks of votes yeah, all at once. Yeah, they do. That's, that's, but Arizona one of those, yeah, I mean, it's a big retirement state. Um, and, and, and they're one of those that has experience in early voting and absentee voting. Um, they've always done it well. We got poll closings come up at eleven. California, which should go to Biden, Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. Idaho. Uh, Trump running ahead of his twenty sixteen numbers in Trumbull County, uh, which is uh, Warren, Youngstown, uh, the West Pennsylvania border, um, with nearly all of the the uh, votes being reported back in. Is that around Erie? 
Or over towards uh, Pittsburgh. It, Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Mm. West, west, yeah. Well, Erie's west, but it's that's northwest. The, that's right. the old Trafficant uh, yeah. area. Yeah, he's currently up in Pennsylvania. Who is he? Donald Trump. I'll get to that. Uh, Donald Trump, 51.9% to 454 at the moment. But we've got so many uncounted. Oh, uh, it's, it, there's that... Looking at Pennsylvania right now is just an exercise in futility. You're not going to discern much. No, it's thirty-two percent it. of the votes in. That's it. Yeah, and and again, you've got a lot to go there. On the other hand, Ohio in the latest eighty-one percent. Louisiana did go for Trump. Uh, that's the second one Matt called tonight. He is getting the Nostradamus Award. Somebody had to win it. Yes, they did. And Ohio is at 81% reporting right now. Um, most of the votes have been counted in uh, Delaware County, Ohio. Uh, Trump carried it by 16 points in 2016, currently has a five-point lead there. Okay, let's, let's see what we've got. Yeah, because overall in the uh, state totals, you've got 2,544,000 votes for Trump, 2,245,000. So a lead of 210,000 votes with, again, a lot of Cuyahoga County and a lot of the, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, it doesn't appear that Toledo. Okay, now here we go. 88% and Tillis is, is up um, in North Carolina. 40,000 votes, roughly. Hmm. All right. Um Moving on to other states of interest right now. Bullock is, is up in Montana still. Um, wow. Over 100,000 votes cast in Montana. Which has got to be pretty much most of uh, Bozeman and Billings. That's <laughs> it. But, but Montana... The, well, that is a tight race right there, is it not? That is 40,000 votes separating them out of 5 million votes cast. And we still have 10% of that vote to go. You know what? In that one, you could say 12% because that could that 2% could be a difference there. Yeah. Let's see. Any other races right now? We've got Wisconsin which is 42% of the vote counted, and we literally have about 40,000 votes separating. Biden is getting New Hampshire. No surprise there. No. No, although Trump did campaign there late in his campaign. He did. Try to pick that off, but... New Hampshire, the home of uh, Josiah Bartlett. And so we're sitting at 98 to 86%. Electoral votes right now, um, with a bunch of them hanging in the balance. I mean, it's quite a few out there. It's it's huge. Um, let's see here. Okay, well, that's just the, the same prediction over and over again. I don't know when we'll get the next chunk of Arizona votes in. I'll be honest with you. Anywhere. So let's see. Going back to Senate races. 
They still haven't done anything with Georgia to this point. Warnock Georgia, leads again. Georgia is not going to, again, no. those, those votes that are going to have to be counted later are going to have a huge impact. I, I, we're probably not going to get a Georgia, certainly not before midnight and probably not until in the morning they'll probably come back and vote and count. Well, the thing to remember on these is instead of just looking at it as a presidential with both the day, Purdue's race and the jungle primary and the other, again, Fulton County's out. Right now, and that's an enormous tally. Well, that, well of that's votes. just it. That's 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 you know a big chunk, and that whole jungle candidates uh, jungle election really is kind of an eye opener yeah. to me. I mean, that truly is survival of the fittest, right there. I it, mean, it, you it, just it, dump it, everybody in there and go. But the Democrat is. is is going up against a split Republican ticket and can't even beat one of them. Now, it'll still probably go to runoff, but he's looking at a uh, hillbilly ass whooping. If, yeah. If he performs like that in a runoff election, I mean, it's not even going to be Yeah, it's not, not, not a it's, good sign. And it's looking like Ossoff is, is Ossoff to his standard. Um, again, you're right. We've got all those votes internally from, uh, uh, from Fulton County stuff, but you know, Georgia is a winnable state, and the Democrats have, may have managed to just piss it away. There's now a reported 80,000 mail ballots that have been delayed and being reported in Gwinnett County, Georgia, uh, because of a software error. Uh, those are very, very, very likely to be blue votes. Yep. Well, with Gwinnett and Fulton, it would be a lot of it. So yeah, I, I mean Georgia right now has just got a mess. It sounds like. I mean, he yeah. can still he could st- you know nothing's been called and given what we're looking at, Ossoff could pull it off. Warnock's dead in the water. I mean, he's not going to win this election. He's not going to win it tonight, especially. Um, so, you know, where are we looking at with that? You know, now Trump is up by uh, quite a bit right now in uh, Ohio. In Ohio, with what was seventy four percent. Uh, you've still got 26% of the vote out there. The question is always going to be, where does this vote come from? It always comes down to that. So, If it's still votes that are sitting in the in the Cuyahoga and Hamilton and stuff like that, it, it, it could make a difference. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's obviously far from over. And the presidential race in Texas... We still have that same game of where there's about 250,000 votes separating Donald Trump and Joe Biden, with Trump leading 4,700,000 to Joe Biden's 4,400,000. But again, the entire western part of the state, from the, from the border all the way up to El Paso, just about is uncounted. So Georgia's filling in everywhere except. But it would have to be a huge jump in Texas. It would have to be a major, a major pop there. To, to get that. Well, evidently, there is still major areas around Corpus Christi, San Antonio, and El Paso that are still out. And a lot of this along the New Mexico border. And as I said, that was really Beto O'Rourke territory. Uh, my thinking is that one will tighten. It may go Republican, but it'll probably tighten up a little bit given where these votes are coming from. And that's uh, Texas. This is with, yeah. Uh, 69% of the vote counted. So you've still got 31% of the vote out in that yeah. state. 
And that's a big chunk. In Texas, two hundred thousand votes is it's not that big. Um, projections from ABC for Republican wins in Illinois' twelfth, Ohio's fourteenth, Pennsylvania's eleventh, South Carolina's fifth, Wisconsin's fifth. Democratic wins in Georgia's second, Massachusetts is second and fourth, and Texas is sixteenth. The fighting. The fighting sixteenth. The sixteenth, of course, famous for being right there between the fifteenth and seventeenth. Uh, we like them a little bit better than the seventeenth, not as much as the fifteenth, which is by far the superior district. Well, with 20% of the vote report, yeah, reported right now in Iowa, Joe Biden is leading 59.9% to 38.6%. He's got, at the moment, an 80,000 vote lead. Uh, exit polling in Arizona uh, shows that voters prefer 65, oh, voters over 65 prefer Biden by five percentage points. Um, you know, which for a place that is generally considered to be full of conservative retirees right. uh, is a pretty big deal. I mean, I, we know we, we've talked already a little bit about the numbers that we've seen from um, from Arizona. But, you know, again, in exit polling, if uh, people over 65 have a even a slight preference for Biden, that is a big, uh, big deal there. Um, yeah, a good tough situation. New York Times right pre predicting that Donald Trump has won Missouri. Because they didn't just call Missouri. On I that. thought they already called Missouri. Did they not? Uh, that New York Times just just called yeah, it. Uh, AP I, called it. AP probably back. called it a little bit. ABC News joining AP and project, projecting that Republicans have picked up uh, Doug Jones's Alabama Senate seat. Um, you know, which uh, a night that was not a mystery, right? Yeah, I don't think any of us thought that one was uh, really going to... You know what, though? Let's give a lot of credit to Doug Jones. He he never wavered. He he, he never pandered to get elected. Supported elected impeachment? When it was in his best interest not to. Um, or, you know, traditional wisdom would have it that. And, and he was a... He was a good senator when he was there. He, he, you know, he, he, he was on a couple of committees, made an impact. I don't know that he'll stay in public life in any way. Um, but he brought the Democratic seat back to uh, the Democrats in Alabama for, for a short period of time. I don't think any of us thought he was going to be a long-standing uh, senator. We knew he was going to lose the next election. It was all kind of baked into the calculus. But I have to give him a lot of credit for the way he handled himself yeah. um, for the time he was in there. And right now there is a, a, a chance um, that for, for the near future we end up with a 49-49 Senate split and two runoff elections in Georgia. That's, that's entirely possible. 36% in Wisconsin, Trump 50.3, Biden 48.1, a difference of 28,000-some-odd yeah, But 36% reporting. Well, and there, again, it seems to be the same problem. Uh, the counties around <laughs> Claire and uh, north of Green Bay are, are completely uncounted at this point. 
You have to wonder why some of these counties have such a difficult time. You know, you always hear a variety of reasons from here, there, and the other. But after moving into the 21st century this far, at some point you figure that's got to be fixed. I, mean, I think some of them like uh, like knowing that you know there's a reported later and they get to take a moment in the sun. That could there. be. That could be. Um, One half the world's pissed off at them at some point. Well, there's 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 also though a, because there's no national standard for how to count votes or how to even take votes, um, and I've long thought there should have been, um, but. I'm not seeing it. Uh, there's an interesting stat up there. He's Biden's running ahead of Hillary Clinton, and Trump is maintaining what he was. Um, that that Ohio vote is still out to lunch. Yeah. Um, Washington Post just put up their election night model for a couple states: uh, New Hampshire, Maine, Virginia. Uh, more coming soon, but it looks like Biden's running ahead of Trump in both suburban and rural counties where they're looking. That's good to hear. Well, other than Maine, those states were known entities anyway, I think, on that. Yeah. He's running ahead of places right now where you'd want him or expect him to be. Exactly. And and Maine's such a a quirky state. Um, You can't... I mean... Technically speaking, uh, well, Angus King is their senator. He's an independent. In name only. Well, in name only, but in the name is what the the difference is. I mean, well, Bernie Sanders is caucuses. Bernie. Well, so does Bernie Sanders. Right. But that gives them a certain amount of independence away from the party itself. And some people, you and I could consider that an affectation if we want to, but. I think it has a real bearing on his popularity in his state. So, if those votes in Georgia are not going to get counted until later, uh, that says a lot about the supposed gap that we're seeing there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it does account, uh, you know, who knows whether it's enough, uh, you know, or whether Georgia was ever actually in play. I mean, I, you know, obviously you think that, uh, I think Ohio right now is as indicative of anything of uh, what the rest of this is going to look like, um, you know, and Pennsylvania will be the stress test like it tends to be. And Pennsylvania is looking pretty good for Biden. But we said that last time too, you know, and it all boiled down to a couple of uh, mm-hmm. a couple of cities there in the in in the in the or a couple of areas I should say in the rural part of the state. Um, I'd be surprised if we know much about Pennsylvania by the time we woke up tomorrow morning. So uh, talking about Georgia, um, obviously Georgia is only about fifty five percent reported right now. Um, and, and the New York Times is currently giving Trump a four and five shot of carrying Georgia. Uh, but it looks like if we're, you know, if we're looking for what we can take away from Biden, um, there's a lot of shifts in the Atlanta metro area um, with counties like uh, Cherokee County, um, uh, Fayette County, Newton County, uh, with 95% or more of their vote reported 
In each of those counties, Biden's improved on Clinton's margin by 11 to 12 uh, points. That's, I mean, that's kind of what we're hanging our hat on right now. Uh, ABC reporting Donald Trump will win Nebraska's two electoral votes, uh, as well as the one from Nebraska's third congressional district. So it will he'll sweep Nebraska. That's that that could be a difference maker right there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Because I know they uh, Democrats said they felt very good about con- con- congressional district two there. Uh, New York Times predicting that Governor Roy Cooper, Democrat, has won his re-election bid in North Carolina. Sorry about that. I had to charge up some electronic devices here. I'm running out of gas. Is that your neck massager? Oh, if only. So, yeah, I'm looking through... Nebraska right now on that one. Let's see here. Yeah, it does. um, Let's see, what have we got? Wide latest numbers on Kelly. No, that one one seems to have uh, kind of Hit the pause button, so to speak. What are you talking about? Uh, Arizona with uh, McSally and Kelly right there. There's nothing new on that one that's come up. Um, oh, well, goodness, that Arizona thing. You know, we're going to get a, a, yeah, chunks a, a huge time. dump of uh, votes in. It is strange, though, that you, know, you can get 75% of Arizona all at once, and we're still at like 25% of Mississippi. Do we have that much of Mississippi? I think it's something like that. I know in the presidential, well, yeah, well, actually, no, 33% total on that. I mean, we know how it's going to go. At this point, and we're right in that zone right now where votes are just dragging in. And that's, uh, that always seems to be. 26% 26% in an Iowa Greenfield up 56.4 to Ernst 41%. Again, that's a 26%. 20% in Montana. Uh, Bullock, the Democrat, leading 59.6 to Danes 40.4. Um, we're still at 74% in Arizona, so no changes there. Only 14% in from Maine. Collins uh, well ahead. Uh, but Collins really, really did need to outperform uh uh, Trump in Maine to uh, win her race. Yes, she did. And rather surprisingly, in Iowa right now, Joe Biden, this is with uh, 46% of the vote in, Joe Biden is currently leading 56% to 41% over Donald Trump. In but Iowa. In Iowa. Now, the about that, it looks like Des Moines is in there. Cedar Rapids is not. So that could be an interesting race all evening long. ABC News projecting Republican wins in Florida's 25th, Kentucky's 6th, North Carolina's 9th, Ohio's 12th, Democratic wins in Arizona's 9th, and Kansas's 3rd district. Kansas's fighting third. Fighting third. Fighting third. Let's see here. Um, There have been no huge surprises yet in the House. 
No, I think... And, uh, and you won't. We had all the surprises pretty much two years ago. I think we're, we're, we're largely not surprised by things. We're more either slightly... We're either greatly disappointed or slightly affirmed uh, when things happen. Yeah. Our capacity for surprise has been... Yeah, I think that went out the window about four years ago, to be completely honest with you. As... Oh, okay, they just... Evidently, they just called West Virginia. I thought that was hours ago. Some on there. Arizona now. Again, why do we still have West Virginia? I, why, why have we not... Give it back to Virginia. Let them, let them be secede and be a little landlocked uh, independent uh, independent municipality. In, in kind of like Luxembourg. Yes, know. exactly. You know, for a long time, West Virginia was better Virginia. Uh, that's how it started off. Uh, it was like... That's not how it's ended up. <clears throat> but, but I will say, look, West Illinois. Virginia gave us Bill Withers, and I'm forever thankful. That's true. Illinois is projected to go to the Biden camp. I mean, he's he's staying trickle by trickle ahead. No pun intended. And we're talking about Donald Trump, a, a trickle is something you should seriously. And Dick Durbin projected winner yeah. in Illinois Senate race. Not a huge surprise. No. And let's see. He is, of course, the uh, owner of the famous Hollywood restaurant. The Brown Durbin. The Brown Durbin. I hear they had to uh, shudder a little bit during the COVID. I hope that the Brown Durbin reopens very soon. Uh, get one of their famous Cobb salads. Mm, has the avocados and the... And cobs. That's corn eggs. cobs. Yeah. Corn yes. cobs mixed into the salad. It's rough. It's a delicious, yes. The ultimate roughage. One of those things, you know, it's actually a term that hasn't been used in restaurants in years for the most part. Occasionally you'll look on a menu in a place that's, you know, pretty old school and they'll have a cob salad on there. At least you know what you're getting. Sure. Yeah. If I can order it with green goddess dressing, so much the better. The cob is uh, to the salad what the Reuben is to the sandwich. You're believe it. Just a staple. I'm, I'm a really purist oh, myself, I purist myself. Okay, I, it, you know. Now, are you a purist to the point where you forego the Thousand Island dressing in favor it's of the Russian, Russian dressing? dressing. Yeah, I'm um, with you. Russian dressing is sauerkraut. Uh, you know, there's a, a deli here in town that used to have a, what they called a Reuben, and the only difference is they used like this brown mustard with it, and it was good. Sure, yeah. but it wasn't a Reuben. It's not a Reuben. And, no. You know, while I'm on my little soapbox here, there's no such thing as a vodka martini. Okay? Yeah, it's not a martini. It's not a martini. Martini is gin and vermouth. Gin and vermouth with two olives. Okay? That's the way it's got to be. Olives are a lot. I will tell you this. Hey, hey, old guy, and it's been it's been a few years back, always told me two olives. Olives are a lot like breasts. Three are too many, one's not enough. It's, you know, it's reasoning as sound as anything else I've ever heard on that. Well, as the philosopher Al Bundy once said, women should have three breasts, one on their back, you know, for dancing. <laughs> Uh, Doug Collins, uh, who wasn't going to win the race in uh, Georgia, has conceded. So that means that it will be uh, uh, Warnock and uh, Kelly Loeffler on January 5th in the runoff. Oh. Collins was quoted as saying, I will not win this election. Also, I'm kind of a dick. So there you go. 
He calls a minister, isn't he? A, 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 a preacher. I look at him, and and I always see the the, the most annoying characters out of any Norman Rockwell painting, man. The guy still got that wild root cream oil in his hair. It just uh, it's a frightening guy. And it, Erie County, Pennsylvania, um, which is kind of a, a great county to measure the state, uh, is reporting election day results uh, first. Um, its its initial results favor Trump, but it looks like there's about twenty one thousand mail ballots uh, expected after eleven p.m. And again, this was all kind of how we thought this was going to go. Also, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, who is one of the worst candidates, uh, period, is uh, headed towards Congress. Yeah. QAnon fan. Hopefully in a breakless... That nightmare was reported earlier, so... Mike Mike Carson, uh, Republican, winning re-election. I'd like to say for the record to Marjorie, we don't like you. We don't like your constituents. Yeah. Never have. We, we want no hands across the water with you. No. You were a prison colony to begin with. That part of Georgia is full of, in, you know, infected genes. We don't need you. And that's where... Sorry about that. We're, we're looking in on... They're currently using John Madden's technology to explain the election. See, that's what that's who they should have doing this. Yeah. Hey, Utah is being called by Fox to go Republican. I don't think that's a big uh, surprise either. If you ask them, the distinction would be Republican, not Trump, though. Yes, uh, they did. I I agree. That's their voting party there, uh, as dictated by their magic underwear. I always wanted to get a pair of those. I know a guy. Who knows a guy? He'll he'll give you, he'll he'll get you a pair. It's going to cost you, but he'll get you some magic underwear. Check that out. I mean, I, I'm for any kind of extra protection at my age. I need all I can get. When I was a, a kid, we we camped a lot in, in Utah, in the southeast part of the state, Moab, uh, you know, Arches National Park, the LaSalle Mountain Range, right up there. And, uh, you know, you'd camp around people, and some of them were Mormons, but we're, you know, Mormons by and large, Latter-day Saints by and large, tend to be very warm people, very nice people, uh, yes. very kind people. They, it just, it, it is a tendency. I, I uh, have a hard time uh, believing in their religion, but from the outside, every religion is pretty hokey anyway. That said, one of the things that happened was that they would t- tell you about like their temple vestments, which is their name for their magical underwear. Uh, they pointed out to us that there was a spot uh, if you walk, if you drove down to Moab and then you turned right up the Colorado River and went a couple miles and turned right up towards the rocks, there was a spot where uh, water just seeped right out of the uh, the rocks, and they said it was holy water, which would heal you. Uh, and I'm not dead yet, so they may have been right. I picked up. A they didn't couple. consider it was a drainage pipe that it broke, uh, something like that. <laughs> well, it wasn't near Moab, so it could have just been uh, uranium waste. There's exactly. That's- you were saying? I picked up a couple uh, downtown, a uh, couple of Mormon uh, young guys. Uh, they'd been caught at <laughs> a sleazy bar somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no less the Tiki Hut. <laughs> well, nobody will get that. Hey, sailor, nice bike. Uh, 
No, they'd gotten caught out in the rain. Neither one of them with a bicycle, which I found a little surprising. Lived in Brainerd and uh, gave them a ride home. They super nice guys, both of them. They were just decent fellas. Of course, you know, uh, when, when Mormons are young, young men, they're sent on their mission trips, which means that there's two of them assigned to go all over the world and, uh, and you know, visit different locales. I met a guy, and he and uh, his partner had been assigned to the Vatican City. Uh, and so basically their, their mission every day was to wake up, uh, go, go to the around. Vatican, knock on the door and ask if they could have an audience with the Pope, and then every day be told no and go back home. <laughs> what? What? Your job today is to block Reggie White by yourself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You're not good luck conversion, converting the Pope. Yeah. You know, because it's hard enough Can to, you see him walking away going, I, I think I got to him. I yeah. think he's listening. There was a couple times, not at my the house I live in now, but the house I lived in before, uh, where Mormons visited that house uh, more often than they'd visited any other house of mine. And so after a while... Uh, well, uh, we also had a lot of visitors that were of uh, the uh, Jehovah's Witness variety. And what I did was I went to McKay's used bookstore here in town, mm-hmm. picked up a couple copies of Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. And any time they showed up and asked if they could give me their book, I would say, yeah, I got one for you, too. Here, and they stopped coming. But, but the last time that, that one of them came, uh, I opened the door. As I, This was in a time when you could open doors pre-COVID. Um, I opened the door, and the guy said, hey, I would just like to... Holy shit, is that a Steely Dan t-shirt? <laughs> And so then we, we spent the next, uh, you know, like 30 minutes talking about Steely Dan. And uh, uh, I think I converted him to Steely Dan is what happened there. I don't... You had you had a higher conversion rate than he did <laughs> right, that day. Yeah. I didn't believe in Brigham Young or whatever, but <laughs> but he, he believed in Walter Becker. So I think that's the way... Well, given my choice of bearded entities, I'm definitely on Team Becker. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's even a, a choice. Um, Trump's lead currently sits at seven points in Ohio, uh, but Blue uh, County's uh, very much underreported comparatively. Famous famous Mormons you didn't know were Mormon. Um, Super Bowl champion football coach uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Uh, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. Which is pretty funny considering the Mormon church did not allow uh, it's history black with, members until like 72. It, yeah, for a long time the, the uh, Latter-day Saint church believed that dark skin was the mark of Cain. Yes. Well, that that's an old... Yeah, but they adhered to it long after most other churches. Yeah, they, they did. You're right. I, no, they still do. I mean, I was raised. Ken Jennings. I was. Uh, I was raised, exactly. Uh, Randy Bachman from right. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Um, for those listening, Bachman Turner Overdrive was a band in the '70s. Um, They're kind of like Mountain with an extra guitar player. Um, but the the. In fact, I think Randy Bachman actually went on a, a mission when he was younger. There's no punchline. I just he just he actually I mean, yeah. did it. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, would would certainly be within the realm of uh, the probable. Now the Jehovah's Witnesses, and I know several of them. Um, same thing. Very nice people, but uh, you know. Of course, 
you've known me, Matt, for a while, and I'm not a real tolerant person when it comes to your bullshit religion. Sure. Okay? Um, and in this case, it's it's no different. Uh, Jehovah's Witness, I think I'm on their map because I, I stood out on my porch one day and walked three, watched two of them walk past my house and wave at me and go to some... Didn't even try to approach me. And uh, you're not welcome in the kingdom. They're not welcome in mine. (laughs) I I have a friend who is a uh, he's a he's a diehard punk rocker. Okay, an old Gigi Allen fan. I mean, he's he's just he's he's, and he had a brief period in his life where he was a very devout Jehovah's Witness. It lasted about six months, and every spare minute he was at the temple doing whatever. Fuck all they do at a temple. Temple things. Uh, yeah, doing that temple shit, and uh, and then he he said he said he was walking through one day. And he's, he's walked through temple and he goes, he looks around, he goes, well, yeah, this is all bullshit, and just walks out the door and never walked back in. In case you haven't noticed, we've reached a lag time in some of the information we're getting in. Yeah, not a whole lot of. Uh, I mean, you know, eighty three percent reporting from Ohio, Trump with a uh, four hundred thousand ish vote lead. But again, blue districts being underreported. Very underreported right now. Um, some exit polling from Ohio. It looks like obviously Biden tried to make a big push to uh, reclaim some union votes. Uh, but according to exit voting, union voters went for Trump over Biden 56% to 42%. Boy, that's a goddamn shame polling. right there. I, I don't understand that. What do you think they'd, they'd still know that they don't have jobs? I... Exactly. Given the economic situation, and I, I just I don't I don't understand that concept. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me. It looks like, uh, and this was this was no uh, surprise, but uh, Loomis has won the Wyoming Senate seat. She will become the first woman to represent the state of Wyoming in the Senate. Uh, ABC News replet, uh, projecting Republican wins in North Carolina is eight. And the state of Wyoming's lone representative, uh, they do not have a district number, so they're not fighting. Uh, Lindsey Graham is right now making his uh, remarks after retaining his seat. Um, And I'm just getting a video feed on it, but I could swear he just said something about having the vapors. I think he's really really excited. Yep. That that Georgia race right there is insane. You got two people advancing to the runoffs. Now, on what planet do you think Collins votes would even consider going to Warnock? How do you perform that badly? That's just horrible. Georgia, it looks like, honestly, Democrats screwed the pooch in that state. Well, I mean, we don't know for sure what's going on, but that was certainly a bad choice. No, that... Well, and you just, uh, you're right, we don't. There's so many things out there that you just don't know about. But, uh, if anything, it looks like they underperformed their polling by a good deal. Yeah, it does. From what we can see right now, it does. Florida kind of shows you that, too. I mean, it looks like... See, the the numbers I was getting out of Florida are about what I expected, about what they came with. I mean, they, they had that early where they said, oh, it's in play, and they tried to make a shot out of it, but... I sort of, I think I said the other night on our, our other uh, last podcast that, that I, I felt more comfortable, that I felt like Georgia was a better, uh, a be, a, more of a, a reasonable upset than, than was uh, than was Florida. 
Yeah. And uh, I still... I, Georgia, with all the, the, the components there that we don't know, who the, the back boat and stuff like that, I'm not going to... I'm not going to send that one off yet. I'm not going to put that one to bed at this point. I just don't think it's. Uh, I think there's still something that could be said about that. Yeah, I mean, no, no reason to. Which state? Georgia. Uh, Georgia, yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like in the uh, they've got 65% uh, reporting right now, and of course you don't know again what's going on around Fulton and Gwinnett, mm-hmm. but uh, Trump's out to a 10 point lead there, percentage wise. Yeah, but again, that's and guys. One thing we got we got to keep in mind is it appears that over half the people who voted in this election voted early, and those yeah. votes are not counted yet. Right, in some states they are. Florida they are, and uh, I think probably Ohio, maybe Arizona, but uh, other places not so much. Hey, we're projecting California is going for Biden, as is the lovely state of Oregon. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Washington yeah. as well. I'm going to say the whole West Coast. I, I was just say, wasn't any mystery. Idaho is too, still too much militia country for it to go. Uh, yeah, there's some Arizona. votes from Ruby Ridge that have not yet been counted. But what happens here in Nevada? That'll be, it, it does lean Democrat and everything else, but I do know they put a large push in there. And uh, that, 94% of Florida in a uh, difference of 383,000. still too close. Guys, the, here, again, it goes back to what the numbers guys are doing, though. If they say it's too close to call... They know something. They, they know something's going on. Uh, you can see that by the way they they called the other states that weren't even close. Um, right. And that's all the, the, the conspiracy people need to hear at that point. That, oh, that's because... The judge of... Uh, of uh, uh, Lena Hidalgo, who's the judge of Harris County, Texas, says that uh, they hit 65% of uh, voter turnout, which is the highest since 92. Um, it currently doesn't look like it was enough to sway Texas in Biden's favor, but it is a good, uh, good sign. Uh, obviously, with polls closing, we can say Jay Inslee, the governor of uh, Washington State, has won his reelection. As has uh, Jeff Merkley, a Democrat from Oregon to the Senate. Um, Jim uh, Reich, a uh, Republican senator from Idaho, winning re-election. Um, I think Inslee's going to make another run at the presidency at some point. Um, uh, that would kind of make sense. It, he's, he, he's going to, I, I think he, you have to figure the, the climate is going to be a, a bigger issue in the next few years. And I... I think he will make a, a, a push for that. I think he'll make another push for the presidency. Yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be hard to say what's going to happen down the road. I mean, it, everything's just in flux right now. I, but he's one with a, with a little bit of personality to him, and you know, he seems to have some common sense to a lot. He does. Of he does. I, and I, I think you know, he got into a real crowded field and never could quite. You know, find a niche in there. Yeah. I think you get him into a less crowded field, which I think I, I think we'll probably have here for a while, and he's got a chance to stand out. I'm not saying he's a, a slam dunk to be the president, but uh, I, I think he is somebody that will be looked at as a uh, a potential vice president, a potential running mate, or a yeah. potential uh, cabinet officer. You'll be more apt to see him, I think, than you would Yang again or someone like I, that. I, I think so too. One-off candidate. I, I agree. I, I, you know, he he may end up running the you know 
uh, Secretary of the Interior or something like that at some point. Yeah. He'll get a look in somebody's administration if nothing else. Absolutely. I mean, the guy's got some charisma to him. You've got charisma. Well, currently. There's your, there's your uh, flashback to the Daily Roth video. Only 41% of Pennsylvania reporting in so far. Trump with a fairly significantly 444,000 votes. But again, a lot of, especially Philadelphia early voters, uh, voters in uh, Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, Allentown, uh, those will not be counted until tomorrow. Tomorrow. They Starting even, tomorrow. They don't even start. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't even start counting until tomorrow. And these were the early votes, correct? Yes. Okay. These the, the, That we're talking about now will be counted later. Yeah, and there's some sort of stipulation in their state law that will not let them count them until then. Wow. Yeah, they like to like to keep the suspense up. Philadelphia's always had that inferiority complex with uh, New, York New York City. Yep. So. And it never goes away either. I mean, no. years to do it. So 445,000 vote different there. And Michigan's not even, yeah, 40%. But again, you have to remember that the Red Mirage, they talked about it quite a bit. Well, same day voting. Exactly. You you're, you're looking at same day voting right now. Uh, and there's no surprise there either. Uh, his seat was one of the safest in the Senate, right? Jeff there. Merkley, Merkley of Oregon. Yeah, it sure was. To look at, uh, see if there's any update on Arizona in the last little while. Yeah, I haven't seen And uh, the Iowa Senate race, has anybody seen anything else about that? I did, and it uh, is trending pretty good for Greenfield. Okay. Let's look at the Senate race in Arizona. Uh, actually, that can be said over the half percent that come in, that it managed to tighten by about... 6,000 votes. So, in other words, Kelly's still out by 250,000 votes there, which is pretty big, going over to Iowa. I'm telling you, it, running against an astronaut is a pretty hard thing to do, okay? It's Teresa Greenfield at the moment is running 51.8% of the votes with 512,000. Ernst is running 45% at 448,000. So at the moment, you've got a difference there of about 60,000 votes. And that is with 60% reporting, too. And so we're sitting at 192 to 114 electoral votes. Uh, Biden is still ahead. Let's see. In the North Carolina race, Tom Tillis is running about 80,000 votes ahead with 93% vote counted. So you could see a, a scenario where, uh, you know, if Biden lost Pennsylvania but won Arizona, that you ended up with a 269 to 269 electoral college uh, time. And then Nebraska, uh, kind of and, then Nebraska and Maine. And, and with, with Biden having won New Hampshire, Maine second becomes exactly. a real playground. Exactly. Well, but this is all going to be, and that's predicated on whether or not, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if Biden uh, holds out and wins Wisconsin, I think that's off the table then. 
because that would, uh, they're talking the way of sweeping the entire thing back in the Rust Belt, basically what Trump won before. Right. Let's see here. Senate and... Boy, let's see. Presidential map. Wisconsin's very tight with 58% of the vote in right now. Trump has a lead of about 70,000 votes. And again, we still have all those unreported uh, metropolitan areas. That, again, that's the key right there. Is, yeah. is, is, There's a lot of that going it's on. It's playing out just like we kind of were hoping it wouldn't, yeah. but it did. I guess Carvel's a... Uh, Carvel's uh, prediction that we know the winner by 10 o'clock tonight has been pretty much disproven. Yeah. Uh, take your medicine, uh, James, and, and go back to sleep now. Well, it wouldn't be the first time James has been wrong. No, he, he's, a, he's a brilliant uh, electoral mind, but he's not a very good prognosticator. He knows where to go get the votes. <laughs> he just doesn't know, you know how to report them correctly. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, let's see here. Ohio now has 91% of the vote reported. And that one's currently got about a 400,000 vote swing to it. Makes you wonder exactly what's not being reported or what remains out there in Ohio. Um, Florida has been called by Fox News for Trump. Yeah, I can't say that surprises me. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not. No, it looks like 98% uh, of the vote has been reported in Florida. And, yeah, there's about a 400,000 vote difference there. Yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty brutal one. That that and you know we've been watching that Florida all night and it's never really seemed that close. Um, we've always we've sat here and kind of monitored it the whole time and it it never seemed like it was ever really a possibility for it to fall in the Democratic hands. Um, that's a major I don't want to say moral victory for Trump, but it's it's a it's a push for him. Uh, he can take that and and use it to sort of. Uh, build his his little uh, you know fantasy excuses with. On the other hand, in Florida, interestingly, uh, Howie Hawkins' Green Party did manage to finish ahead of Gloria Lariva, who was the Party for Socialism and Liberation, by a total of six thousand votes. Just out of curiosity, how many Green Party votes were there? Thirteen thousand four hundred and sixty-eight. Really. And for the Party for Socialism and Liberation, if nothing else, the uh, if that needs an acronym in the worst way, they sixty eight hundred votes. So, yeah. I, I was just uh, looking at a, a Facebook post by somebody that we all know, and I'm not going to say their name, but they uh, commented on the, the main race, and they complained that there was a third party candidate in the. It was that same old, you know. Cost us Susan Collins, is what it said. Yeah. Uh, that third-party candidate did not cost us Susan Collins. Uh, if anything, it, it would have there should have been a better third-party candidate um, because of their tiered voting system. 
Um, and that kind of, uh, you know, not really understanding the, the, the whole process the way you should uh, drives me up a wall. Wow, Purdue has really opened up a, a, a gap in uh, over Ossoff. Um, it's almost 400,000 votes. Now, on that one, I'd like to see how that race ends up once Fulton and Gwinnett are in. It may. It may. Uh, I just don't have that much faith in the uh, mighty Ossoff machine. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I felt like there were some better candidates. We, we've talked about this before, that there were some better candidates that they could have put up. And I, I think it, it, it is, you know... Maine may never come in from the look at that with 16% of the vote. It's still there? It's not moved at all. Yeah, so Fulton, Gwinnett, and DeKalb County uh, said they still have tens of thousands of votes to count tomorrow. That's huge, but there's a 400,000 gap, vote gap. Right. Um, yeah, tens of thousands doesn't make up 400,000. No. Unless it's, you know, 40 tens of thousands. <laughs> right. Biden running well ahead of Hillary Clinton's expectations in Clinton County, Iowa, as you can see. Well, actually, they can. Yeah, the switch from a, a Trump victory to, well, only 55% reporting, but uh, Trump won 49 to 44 last time. Now it's 55 to 43.4. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I won't be surprised if, if Biden carries Iowa. That would I know, be surprising I know, to me. I know, uh, well, they're just showing the graphic. I know Obama won it, but uh, that would that would stun me a little bit. I'd be glad. I'm, I'm more than happy to take that to take that hit. But. Yeah, yeah. I, some some surprises really are pleasant, and that'd be one of them right there. Eighty-two percent uh, reporting in Ohio. Um, you know, pretty much what we expected. That the early lead that Democrats held in absentee ballots uh, that were counted first has now turned into a Republican lead. Um, uh, with election day voting being uh, reported, uh, but it looks like we're still seeing that uh, urban counties are underreported relative to the rest of the state, uh, which so we could see another shift in Ohio as uh, as counting moves forward with absentee uh, ballots still outstanding. Yeah, because uh, what are we looking at there? I believe it's four hundred thousand votes difference between uh, Trump and Joe Biden in that one. In Ohio, yeah, four hundred thousand. It is. Let's see. Things are still tight in Wisconsin at this point. 51% 47.3, but that winds up being about 65,000 votes. 59% reported. Minnesota, yeah, that gap's pretty wide. That's 400,000 votes. Um, let's see, let me look here at, one more time, at Michigan. With 44% of the vote counted, and you have to wonder there what's out, because it looks like counties around Grand Rapids and Flint haven't even been counted yet. And Flint's... Uh, the big area right there. 
and that Lansing as well hasn't been counted. So that might account for the, uh, it's got Donald Trump by a nine-point lead mission, but that actually winds up being just 260,000 votes. And again, most of the urban vote there hasn't even been counted at this point. So, and yeah, it does, it does appear that uh, Joe Biden is making a lot of noise in Iowa. Yeah, I, I was just well, noticing this one that. just tightened up. 66% of the vote counted. Joe Biden now has a 26,000, 24,000 vote lead. Joe Biden? Joe Biden. And again, Kanye West has managed to accrue 2,080 votes for 0.2%. But I will tell you this. He is running 13 votes ahead of Howie Hawkins in the Green Party. <laughs> That's quite funny. My sons uh, were more amused by the fact that Kanye was on. I think Kanye was only on like 14 state ballots, wasn't he? He, yeah. he wasn't on yeah. any. And, and my sons were quite amused by his uh, his um, appearance on the Tennessee ballot. Yeah, and I will get just as many electoral votes as he does. Yeah, just he, about. Kanye yeah. West and I will tie for electoral votes in the 2020 election. I'd love to. Interestingly enough, one state that has not reported anything at all yet is Nevada. Well, they never opened late, right? Yeah, but so that just was, closed uh, fifteen minutes ago, correct? I had thought if it's ten, if it's ten o'clock their time, yes. Um, if they held that for another hour, um, what time were they supposed to close? They're nine? the lone state. Yeah, they're the lone state that has reported absolutely nothing to this point. They they have nothing. Hmm. And it would appear that, okay, they're looking at Minnesota now. Um, I think the correct pronunciation is Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Kind of like uh, I, I had a teacher once from Iowa who uh, found her way to making fun of uh, half of her class's speech. And I, I think I finally made some comment about us not drinking pot. I think I'll have here. a bottle of pot. Yeah, we're not, we don't drink pot. So, it's it's always fun to tell somebody else, you know, you sound just as funny to us as we, as do, we do to you. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but we don't drink water from a bubbler. No, we, we absolutely do not. <laughs> and once again, we don't put sugar in our fucking cornbread. No, no yeah. we don't. But we, but we don't drink pot. Down here, you get a fucking Coca-Cola. Even That's if it's it. a Pepsi, you That's get a it. Coke. It's a damn Coke. You only get a Pepsi if you've asked for a Coke and they don't get yeah. it. Yes. But the variety of Coke you order, it could be a Dr. Pepper variety or a Sprite variety. Which is one of the reasons why I don't eat at communist restaurants such as KFC or Pizza Hut because all I have are Pepsi, Pepsi products. Yeah. Uh, you know, we that's, don't have Coke. Would you like that's Pepsi? That's why Taco nope. Bell has 37 flavors of Mountain Dew. That's exactly right. Because And only two tacos now. No, yeah. It's... They've eliminated their menu in favor of more varieties of Mountain Dew. My father's take on Pepsi was, listen, if I'm going to buy, and we, we were a family that bought Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola products, and he would sit there and he'd tell you point blank, I don't need a soft drink that's too sweet and goes flat five minutes after I open it. Yeah, it's a... <coughs> but <coughs> if, you, if you go to Vegas, you can actually get a map 
that tells you which hotels are Pepsi hotels oh. and which hotels are Coke hotels. It's important down here. It, by God, I mean, I'm not going to a Pepsi hotel. No, I just not drinking it. No one's ever asked for a Jack and Pepsi. Go. No. <laughs> Christ, that even sounds bad. That's really. That's awful. That's just never happened. And they are calling Mississippi for Donald Trump. <coughs> yes, he wins all of the S's and both of the P's. Yeah, that's it. And we know how much he loves his P. And he can take it with him, too. But, anyway, let's go back and look here. Uh, no, nothing from Nevada at this point. Was there a set time they were to close, or was it like a... a they had asked time? simply for one hour. Okay. Now, I don't know that... Okay, uh, no, Arizona. Oh, it went up to 74% reporting. Joe Biden maintains a 8 percentage point lead. In Arizona? Yeah. Joe Biden? Absolutely. <coughs> and let's see, in their Senate race... Martha McSally has, looks like just about officially shit the bed there. She, yeah, is running uh, 44% to 55% still. Damn, as an so incumbent. That's her fortune does not improve. And let's see, Democrat Party, you know, 42 seats, Republican 44. The flip at this point, each flipped one. Um, with, Alabama flipping. Uh, yeah, and then Gardner and right. Colorado. We've got nothing else out there. What's the uh, Iowa senatorial race looking like? Just one second. It looks like uh, Tillerson Cunningham kind of got 93% reporting, but that one tightened up a little bit again. Cunningham is running about 89,000 votes behind, but there's still a good bit of vote out. Yeah, especially around the triangle there. Iowa at 11.20, so this is one minute ago, 55% in. Greenfield, 49.6. Ernst, 47.5. Yeah, that's pretty close. 22,000 votes is what I've got here. Yeah, so. And it's hard to tell with Iowa because every, everything there is laid out a lot like a cornfield. It's a big square. So I can't tell which are urban areas and which podunk areas are, are bordering it that might vote red. I know right down here well, on the border. There's only one real metropolitan area in Iowa. Well, I, well you, you, technically you could say two in Des Moines and Cedar Rapids. which is I, Yeah, I guess you could. I guess you could. But that's it. Um, they have the, the usual... Uh, Oh, crowds gather outside White House, according to the AP right now. Well, that's, do they have pitchforks and torches? You know, at this point, anything is possible. Um, other Senate races of interest, there is nothing there. It's amazing how many states don't have anyone up for grabs. And that would... In Include a lot out west. Washington, California, Nevada, and Utah. Nothing going on there. In, in real life and in the election. Yeah. Well, it'd be hard to say that with California, though, because God knows there's too much going on in that area. All right, California's already been called, though. 
Well, I was talking about Senate races. Oh, okay. uh, according what to uh, Lackawanna County elections officials, Biden wins the county by almost 10,000 votes. Uh, Clinton won it by uh, uh, 51,983 to uh, 48,384. So, and obviously this is northeastern Pennsylvania, including Biden's hometown of Scranton. Um, but it looks like uh, Biden winning it significantly bigger than uh, Clinton did. All right. No, let's look at... Uh... Okay, Nevada... It, the got some numbers on Nevada. No, but Nevada County Judge keeps some polls open later after Trump campaign sues. Uh, their polls usually, you know, they're two hours behind, of course. They close at 7 p.m., but they were being held up until 8, which means they should have closed. Are they west? Are they... Pacific or are they in Mountain? Nevada? Yeah. I think it's part. I, I, th I think it's split. Yeah, Mountain time zone in. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, that would mean they should have closed 25 minutes ago, according to this. <coughs> the lawsuit named 22 polling sites that opened late due to technical issues. Clark County includes Las Vegas. And is the largest county in the state, home to 70% of the electorate, and it's one of them being held open. So that's a big part of that right there. Are there any numbers coming through there? No, nothing. You've got not a thing. Nothing, nothing gives. At this point... Let's see. According to this one... I'm trying to find anything I can find on uh on that. That's just not much going on here. And it would appear the vote in in Iowa is now Trump leads by a grand total of four thousand votes. In Iowa? Yeah. 4,000 votes total. In the Senate race there, Greenfield now leads by 2,000 votes. So I would, if I had to guess, I would say some of the rural vote is coming in. But how much there do we have? It'd be interesting to see which states uh, count their early ballots well, that's, that's just it. This whole this whole process is kind of uh, hard to gauge because we don't know who's counting what and that's, when they're counting. I mean, we, we know about Atlanta and the, or at Fulton County, and we can see that there's votes being um, not factored in yet in Ohio, but we don't really know that much about them. Is that Brittany Howard? I have no idea. I think it is. Um. Yeah, the Times has an article up on that. Voters return nearly 64 million mail-in ballots before Election Day. Uh, when you know I opened it up in the wrong one, I've got a Times subscription. I'm going to have to go over to the app real quick because I do want to see how that, how that gets counted if I can. Where's my Times app? Um, 
we've got a lot of lag right now and because everything's trickling in at this point. Well, that's just it. We're, we're getting these little dribs and drabs of information. And, uh, I mean, the, the we kind of knew how this was going to be at this point, you know? Yeah, I mean, right, right now, uh, you know, and again, it's not all the way reported, but right now in Ohio, uh, Trump's up by about 8%, which is what he won by in 2016, so... Ohio seems to be staying where it was. Uh, again, some underreporting going on from um, urban areas, but uh, I don't know at this point whether that's enough to sway the state. That, that sounds like a pretty, pretty heavy uh, gap to bridge by doing it that way. But again, the early voting is, is has kind of thrown a, a, a wrench into things. Right, let's see. We've got a. Uh... Let's see. Uh, it would appear that North Carolina have been processing ballots all for weeks. Um, of course, they go into the Atlanta problem of absentee ballots. <laughs> and hmm, that's basically where we're at right now. Um, and nothing to tell us how these are counted other than in just those particular areas. Uh, the Pennsylvania legislature, as was already mentioned, uh, will begin processing their ballots tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that's the earliest they're allowed to do it. Um, and you have to wonder if there'll be lawsuits tossed the minute this closes tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I expect there to be some legal wrangling tomorrow and in the, the week uh, yeah the week ahead for sure um, it appears that we are actually going to get and I guess that would be Hawaii that closes their polls at 1 a.m. Um, Hawaii is the most predictably democratic state oh yeah that's country. not I don't think anybody's got any questions about that one um as it says, it's very possible that we won't know who won on election night or even Wednesday morning. I don't doubt that to be true. All right, that's with 44% of the vote in right there Michigan. Trump is leading by 11 points. And Wisconsin remains about an 80,000 vote difference. All right, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Okay, so they say they're saying uh, Republicans uh, winning Illinois' 13th congressional district. Um, no surprise there. Democratic win in California's 18th district. Um, so that's not a huge surprise. I do think that it's interesting that right now what we're looking at is if Trump wins Florida, North Carolina, and Ohio but Biden hangs on and wins Arizona, then Biden is still an 85% favorite uh, to win the presidency with a 6% chance of an electoral college tie, which we all agree would be an, uh, an absolute clusterfuck. Um, to say the least. You know, it's funny. I've been, I've been checking out social media and some of the... There, there is a real 
sense of unease amongst Democrats right now. Have oh, there's been there before. Uh, yes, uh, it feels very familiar. It, it does, but there's a different dynamic at work here. Um, a radically different dynamic at work, and this was kind of the concept that we were. Again, I keep getting back to this is something that was discussed uh, by major party functionaries some time ago. I mean, this is not something that should be considered a surprise. And uh, my real surprise here is uh, we haven't had a tweet from uh, our president yet. Not that I've seen. I would figure now he would figure the time for him to kind of swoop in and make his... uh, his presence known. Not that he listens to anybody, but I would say somebody put the clamps down on him to keep his mouth shut. Most of He's in international airspace, just in case. I, well, I don't. I don't think that's possible. I really don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think know. that's possible. He, he's. He's. Uh, I think the threat of prison might drive him to do a lot of things. Well, I mean, his whole right now. His whole campaign is based on uh, not. Wanting to be president, but just trying to stay out of out of trouble. Right. And uh, um, I, we are not at this point at the point that uh, we can really write this off. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's it's not that whole Florida thing still being too close to call on the. Yeah, it's like where is that six percent? And they keep they. I know. Uh, I've seen it called, I think it was Fox that actually called Florida right. already. Which, I mean, Fox is a, is a you know, it's conservative mouthpiece, but they're not known to jump the gun for something like that. Which makes it all more uh, confusing. Um, and Matt McCarthy trying to expound on what the hell's going on. It looks like in Polk County, Iowa, which is the which is a Democratic county and the state's most populous county, the unofficial results put Biden at fifty six three and Trump at forty one three. Uh, Clinton won at fifty one three to forty percent. Um, so I don't know how they both managed to go up in percent. That seems odd, but man, there you go. It does. Uh, I do think that uh, you know it looks like. For the most part, we've had one flip each way for the Senate. Uh, that it'll probably stay, you know, pretty close to what it was. To me, that means that the six-three uh, conservative majority on the Supreme Court is pretty untouchable. You have to win the Senate to kind of do anything we'll about that. With it. Well, again, that that also depends on. Uh, the political landscape at that point. Um, hmm. All right. Actually, let me look at this real quick. Just, it looks like as he goes, she goes. Joni Ernst now has a. 19,000 point lead on Teresa Greenfield in voting at the moment. There are a number of counties still out. Quite a few, in fact. But this is with 70, 77% of the voting in right now. That one remains tight and 
Trump and Joe Biden are within 27,000 votes of each other in Iowa overall, again, with 78% of the vote. Um, can you tell? Excuse me, can you tell anything about their voting uh, or how these are being counted? Is it, is it including? I looked all over for uh, how this is working out, and it's just one of those things that's... It's, it's so different in every nice. state. Um, yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it takes a lot to, to do it. Wow, that's quite a few votes. If that's Philadelphia County alone, that's half a million votes haven't even been counted there. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, that's a mess. I mean, and, and they won't be if there's that many. A good bet right there is that those are mail-in or absentee ballots, which means it'll be a while. Tomorrow sometime, in fact. Well, yeah. I mean, well, we knew that. Yeah. Um, you know, they already said they will not begin counting them until tomorrow morning. It may be late in the day before we find out anything from these folks. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, we're we're not we're not looking at a, a you know three o'clock in the morning. We're going to find out the winner kind of deal. Oh, that's interesting. What's that? North Carolina's only got to ninety five percent left, or ninety five percent is in. Only got five percent left, and Trump's got a uh, about a point and a half lead in North Carolina. Okay, we'll see. And other Senate races of interest. They've called Trump in Florida on Fox, and for some reason, nobody else seems to be doing it. Not AP, not to, not NBC. Um, can you guys find out? Did anybody find anything about that? That that's odd to me. That. Uh, that would be a singular call for Fox, and nobody else is even considering it. Yeah, that does seem uh, odd. It, 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 it almost seems a little forced. I, I, I wouldn't know why. I mean, it seems clear to me that he's got the, uh, the clear advantage in Florida, but uh, that, that it keeps, and, and they're a state that knows how to, uh, count absentee ballots. Um, it just, it just, it just, it kind of speaks to a certain suspicion I have of that. Uh, Biden's looking good in Minnesota at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's uh, well. That there again is the story in Lackawanna County. By the way, on the Fox uh, feed, uh, Sarah Huckabee is uh, speaking. Uh, I will not call her Sarah Huckabee Sanders because she's not worthy of that last name. <laughs> Wonder where that comes from. If she if she is related to me, I I really uh, don't want to know. Once by Mary Joe. There's a cousin joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there uh, probably is. Speaking of Arkansans, yeah, I was about to say, given her state of origin, it's possible. Boy, her dad's a real slime ball, isn't he? I, he he is a piece of work, man. He is no prince. Yeah, Mike is not uh, not an incredibly well loved uh, 
Well, there's a reason for that. Uh, I don't even know if he is by the base. Obviously, he's not because he's never been a particular. I think the evangelicals love him because he's a man of God, you know. In case you're curious, right now, as it's been tabulated overall in the national popular vote, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yep, is at 49.9% with 56,571,000. Donald Trump has 54,936,000. Say that again. I... Joe Biden is running 49.9% of the vote mm-hmm. and has a popular vote count of 56,571,000. Donald Trump... 48.5% has 54,936. No, 54,936,000. Huh. That is interesting. That's where we are. Once again, uh, we're in a situation where one wonders if, uh, you know, the national majority will have their voices heard. Uh it, it's it's looking more likely than it was last time, but I'm not going to bank it yet. It looks like Bullock is going to... Uh, he, he's looking pretty good, although it's only 26%. But Bullock seems to be looking pretty good in that uh, race in uh, um, Montana. And Tillis has, I think, just enough... There's there's six percent left to go, but he's got a hundred thousand votes uh, over over uh, Cunningham. That could be the the difference right there. Um, once again, Graham look, looking at the other Carolina, Lindsey Graham, um, you know, still the homecoming queen in South Carolina. Oh, Lady G. Yeah, Lindsey. Uh, man, I would have liked to see Lindsey lose. Not as much as a couple other ones, but... He, oh, he's high on the list. I'd actually like to see Lindsay do. I mean, <laughs> a lot of things I wouldn't. Uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay is, is, is there more of an anomaly in the Republican Party than Lindsey Graham? Yeah, Lindsay's uh He's, a, he's kind of an outlier. He's a black swan, which I'm sure he would find to be just an incredibly titillating nickname for me to call him. Um... I just he he's he's shown an immense about a uh, lack of spine in how he's uh, dealt with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, he base and let me ask you this, and this is just again pure speculation, and and I don't want this to be made into some kind of cheap joke. Although you know we normally don't consider ourselves above that. If John McCain were still alive, would Lindsey be quite the lap dog he is? Because he took his cues from McCain. They were very close. Um, McCain was not a Trump fan at all. McCain never would have turned into the kind of uh, terrier that uh, that Lindsey is. Um, would that have made a difference? Would that have done anything? Would that have uh, uh, made him a little less uh, malleable? I think it would. I, I don't know that, but... Yeah, I, I think it would. I think that, uh, you know, some of the things that uh, Trump has done and Lindsey has uh, stood right there by him and, you know, given his uh, thumbs up, metaphorically, uh, would have been a lot harder 
with John McCain scowling at him on the other side of the room. It, well, exactly. I think his influence on uh, on uh, on Lindsay was immense, and and I, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with that because no, he I, was a he was a there are far an worse character to, to yeah mentors um, that you could have chosen for yourself. Exactly. So I, I don't have a problem with that, but. Uh, I mean, was is Lindsay that much of a an amoeba that when he's left in a you know kind of swimming in a sea like that, he just grasps on to the nearest uh, uh, you know leadership uh, character he can find? You know, honestly, I think Lindsey Graham is Lindsey Graham. It's it's really strange because I think that what Lindsey Graham fell into is that if he felt like if he gave Donald Trump uh, lip service. That he was uh, going to be able to, um, basically, he was going to be able to influence Trump's decision making when it came to specific foreign policy things. Yeah, that Lindsay I've heard cares that about. too. But I, you know, so for instance, we uh, he he maybe at the end of this, at the end of his career, Lindsay will say something like, you know, when when Trump, uh, sh- you know, blew up that uh, car carrying the Iranian general. He wanted to do so much more, and I talked him out of it. You know, I mean, and, and that to me, that's the only way that you can justify uh, Lindsey switching from what he used to be to what he is. I, I and again, I, I who, but who buys into that? I don't buy into it. I don't buy into it for one bit that Lindsey has that kind of influence on Trump. I think, but I, I think Lindsey wants that. I think he's willing to settle oh, for wanting it. I, I do. I think he's he's or, or willing. I think he's willing to settle for having the illusion <laughs> that he has that kind of right. Uh, that kind of uh, that kind of pull. Um, yeah, that, that's probably accurate. Um, I, I I don't know. Uh, again, he he's one of those guys in the Senate who kind of breaks the mold a little bit. Um, well, now, Nevada finally has one enormous district, land-wise, with 1% of the vote reporting, and it appears that Trump has a lead there with 4,000 votes total, except with 1% of the vote, and that's about it. So, some of it, it appears some of Nevada is finally coming in and being reported. And we've got nothing more from uh, Arizona at this point. Yeah, and They're I think we're we're, we're just hoping that uh, you know New Mexico, which was which was called for Biden earlier, um, you know that that Biden's success in New Mexico translates to Arizona and Nevada, uh, and that his uh, problems, apparent problems with uh, Latino voters, largely Cuban and Florida, didn't translate to the rest of the Southwest. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, Montana, an update in their Senate race is Steve Bullock has a 6,000 vote lead over Steve Daines. Well, uh, Steve's going to win that one. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's going to be a Steve. Uh, Jeff, how, how much is reported in that one? That one's at 51%. Okay, that's quite a, that's quite a bit more than I, than it was earlier when we, when we mentioned that. Uh, Bullock is... Uh, I think is a much more solid chance to take that than I, I, I would have given him credit for last week, even. Um, 
Montana's tends to be a pretty go for a pretty solid kind of candidate. They don't look for ideologues, and they don't look for uh, uh, any kind of, of, of some, they don't look for someone who's necessarily going to be a transformational character. They tend to go for uh, the, the solid uh, patrician kind of. Uh, uh, That's kind of the state they are. Right? Well, exactly. It's, it's so. pretty much in character with them. It really is. I don't think, however, that, uh, and Danes has never felt, he, you know, my understanding is he's never been particularly comfortable in that position. Um, to take that, um, so I that's one I would lean towards uh, thinking it, it's it's going to stay that way more than some of the other ones. Well, Iowa now has for Senate there in the Senate race, I should say, eighty three percent of the vote is in, and Ernst currently has a forty three thousand vote lead. That might be a, a sinker right there. Yeah. Yeah, it would appear. I'm not, I'm not sure that's a, 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 an amount, an obstacle you can overcome. Iowa just doesn't have that much population. Exactly. There's not that many people. There At least are. we don't have to hear stories about how she put her uh, uh, bread loaf wrappers uh, on her feet to keep them from getting yeah, wet. Yeah. Uh, because we haven't heard enough of that one. So the Senate breakdown at this point is Republicans have 45 seats, Democrats 42 at this point. With the races in Arizona, it would appear Michigan still that that race doesn't seem to be moving much at all. It, God knows when we may get. They have. It does seem to have flattened out. Forty nine percent of the votes in. Yeah, well, forty nine percent of the vote, and John James is up two hundred and seventy thousand votes over Gary Peters. Man, that one has been pretty much a, a wide gap since the get go. I think sure it started. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Peter started out, you know, several thousand votes in the hole from what it uh, Yeah, it looked like it from early on. Um, Susan Collins, with 53% of the vote, is leading Sarah Gideon by 50,000 votes. She is up 52% to 41.6% over Sarah Gideon right there. Is that the lady who leaves the Bibles in the drawers in the hotel? I wonder if it's not. Um, of the traveling Gideons. Are you a Gideon? The fighting Gideons. Fighting as Gideons. Yeah. <laughs> Stats Rocky. Um, each of the uh, the four ladies that formed the sisterhood uh, was reelected. Was reelected. Uh, AOC, Elhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib uh, all reelected. Um. Which is good. Uh, I want. I want to kind of go back to something that we've we've hit on, and uh, it's going to stay true. But Michigan, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, all the votes that we're seeing tonight are election day votes. They count uh, the absentee votes all afterwards. Uh, so, and the absentee votes are supposedly just heavily, real heavily 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if they go the way that the states that we saw that report their absentee and mail-in votes earliest, then yes, they, they, will, they will be. Uh, Interesting here. Tweet from Lawrence O'Donnell. Biden is going to win millions more votes than Trump. Millions. No one doubts that, not even Trump. The only reason there's suspense in this thing that doesn't exist in any other democracy is the Electoral College. The Electoral College is slavery's revenge on the 21st century. <laughs> As usual, Lawrence has something to say, and it's actually not far off. Uh, the Electoral College is not, uh, I mean, it's an archaic institution at best, but it ain't going anywhere, Okay. It, it's it's just not no because everybody that wins an election wins because of because it. of the election well everyone who wins a presidential election right. yeah um, so what Democrats have to do is stop worrying about uh, trying to change that right now and trying to play the game as is um, they're not going to be able to shrink the strike zone so uh, they're going to have to learn how to. Uh, you know, cover the the plate a little bit better, and they've shown, to, as we've seen tonight with uh, Ossoff, and uh, and again Ossoff could still pull it off, um, and get in in Maine. These are not quality candidates that are running for office. They're kind of being, they're just showing up and wanting to win based based on how much the other person is disliked, and uh, that's. Again, the Democrats have had, in, so far we've seen winnable elections in just this, this election cycle that have been lost. And that's the only, way you can, only thing you can do to, to point to the reason is, is that. It looks like one of the things that happens in Wisconsin is that there are jurisdictions in Wisconsin that require all absentee ballots to be counted before any absentee ballots can be reported. That's interesting. Do what now? Uh, that in Wisconsin there are many jurisdictions uh, where the absentee ballots won't be counted and reported until all absentee ballots are counted. Oh boy. <laughs> well, that's, that's adding to tonight's flavor. Also from uh, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, it looks like there's a report the, it's taking longer than expected to count the ballots in several places in Wisconsin because officials have found the machines do not count ballots as fast as they'd expected. Lord mercy. How, how do you not have an idea of how fast they'll go? I hadn't used it in four years. Don't they do test the, runs? The octogenarian sure that ran it six, four years ago is dead, and the new octogenarian has never used this machine before. Yeah, he's standing over there with a flip phone, calling his son to tell him to program his VCR to record Cosby. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh man, yeah, Cosby, one percent, three hundred and forty-three, three hundred and some odd people. Nevada's coming in strong. You're allowed to gamble with uh, money. Don't gamble with the election. Come on, Nevada. What are you thinking? Yo. 
Is that the? Uh, uh, we get a mover. Okay. Is that the? Uh, uh, was that the county you or the the larger district you yes. were talking about? Yes. So there's this ton of land space. Very populated. Well, that's, that's where the aliens vote. Shucks. Okay. It's probably somewhere that, around the area 51, uh, 1,500 square miles with 12 people in it. Right, and all of them run a gas station by State Highway. Um, we're going to take a quick break, um, stretch our legs a little bit. We've seen kind of break in the action. We're not sure what more is going to happen tonight. We're not sure there's going to be much of anything. We'd like to at least stick around and see if uh, Arizona gets called and North Carolina. Those could be uh, uh, key indicators in what happens the rest of the way. But uh, we're going to get up and uh, and uh, take a, take a break. We'll be back in about uh, five uh, five minutes or so. All right, guys, we're back. Um, we're going to be wrapping it up here in a few minutes ourselves, uh, mainly because we just found out the uh, Fulton County election officials in Atlanta went home. Um, one thing I want to say, we, we've been kind of looking over the data we got here. Uh, while we were gone, Ohio was projected to what was called for Trump. Uh, not a big surprise, uh, a little bit of a disappointment. Um, and, uh, and, and only one network that we know has called it, but still... It looks like it's going to uh, to Trump. That said, in Georgia, um, there are still over a million votes outstanding. Uh, Matt and I were uh, looking at this data just a few minutes ago, and most of those votes appear to be in the heavy blue areas, Fulton County, um, over towards uh, um, <clears throat> Augusta, things like that. So. That is not put to bed yet. That's one reason it has not been called. Uh, Georgia has not been called for a reason. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of elections that look on paper like uh, they're, they're over and done with, uh, Florida, Georgia, uh, Texas, you know, th there's, uh, for whatever reason, whether it's the margin of error, the uncounted absentee ballots, the order in which things are counted, um, problems like what happened in Georgia uh, that we've just discussed, it looks like there's still a couple of these that uh, the powers that be for the vast majority of networks aren't willing to call done yet. What we, we really need to get, what, what Biden, Biden is sitting right now, 205 uh, electoral votes. So he needs uh, 66 more to, uh, to get us where we need to be. Um, we were just uh, watching uh, James Carville being interviewed on MSNBC. Uh, James Carville, as we mentioned earlier, predicted a win by 10 o'clock this evening. That did not work out. Um, but he, he made some very good points. This is kind of working out how we thought it would. And a, a lot of times we, we start looking at the way we hope Trump uh, or Biden has been called uh, the winner in Arizona by Fox News. Interesting. So that that's, that's huge. Um, Trump... Got Ohio, Florida, and Texas, according to Fox, but Biden wins Arizona. Now that in itself may not sound like, sound like much, but it kind of puts a a stop to where it was marching across. Um, 
again, none of those states were expected to go to um, to the Democrats anyway. Um, so there's not a big surprise in what we're doing, and or, or what they're doing. And with the votes in Atlanta, the 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 absentee ballots in Wisconsin will not even be uh, counted until started counted until tomorrow. Same for Pennsylvania and some in Michigan. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of what you're seeing right now in, in terms of on social media and Democrats isn't uh, despair over losing to Trump uh, so much as it is uh, despair over the fact that Trump hasn't been repudiated in a in a large way. I yet. think that a lot of yet. right. I think that a lot of Democrats were hoping for a landslide, not just because they wanted their candidate to win, because they wanted it to be obvious to Trump and Trump supporters that uh, that was not what America believes. What we found out tonight is that by and large, America is still split in roughly the same way it was in 2016, uh, and that perhaps the uh, uh, scale by which uh, Obama won wasn't. Uh, indicative of a of a Democrat Republican leaning so much as a personal magnet uh, um, magnetism of of uh, Barack Obama himself. But what we found out was America's half of America is still pig shit stupid. Okay, I mean if, if anyone who voted for Trump has got to have some sort of reality denial. Um, but the other thing I think we're looking at, and this is this to me is a very important thing, and Jeff actually. Uh, and I were discussing it earlier. Um, the Senate is looking more out of reach at this point. We still don't know about North Carolina. There is still a shot at North Carolina. Um, Tillis does seem to have taken a lead. For whatever it's worth, uh, and I don't know why, how they're using their metrics, uh, but in just the last couple of minutes, um, New York Times has been running what they call election needles on the three races that they said would be the early determining factors, Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina. For most of the night, all three of those needles have been solidly, and by solidly I mean more than a point, in Trump's favor. Right now they've got Florida at Trump uh, plus 3.1, North Carolina at Trump plus 1.1, but they have moved Georgia back to Biden at plus 0.4. So the New York Times is, at this point, with 79% reported, uh, saying that it is uh, that uh, Georgia is tilting Biden with a 63% chance of Biden winning the state of Georgia. I don't know how that's moved in the last 30 minutes to an hour since I, I looked guess, at it. Last, I guess so. they got some information like we just got about how you know about what's still outstanding. What, what's still out there? And again, there's still a million votes is a lot of votes. Um, Nate Silver just said, I'm not sure what to make of this, but the New York Times needle is now showing a very close race in Georgia. So he's having the same reaction. Again, there's a million votes in Georgia that are left over. Uh, But to get back to what what we were saying, the the Senate now looks a lot less likely than it did at the beginning of the night. Um, We're looking, we we did pick up a seat in, uh, um, already in Colorado, but we lost Jones in Alabama. We still have uh, a solid shot of picking up, uh, um, or did they call uh, Kelly yet in Arizona? Um, I didn't see it called, but that doesn't mean they didn't. Let's see. Um, No, they're saying with 77% in, Kelly's at 54.7 and McSally's at 45.3. 
it doesn't look like they have uh, called that one yet. Uh, looking back at um, Montana, 47% in. Bullock's at 52.9. Danes is at 47.1. That's main remains solid. And Iowa, uh, Ernst is 51.5 over Greenfield at 45.4 with with 84% reporting. Um, and then, you know, the Georgia races we've already looked at. Kansas was called Republican, as was South Carolina and Kentucky. Um, and I think that covers our battlegrounds. Uh, yeah, Bullock is probably going to win Montana. Kelly's probably going to get uh, Arizona. There's still a shot uh, for uh, uh, Cunningham in uh, uh, North Carolina. But it's some. The Ernst stays in place. Um, I'm still looking at Peters in Michigan, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I think that's another one, though, that has a huge It's going to have to be hugely impacted by the... Uh, um, we, have, we, have, we have a pug in the studio um, that's going to be hugely impacted by the, uh, the absentee and, and, and uh, early voting ballots. Yeah, I, th- I think that's... Uh, I think that you're right. I think that, you know, we're... we're it's weird to say we're at the end of a long day of voting and are still in the early stages of figuring out what the hell happened. But I, just just to, to kind of recap, um, like I say, uh, Matt and I were watching James Carville, who had predicted we'd know what was uh, going on by 10 this evening. And uh, James is, is, like I've said before, is an always a great prognosticator. But he did make the point that this is kind of how we thought this was going to play out over the course of of the last few months, we we kind of thought this was going to happen. Um, there was a lot of talk about the uh, the the red mirage when it would look like Trump was going to win, um, but we had to hang around to get that last uh, the last votes in to, to really prove it. I don't think it's going to take weeks. I think we'll probably know something by tomorrow uh, afternoon at, at at the latest. I don't know, but uh, it, it's all going to depend on. Several things. First of all, um, there's still the possibility in some states of a triggered recount. Uh, that could take a little more time. Uh, Georgia, and again, one of the reasons we're about to knock it off tonight is because Georgia has already sent their uh, their election committee home um, to uh, to get some rest and be up tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, Iowa has just called, uh, or Iowa has just been called as far as the Senate race. Ernst is going to retain her seat. Um, in Iowa, the Senate seat in Iowa, that's one that uh, the Democrats were really hoping to over to pull out. I, I, I thought they had a real shot at it. Um, yeah, it seems like between the COVID-19 surge in Iowa specifically, and, uh, you know, to me, I think Trump's trade policies, which have uh, had a deleterious effect in Iowa specifically, I would have liked to see that uh, closer. Uh, I think what is it going to end up looking like more like a seven-point uh Win for Trump, not not great, uh, but uh, you know Iowa wasn't the bellwether. No, Iowa was kind of a, a, a something they would have liked to have had, but they didn't need it. I don't think they spent much money there. Um, certainly didn't spend a lot of time. Yeah, there's a one million forty one thousand ninety one votes left to be uh, to be ex- uh, counted for in Georgia. 
Um, so and if, and, and if two thirds of those went to Biden, it would be a nail biter. It's a bite. It's it, well. Here's the deal. It's it, Trump is only ahead by just shy of two hundred thousand votes, but those those million votes are by and large votes from Fulton County and some of the uh, the more Democratic areas. So we have to look at this as a uh, an opportunity, and I assume they will get them counted relatively easy, relatively early tomorrow morning. Uh, we sit right now at 205 electoral votes for Joe Biden and 136 for Donald Trump. Um, I'm guessing by tomorrow afternoon we're going to have an answer tomorrow early evening. Um, that's, it may last longer than that, but that's the way it's looking right now. Uh, before we get going, uh, Jeff, any comments? Actually, no. At this point, uh, I think we're just still holding on Georgia and Pennsylvania. Uh you know, a big deal there. Wisconsin's also got to count a lot of late votes uh, since they don't start their count on uh, mail-in ballots until every other ballot's been counted. So that's kind of where we are, and we're in a holding pattern. We have a Greek, we have a Greek chorus of pugs in the background that's thrown in there two cents. Uh, Matt, what do you want to say? Yeah, let's uh, hold on to your asses. Uh, you know, I think... Uh, one of the things that we heard James Carville say a little bit ago was, I've waited four years for this, I can wait four more days. Um, you know, and I think that, that patience is a virtue in this case. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say this night went like I would have liked it to, uh, but nothing politically has in the last uh, six years or so. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I, I hope that... Uh, Tomorrow brings a little bit of clarity and a little bit more hope uh, than what we have tonight. But, uh, you know, I, I think certainly the results in Arizona are, uh, are telling. Um, that was a big one. If that had, have, if that had come out the opposite percentage, uh, I think we would have uh, been able to wrap this up a while ago. So uh, let's see where it takes us. I, I, I agree. Um, and you're right. There's, there's, it didn't show, turn out the way we wanted but it turned out the way that was expected. Um, this is this is not a surprising result right now. It's we hope for the best. We kind of got our hopes up, uh, you know, which is sort of a, 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 a typical political reaction. Uh, the people who are in the driver's seat, uh, or, or sometimes not in the driver's seat, think they're going to do better than they did. I remember uh, uh, when Romney won or lost in 2012. And Republicans were positive they were going to win that seat. They just uh, the presidency. They just they just knew it was going to happen. Um, we kind of done the same thing. In this case, we're in far better shape now than than uh, they were at, at that time. We've got a shot to win. The Democrats, I should say, have a shot to win this thing and win it solidly. But it's going to take uh, some time to flesh out. Now, the real before we go, the real issue here is how is uh, president, what the fuck going to handle this? Uh, is he going to try to pull some stuff? Sure he is. He's going to try to say uh, I'm clearly ahead. We should go ahead and shut off the, the votes. There's going to be all kinds of stuff he's going to say. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely going to say we shouldn't be counting some of the votes that haven't been counted yet. I'm a big fan and proponent of counting every vote cast. Yes, I, 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 I sort of think that's the American way. Uh, wait a second. Did they just roll back some of Trump's points? For where? Or that, 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 no, that's right. That, that is what he was sitting on. 205 to 136. 
Uh, Biden is right now leading the Electoral College uh, toll. So, um, what was it uh, Carvel said? Put the razor blades back in the, in the glove box. Uh, you know, put the razor blades back. Put the ambient away. It's going to be fine. That little Cajun pixie. He's a, he, he's, he made a good point, though. This is not something to start rending our garments about. Boy, that... It's only 58% in, in Fulton County, so... Yeah, we're looking at this... Uh, uh, and uh, so, so here's what we're looking at. If we're saying that, that only half of the votes are in for Fulton County, if the other half of the votes continue the pattern that they're currently at, which is Biden winning 75% to Trump's 25% of those votes... You're talking about a huge influx of oh. uh, of Trump of likely uh, Biden votes Biden yeah. uh, coming in hopefully tomorrow. So that's the reason that you know with a difference of three hundred and one thousand and only eighty percent in statewide that the Georgia race is still too uh, too early to call. Yeah, it's it's um you know it's not in the books yet. Again, the disappointment is that those Senate races were horribly disappointing. I don't know that Ossoff, from what I could see, has a chance to pull this off, given uh, he was pretty far down. I mean, you uh, know, obviously we, we would like to see the rising tide of Biden votes tomorrow raising the, we could. the proverbial ship of Ossoff, but I, it's unlikely. And remember, let's keep in mind 2016. We had to wait a couple of days to really fully grasp what, a, what kind of progress had been made. Uh, it wasn't all apparent then, and those were all localized elections. So uh, this is this is uh, you know I don't want to whistle in the graveyard, but we're we're looking better than I think a lot of people will uh, will think we are. Um, apparently, uh, Joe Biden is going to make an address, um, so um, we're not going to stick around and comment on it. There's not much we can add to what uh, Joe's going to say, but. Uh, we're going to knock it off for the night. We will be getting back together in the next couple of days or in the next few days to kind of do a follow-up podcast. Uh, thank you guys who are listening. A very few of you have probably stuck around through the end, uh, but we're still here. Um, uh, we will be uh, hopefully back in a couple of days. This is Shell Shock Nation, the Skint Julep political podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Good night.